Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. This week's Sunday session is brought to you by homebrewing source of awesomeness online. More beer at morebeer.com. Great beer is about drinkability. Doesn't matter the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. I'm jet propelled at all times. (laughs) How many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example. And this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think that's bullshit. (laughs) I think it's bullshit, too. Wow. Are you guys going to arm wrestle? No. No. We're going to teabag fight. You heard of Junkyard Wars? Can I get another high five? Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. All right, welcome to the program, everybody. Welcome to my, welcome to me and your ears. Yeah. Not only folks at home, but here in the studio. A lot of uh, audio gremlins in the studio today. It hey. shouldn't be that loud. There's also fart gremlins it's in the, the weather. dog. Yeah. Who is that? My dog's like out by the door. No, it's a little no, dog. It's a little guy. Guy. It's yeah. Toto, Toto. Little tooted. dog, big fart. Toto tooted. Toto tooted. Toto tooted. Toto tooted. Really bad. And oh. little Toto too. It, it must be in the water here because uh, it's exactly how Walker smells. It's oh, it's as bad. It could be your food that you feed them too. They well, they eat they eat different food. Oh, they do. Yeah, no, it must yeah, be some it, in the water. It, it's it's the water. It's it's loud. It is loud. This place is haunted. Remember, uh, yeast ghosts is for farts. That's right, yeah, yeah, that's, that's that right. whole studio. And I got into the audio. We're trying to get everyone sorted out before the show, and all kinds of weird shit and going on. I think I smell this in Philadelphia. That's <laughs> pretty bad. We have all the windows closed. It's awesome. Why? Welcome to the show, everybody. Another great Sunday session brought to you by More Beer. You can go to morebeer.com and check them out. And they've been a sponsor of the Brewing Network, as you know, uh, probably know, unless you're a brand new listener, since day one. And uh, they bring you this show every single day uh, that we do it. So I want to thank More Beer, our sponsor. Go over to morebeer.com and uh, check it out. Lots of good deals going on over there all the time. And, uh, of course, we all brew on More Beer gear in this this studio. I do. Hell yeah. A lot of fun that way. Every little thing. Yeah. So go check them out over at morebeer.com. 
A uh, lot to do tonight, so uh, we need to kind of get through it. We've got, uh, you know, we had rescheduled this a while back. We've got Jeff Brown, who's the president of Boulder uh, Beer Company. And I don't know if you know this, but uh, Boulder Beer's been around since 1979. Oh. Um, you know. Before you. Yeah. I mean, since basically since Doc was 50. Right. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, now that you're awesome. here, Tasty gets a break from my old jokes for yeah, one, thanks, Doc, for for one show. Off. I really appreciate that. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's easy to kind of still breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since 1979, so we're going to be talking to Jeff Brown. They've got a, a pretty rich history, and I did an event with them at the Great American Beer Festival, uh, kind of talking about their history, too, and it, it's it's just amazing all that they've been through. and. You know, newbies like me, I, I still consider myself a, re- a relative newbie in this beer world, and uh, I, I'm astonished to hear about craft breweries that have been around since the 70s. I, I, was, yeah. I thought there was nothing but light lager in the 70s, and so uh, Jeff's going to come on and talk to us about all that and, and teach me differently. Uh, awesome. On top of that, his uh, Northern California rep, Andy, uh, who's a good dude and a BN listener, I met, first time I met him when, when uh, Jeff was supposed to do the first show... Um, Moscow tells me, hey, and their rep's going to bring us beer for the show, so don't worry, we got beer to try, which always makes the show better, in oh, yeah. my opinion. 100% yeah. better. Well, this kid shows up in my driveway decked out in BN gear. He got a BN <laughs> hat on, a BN hoodie, and I'm, and I'm thinking, fuck, one of our listeners got my address, <laughs> is, is doing one of these stop-ins. Got that a I just, can I hang out at the Rat Pad? And, which is exactly true. It just happens to be relevant to that day. <laughs> right, it happens right. to be. Yeah. Well, no, I had met that guy before, so I, I would have had it. Yeah, I had never met him. Had so met him I see, and he really just pulls right up in my driveway, and I'm just going, "This isn't going to be good." I was on my way out, and uh, now he pops open the truck. And he's got a bunch of, and he's, "Hey, I'm from Boulder Beer. I just happen, I'm a big fan of the show too." And brought us a bunch of beer. Then, so we've got some uh, interesting one-off beers to try tonight. One of their barley wines uh, that you can't get anywhere else. And then we've got a lot of their regular lineup that's moving into Northern California, uh, oh, which okay. is kind of exciting. So we're going to get to try them uh, first. So, nice. we'll talk to Jeff, and we'll find out all about the beer tonight. Uh, we're also talking to Paul Sangster. You guys remember Paul? Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Paul's uh, been doing a, a collaboration, or ha- has done a collaboration with Widmer, and he's calling in to talk to us about that. Plus, apparently, has some big announcement to make tonight. Huh. Oh, wow. Is he going to go pro? <clears throat> I don't know. Oh, he's there reigning Ninkazi right now, so... Yeah, how can he beat that? Yeah. Wow. I heard, he, I heard a rad nickname for him. It's Paul Gangster. <laughs> so gangster. maybe there's some tie in with that. Maybe, maybe, he's, yeah. maybe he's going to spend some time in, in jail or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, we can ask and find out uh, if he's going for Ninkasi yet again. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He's got to defend. Come on. He does, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Who does he enter under? No, he could just retire Quaff. at the top and be done. Oh, he enters under Quaff. Quaff. Yeah. It's sure, too sure. late to break his legs, right? He probably already entered. Well, make him an offer. I mean, he, <laughs> he, he, he still has to make it in the second round. Yeah, they, 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 yeah. It's, it's all closed up. He has energy. Yeah. Yeah, too late. I'm going to do that next year. I'm going to start buying entries. I'm going to go around and, and start uh, taking all the best double. brewers from. That's what Should. people think we do anyway. Yeah, might as well. We go. Uh, yeah, we be like, you be right. like the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, right. we're going to be the yeah. Yankees. We'll just be now. better buyers than everybody else. Yeah, you, you can't predict anymore. <laughs> make right. him an offer. You can't. You can break his legs for nothing. Right. Dig up his hops. Just put him in his bed. Go ahead and break his legs. Right. Uh, all right. So we'll be talking to Paul at the end of the show, too. So if you got questions for him and, of course, Jeff Brown, president of Boulder Beer Company, a lot of things to do there. Oh, we got a lot of announcements tonight. Yes. Uh, but i got to do a PSA first, and i got to okay. do it before later when I get okay. uh, get drunk, and uh, then I won't do it as well. It's kind of a serious PSA, and uh, now uh, there's going to be a lot of people are going to think a lot of things, like I'm talking about a particular person or, or uh, you know, 
something's happened to me. And that's not what this PSA is about. This PSA right. is about my observations of, of some shit that I've seen going on lately. And uh, I just want to remind people. Uh, and, and, and I'm going to tell you it's about drunk driving. All right. I will tell you that somebody close to me uh, uh, went to jail this week. Oh, no. Uh, and I don't mean like overnight. All right. So uh, <laughs> it's not a day trip, and it, and it's and, it, and it's about this uh, you know this drunken driving thing, and and I've been seeing people do it uh, at from different events. You know, we go to a lot of stuff. SF Beer Week's a, a big event week, right? And I see people around, and and I'm pretty sensitive to this stuff for for a couple reasons because I'm in the industry, and I think a lot of us who work in craft beer and and in the alcohol industry in general are a little sensitive uh, about people drinking and driving. Um, and uh, but also because I see my friends do it, and I and I see what happens, and this is what I want to talk to you about. I'm giving you the Justin Crosley PSA, not the one where you read all the things that's just bad about drunk driving. I'm giving you my my personal interpretation because I relate and I know what happens. If you listen to the earlier shows, you know that I got a DUI years ago. It's about ten right. years ago now, and uh, before I got my DUI, you know, I was driving around drunk. Uh, I had been I had been doing it. I had been I'd go to a party, I'd have a six pack, and. I'm kind of tall, and I'm kind of a professional drinker. I had been doing it for a while, so I'd feel great. I'd feel fine, and I'd drive home. And luckily, I made it home most of the time. And uh, this particular time, you know, I got a DUI, and uh, it was pretty bad. You know, a, a lot of things happened. So I know, I know the thought process that takes place, and I just want to remind everybody that it's a, it's a, it's pretty serious business. You know, you could, you could really ruin your life or somebody else's life, uh, you know, by doing this. And and what happens is, you know, you go out to these events and you have a couple beers because you don't want to miss the event. Absolutely not. You know, maybe you couldn't get a designated driver that night and you tell yourself, well, it's cool. I'm going to go anyway because I'm just going to have a couple beers and then I'm yeah. going to wait an hour to hang out with my friends. Right. Know, it'll be fine. So here's what happens. I think that a lot of you who do this probably are okay to drive. You're probably safe to drive. Right. I've seen some of you get in the car when you're not safe to drive. Why are you looking uh, at Susie when you're but I think, But I think a lot of you are safe to drive. But... But what happens is you're you're over the legal limit, yeah. you know, and and you know you forget to turn on your blinker. That stupid little light above your license plate isn't on. Yeah. Any tiny reason to get pulled over, and you get pulled over. Guy smells alcohol in your breath. If he even smells the beer, you're you're guaranteed to get a sobriety test. You blow into that stupid little thing, and let, in California, uh, 07 is the limit. In other words, you're allowed to blow 07. It's pretty low. But if you blow an 08, you're you're over the limit. Right. It's pretty easy to blow an 08. Um, uh, so they even smell it on you. They blow. You're over the limit. Boom. Now you've lost your license for about four months. It's going to cost you about $5,000 in fine and what they call um, drinking awareness class that you have to go to once a week for about, mm, I think I had to go for 30 days. It's a big pain in the ass. You know, you lose your license. And then, so so about about five or six thousand dollars right off the bat, boom. Uh, not to mention whatever it cost it because your car is going to get impounded that night. So you can mm-hmm. tack on about four hundred bucks to that when you got to pick it up the next day. But then you know your insurance goes up, and I'm. A, do you know how long your insurance goes up for? Right about now, in the state of California, five years. I think it's infinity, isn't it? <laughs> Ten years. Ooh, wow. In the state of California, wow. a DUI stays on your record now. When I got mine, it stayed on your record for seven years, and they upped it now. Uh, stays on your record for ten years. That means that means several things. It means you you um, your insurance sees that you have a drunken driving for ten years because they can see your record. Uh, so your your insurance is ridiculously expensive. So I I'm not going to try to do the math on that because we all know where that's going to lead us. But it, we're talking thousands and thousands of dollars over the years. Uh, you know the other thing that happens is that you're on probation for that ten years. 
You're literally on probation. People think it's like a small thing. Oh, it's a little misdemeanor. It's no big deal. Yeah. You're actually on probation, and there's a, that, that means a couple of things. That means you're not even allowed to drive under the limit, That's but right. if you have alcohol in your breath. You so in anything. other words, you get pulled over, you blow a .03, which, by the way, is like getting in the car after you do Listerine. Like after you rinse your mouth out, you're right. likely to blow like a, like a .03. Yeah. You get arrested and a second DUI for that uh, because you're on probation. Also, if you're in the car with another person who gets caught for driving drunk and you're the passenger, you get your second DUI if you're on probation. They'll wow. take you to jail what? for that. It's what? a whole, it opens up, they take away a, a, all kinds of your rights when you're on probation. You are no longer uh, an average citizen. Uh, there's all kinds of things they can do to you when you're on this probation for 10 years. Also within that 10 years, uh, every other DUI you get now, the, the ante goes up. And, and if you get to your fourth, for one, you probably have a drinking problem. So you should deal with that. Yeah. Um, but two, it now becomes a felony. It's a felony offense, which, again, in the state of California is punishable by, I think, up to four years in prison. Not county jail, but prison where people yeah. are doing time. And asses. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're yeah. doing asses yeah, and You're going to get a shiv. So it's a Fleshy slippery shiv. slope, this whole thing. And Thank. what I mean is it's easy. I've done it. You know, It's easy to go to this event and just go, and I know all the excuses, too. Well, i got to work tomorrow. I need my car. Uh, or I can't get a ride back to my car. Or I live 30 miles away, so the cab ride is going to be like 80 bucks. Fine. I know all the excuses. I've done them. I've, I've put them in my own head. I'm just, I'm just reminding you all. 80 it's versus not worth it, man. 5,000. Pay the 80 bucks. Pay that goddamn 80 bucks. Yeah. Lake Havasu City, Arizona. God bless that little shithole. Has a cab service where uh, if you call the cab to get picked up from the bar... They bring you back to your car in the morning for a buck. Maybe it's two bucks, something like that. Uh, but not like the full cab fare, right? You get your That's cab awesome. Home. Yeah. They know. So they awesome. talk to you. They go, how are you going to get your car tomorrow? And in your drunken stupor, you say, hey, i got to get my car to worry. i got to pick me up. And then they come pick you up, and they take you back to your car. Not everybody has that program. Um, but a lot of you have friends, you know. I think you have friends. You should have friends. At least well, one friend. Everybody should have one friend. I hope well, you should. should. <laughs> right. You know. Otherwise, just pay that cab back. And I'm just reminding everybody because I I think that people need a reminder. Because what happens is uh, people get complacent, and the reminder ends up being that you get a DUI. Yeah. And then you're like, man, that was stupid. Well, it's not only the DUI, like you said. It's much more than just a DUI. It's yeah. the classes. It's the insurance. It's, it's the license bullshit. It's oh, yeah, the courts. No. And that becomes the reminder. Yeah. In four counties in California, you get an interlock device. Mm. On the first offense, you know yes. the first offense. Oh, yeah. Wow, wow. good. Yeah. So you got to blow before you can start your car. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty serious stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to. I'm just putting out this PSA because I think it's important that y'all remember it's a lot cheaper to take a cab, and you know, be honest with yourselves. You do this sometimes. You go out to this event. You have three beers in an hour. You're over the limit. You feel fine, but I promise you, you're over the limit. God forbid you get an accident when you do that, and uh, you know you. Kill yourself or somebody You else. hurt somebody? Think about it. Not only have you hurt somebody, all right, maybe some of you can live with that, maybe some of you can't, but your life as you know it is over. It's oh. over. Oh, yeah. You are going to jail for a long, long, long time. You hit a kid, forget it. You're in jail forever. You are now, you go from being average craft beer, homebrew lover, happy-go-lucky guy, everybody's friend, to hardened criminal overnight. Oh, yeah. I mean, you will do real time. So 
that's it. I, I just want. I, I don't. I hope I didn't bore anybody. I just think that we need a reminder from time to time. And this doesn't come. Look, I didn't go get caught drunk, drink driving, so don't uh, don't start the rumor mill or anything else. Yeah. Uh, I just I've I've seen it around me lately, and I thought that we need a reminder uh, to just take the stupid cab. Sometimes I think we need like an interlock device on the mics. Where you have to blow <laughs> I agree with you. under something to be able to speak in the microphone. I totally agree with uh, you. Let's do it. And they, Please. You know, they don't have to go on maybe in the beginning of the show, but like no. by the third segment, oh, yeah. they Easily. turn on. And <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Don't have to take a blood test. Yeah. Or <laughs> right. At 7.30 p.m., they just automatically get They automatically on. go on. Yeah. And then if Jay blows over like a you know point one or whatever, <laughs> the last break plays and then exit the music plays. That's it. Just automatically. Yeah, just automatically. <laughs> Listen, I'm up for that. <laughs> so am I. When the sponsors sign up... I'll just they have to sign the disclaimer that goes, look, your your spots will probably play. But if right. Jay blows over a certain <laughs> limit, the show's over. Spots played or not, and that's you, you that's at your risk. Yeah. He's got no yeah. support. <laughs> yeah. So That'd I like that idea. All right, so just be careful, everybody, all right? And and here's here's why you have to be careful yourself. Because your friends are gonna tell you you shouldn't drive. And you're not gonna listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that most I think we try to listen for the most part. But on that one particular night, that you're just determined to get home. Well, everybody's done it, too. So just, yeah. And that's why I'm saying this. Right. is I'm not trying to single anybody out or right. point the finger. I'm, I'm actually saying it from a guy who's done it. So you're right. We've all done it. And I just want to remind you, yeah. you know, you're going to be responsible. Because all your friends are going to tell you you're not going to listen. That's why I'm saying you need to be responsible for yourself. You know, if you're if you're drunk enough to say things that you wouldn't normally say or <laughs> or hit on that hot broad at the end of the bar and you would never yeah. do that, or you the shouldn't not, be or driving. Or not so hot broad. Or the not so hot broad, yeah. yeah. Whatever it is. Any of those things that you don't normally do until you've had a few, even if it's a small thing, yeah. I guarantee you're over the limit. We should make a list. We, we should, this is what we should do to, to, to help everybody. We should make a list of the of the trigger, sentence triggers. Yeah. As soon as you say these words, <laughs> you know you're... So yeah, how do you know when you're hammered? Yeah, as soon as you go... Right. Hey, I got an idea. Let's go hogging. Mm. Done. You're not driving. Oh, I, I lo- have a feeling this should be tonight's hugging? Twitter game, JP. I, oh, I love JP. <laughs> Done. Yeah. You shouldn't drive. Any no. of the things that... Let, we're, yeah. So make us the list of things that you say when you know you're drunk. Or do. Is that tonight's Twitter's game, Jip? Uh, let me uh, let me think about how to put it in a... All right, you do yeah. that. Oh, yeah. we got time. Uh, when I your g- friends take your keys away. You know, the other easy thing to do, <laughs> folks, is to go on Amazon and, and for, depending on the quality one you want, you know, for like, for like 30 to 80 bucks, you can get one of those little Alcohawk uh, breathalyzers and you keep it in your car, you keep it with you. I got one. And just blow into the thing. And look, if it says 07 and you feel good, you, you, you feel confident, yeah. then... You know, by all means, get yourself home. Uh, you're, but but know that you're borderline right there, okay? And you should just just check yourself because we all think we're fine. And I'm just here to tell you that most of the time you're not. I'm just reminding you that most of the time you're not fine. Make sure you click through our homepage if you do get one on Amazon. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we need a breathalyzer sponsor, man. Just, uh, just call alcohol. You put yeah. a BN logo on that. I, like, I got one of those. They're really good. Listen, I'll tell you what. If they were just, even without money, if they would just give us a bunch, I'd give them away every show. I'd give one away to Drunk of the Week every single show. Oh, easily. Yeah. Give, you know, you win a, you win the BN medal and an alcoholic. Alcoholic breathalyzer because oh, yeah. you probably need it. Complimentary you drunk gift. Ass. <laughs> right. I better get him before you do, Moscow. All right, there you go. <laughs> You're already behind. Oh no. yeah, look at that smartphone. Come on, some punch the button. Come on. Yeah. All right. I hope you take it to heart and tell a friend too. Okay. <laughs> Be careful out there and take care of each other. All right. Uh, hey, JP, are yes, all sir. the NHC regions full? Or Tasty, you might know this too. Tasty probably know. knows better than I. I think do. six I out of ten, or Doc knows. No, no, four out of ten. Four out of ten are full. Hey, but 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 all the ones are really close. I bet there's about four hundred spots left. 
Okay, so BN Army, uh, you know, the club of the year, 2011. If you guys didn't reserve your spots, you know, you can reserve in other regions, and everyone knows it's very controversial. But everyone's doing it right now, so I'm just yep. telling you, we haven't. I haven't put out any information or encouraged the club to go for it again this year oh. since we won. So I'm, I thought you were strategizing and and you know <laughs> stacking the deck as usual, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just I yeah. saw the other day I was getting emails about regions filling up, and I was like. Shit, I didn't even tell the, the, the club that they should probably be entering. <laughs> so, I'm um, just, just a reminder, and this for every, every club, uh, if you want to be in the national competition, find one of the remaining opening regions, and what you do is you reserve a spot, and then you have 24 hours to pay for that spot. Yep. And I think you could even change the entry yes, category, right? Yeah. Style, yes. yeah. So, you know, just reserve a spot and then go back in there and go, okay, this is the style Send I your best to do. Free beer. And so, it's right. only one bottle per entry. So if you're not entering in your local region, the okay. shipping isn't as bad as you might yeah. think. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Great. So you're only shipping one bottle per entry. Exactly. Uh, I've been watching it really close. Yeah. I just think it's hilarious. It's funny. I mean, some of them filled up quick. Yeah. I was scared in the first four hours. I'd say half was done. Easily. And, and then yeah. and then it's just getting more I was worried about getting home at lunch to put I couldn't do it at work. I had to put go <laughs> home at lunch. Am I gonna have enough time to put it into my region what I need to do? Yeah. So did I, you I get into the San Francisco region, Doc? I never intended to. Oh. But you went to another region. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Playing the game. Playing well, the game. Well, well, you know whose game we're playing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the BN game? Absolutely. Multi regions. Yeah. yeah. I think it was somebody else. I think it was everybody's game before it was our game, right? Yeah, but we... Uh, no, just a couple no, clubs, no, actually. No, Doe's uh, always said, no, we're not doing that. Okay. But, so uh, you're entering under the Bring Network? Um, I, it, was get, <laughs> it was getting too close. I just said, you know, I'm just going to... I don't mind shipping it. Everybody has worries about shipping costs and what they're going to do. And I just yeah, said, well, nah, not everyone's not a dentist. Not us, yeah, you got your yeah. like, staff. It's, hey, staff, send this shit out, we? <laughs> it's only one bottle. It's not that bad. Right. So, right. so I just thought I'd like free up. It's only forty other bucks people or whatever. That, I, it was like more about oh. free, freeing up people that were worried about shipping costs. Well, that's and a stuff. good gesture. And okay. I, I'm not shipping to Atlanta, believe me. But uh, hot Atlanta, bro. Hot Atlanta, yeah. exactly. Because I don't want it sitting on, in the hot tarmac for a while. <laughs> All um, right, I got to get going. I got I got more to do because uh, we got guests. I didn't have anything to add about the NHC shipping regions, but I want to talk about Club Night. Ah, do mm. it. Yes, uh, the Brewing Network, your club, is going to have a booth at Club Night in Seattle this year. First time. First time. Uh, so it's going to be really great. The the defending club of the year, Yeah, might I, might I remind everybody. So, but what we need mm. is we need beer from everybody. So if you either live in the Seattle area or you know that you're going to come out uh, to NHC or you know friends that are going, uh, that you, maybe you can throw a keg in the back of their car or on a shipment like a Northern Brewer or whatever... Um, Please do it. Email me, jp at thebringnetwork.com, and tell me you're available to volunteer at the booth. Tell me that you're available to help us pour beer. Uh, but more importantly, tell, tell me that you have beer to pour at our booth. This is your club. Let's do it. Come back to the... I've ran out of shit to say. Is well, because the point well, let is... let me yeah. say, I have beer to pour at the booth. So if you have put put me down. beer Perfect. to pour, then, then, then you're there. So I will, I will... And what I'm I'll in. do is you'll send me the email. I will pass you on to the uh, BN Club Night crew the crew and, are taking uh, care of the logistics we'll like set you all up dispensing yeah. stuff and but shit. we really need beer well, we can get volunteers all the time we need beer so if you have beer even if oh. you're in another club if you're in another official club uh, the Brewing Network is everybody's club yeah so we don't if you want, want to you pour to, then pour yeah we don't want you to not pour at your club right 
But if you're pouring at your club and you got an extra keg or something, you want to pour with your other club. And you know, we know a lot of you have your local clubs, and I think we've made it very clear that we yeah. we love for you to support your local clubs. But since we're kind of like the everybody club, by all means, if you got another keg around, just remember, you know, the BN will be doing its company booth with more beer, like we always do. We'll yep. be acting like assholes in the middle of the of the room. But this is the club booth, so club booth. We need to decorate it. We need yep. a beer there. And do like uh, like well, do like a club. club. Does. Right. <laughs> uh, we'll also have a hospitality suite also. So if you want your beer poured, uh, you know, the BN to pour your beer at hospitality night. Oh, yeah. We'll have one a, of our we'll shifts of hospitality. Shift there, yeah. Um, which is always going to be fun. So, yeah. Uh, let me know, JP at thebrewingnetwork.com, if you have any beer. Um, even if you can't figure out a way to get it to us, let me know, and we can probably work something out for you because we, we have quite a few people, you know, lined up. So maybe you can pair some. All right. Perfect. There you go. All right. Uh, hit the Amazon link in the homepage if you're going to shop at Amazon. Uh, it doesn't really change anything for you, but it, it does give us some cash over here. And I've we, done that lately. Uh, thanks, Doc. Yeah. yeah appreciate that. Uh, you can even save it. A lot of people save it as their Amazon bookmark, and we'd appreciate that. You can shop in the BN store. Uh, I've got new merch on the way. Uh, you know, I know a couple sizes are out right now, but we got more coming. Uh, new iPhone and Android apps. Uh, just search BN Mobile in the Android market or in iTunes. You can watch all this right now live on justin.tv slash brewing network. Subscribe and join the BN Army. You're entered into our monthly more beer donation giveaway. And that's a $100 gift certificate uh, every uh, every month that we give away. So we send out that email to the winner. It's just a random drawing. The more you donate, the more names you get into the hat. All this can be found on Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> send show ideas to Scott the Jew over at scott at thebrewingnetwork.com and send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Twitter game is things that you say that identifies you as too drunk. Okay, so just send the best us, I could do in, in such like, short. What tips off your friends? Right, and yeah, okay. we'll take the best one and so, give away the prize. It'll like example. Hey, let's climb on the roof of this place. <laughs> You're too drunk, yeah. and you should be put I'll, away. I'll climb down the gutter. Yeah. Yes. I want to be I friends with the humans. Yeah. Uh, all right, and well, I think we've got some uh, Boulder beer swag from the first appearance uh, that we had canceled on the on the poor guys uh, to give away. So uh, tonight's Twitter winner will win some good swag. Yeah. All right, it's time to talk to uh, one of our AHA candidates. You know, it's that time of year again where we're our, uh, we're voting for and electing our American Homebrewers Association committee members. And I'm on the governing committee now. I've got another uh, year left in my term, I think. So you're going to sweat in this time? Uh, yeah, no, I don't have to. I, I can work on the real problems this year because I, <laughs> I don't have to campaign yeah. Uh, right, so we better start collecting money for next year. <laughs> That's right for the campaign. Justin's yes. pack committee. Uh, it's yeah. very expensive. I'm going to do a tour. I've, I've got to go to Ohio. We're a big old tour, yes. For sure. Is it Ohio? That's the big caucus, Moscow. That the one that's most important. Iowa, that's Iowa, not Ohio. Whatever. Those states are exactly the same to me. They're like on top of each other, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Iowa. That's right. I got to do well in the Sets Iowa the caucus. Yes. Yeah. Iowa caucus. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we've got uh, seven candidates this time, uh, all vying for three spots, and they're all great candidates. We've been interviewing them each week. Here's uh, Bruce Berger. Bruce, am I pronouncing your last name right? You are pronouncing it correct, sir. Thank you. Bruce, where are you from? I am from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin area. All right. Good old Milwaukee. All right. I love it. Did and Bruce out? is running for the AHA. How long have you been homebrewing, Bruce? I've been homebrewing since 97. So, uh, for a little while now. <laughs> so, yeah, that is a little. What got you into it? Well, um, I was bartending, uh, and one day, uh, in college, and one day one of the cocktail waitresses came in and was talking about it, and I said, you can do that? I'm like, wow, okay, cool. 
And uh, it just stuck with me. And finally, when I got my first house in uh, in '97, I decided to give it a try, and been, haven't looked back since. Was the cocktail waitress hot, or was she a mess? Uh, she was a little older, but there were uh, plenty of other ones that uh, kept me. I wanted to come back to work, that's for sure. You must be still friends with her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell me more. Yeah, she's, that was his mom. He married her. Yeah. <laughs> she's a little older. That was his mom. <laughs> right. <laughs> and now, what do you brew on now, Bruce? you an all-grain brewer? Um, I'm an all-grain and extract, actually. I've got, uh, I have the luxury of having two brewing systems, actually. Nice. Um, I have a wonderful, wonderful wife. Um, she supports my hobby like you would not believe, but she, the other thing, she, she doesn't drink a drop of my beer. Oh, she doesn't oh my like God. beer. So in this wow. case, it's good to have a wife that doesn't like beer. You get to keep your home. Beer. Yeah, oh. it is. Yeah. So she uh, she let me remodel the basement. I got a nice uh, big hundred thousand BTU burner hooked up into the natural gas downstairs. Wow! So I can go ahead and I can brew indoors during the cold of winter. And then uh, she also got me a top tier system so uh, I can brew outdoors in the summertime and not stink up the house. Fantastic! That's a good. It's mm-hmm. a good lady you got there. Well yeah. done. Stink up the house. Awesome. Now, did you enter beer into the national homebrew competition this year? I'm thinking about it. I got one. I know that uh, the entries opened up the other day. I was going to look at it last night, but uh, just didn't get it in. So I'll, I'll, I'll have bet to check after we're done here and see if there's any openings still. Yeah, I'll bet out. you have 12 hours before they close yep. it up. Maybe, no. maybe 24. All right. Now, have you really? been to the uh, Have you been to the national conference before? Twice. I've been there in uh, Minneapolis, and then I went to San Diego, and yes, I do have tickets for Seattle. boy, Well done. Sweet. <laughs> All right. So tell us why you want to be on the governing committee. Well, uh, I really want to kind of help, uh, I want to help homebrew clubs out um, a lot. Um, that's, that's my big thing. I've been working with the Barons now since uh, 2006, and uh, uh, I met Crispy, uh, Chris Fry, at uh, the Minneapolis-St. Paul um conference and uh, i was at the meeting and he said okay how many people here have been incorporated or have insurance in the club and i'm expecting this to raise my hand and everybody was gonna you know raise their hands too and lo and behold i was the only one in the room that had raised their hand okay. um and then chris chris pointed his finger at me and said i want to talk to you i'm like okay what i do <laughs> um because when we came to the barons uh, a group of us came uh, you know into becoming officers at the time we all thought that the barons were light years behind with getting insurance and incorporation and protecting from liabilities and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so we made a mad dash scramble to get that done. So we've gone through the 501c7 process. You know, we've done the bylaws. Uh, we've done the insurance, you know, liability insurance, officer insurance, and insurance for loss, too, as well. Um, whenever I go to the conference and I go to some of the meetings, um, especially the AHA one, there tends to be a lot of questions around that. So that's one area I definitely think I'd be able to help on for sure. Yeah, that's been a big topic in my two years on the board, actually, that that, that comes up all the time because uh, clubs really want to protect themselves from the, the liability issues. And so many, in fact, I don't know, I might just be throwing this number out there, but I would say like in the 98 percentile are not uh, insured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a big topic I, to figure out how to help homebrew clubs do this kind of in mass, you know, rather than just a club like yours who figured it out on your own. So that would be a real asset to the board, man, that your information is pretty valuable. I would love to help that out. As a matter of fact, we're kind of pondering doing it a second time now um, because we also have a beer festival, the World of Beer Fest. By the way, tickets now on sale, everybody. Sorry, shameless plug. That's all right. Um, But uh, the primary benefactor of our World of Beer Festival 
Bitter Beer Festival is the newly established Midwest Brewer Scholarship Fund that we're starting up. Basically, what people can do is they can apply, aspiring brewers can apply and, for the scholarship and they can use it towards the belt. So what we're looking to do now is to actually kind of possibly, we're, we're weighing our, our, our uh, stuff here, we're possibly thinking about spinning that off as a 501c3 so people can also do tax donations to that one too as well. C7 isn't necessarily sales tax exempt. But the uh, C3 would be, and that would help out that, uh, that scholarship program and would open it up to uh, donations from, uh, say, larger corporations and breweries and so forth like that. So. Great idea. Well, you're yeah. already very active in your own club, it sounds like, and that's kind of what we need on the board is, is people who get in there and, and got to make it happen. That's part, you know, the board is, is uh, we advise. You know, we don't really make mm-hmm. decisions necessarily. We advise. And if the advice is coming from people who really go out and figure it out and make it happen, well, then it's all the better rather than just throwing out ideas that have never been proven. So, uh, Bruce, I like your resume, man. It sounds good. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it, and I hope to be uh, working with you in the future. That sounds... I, I hope so, too. I will endorse Bruce Berger this week, ladies Yay! and gentlemen. I'm endorsing Bruce awesome. Berger. Yeah. Now, and, am, I the, am, I, am I the last candidate that you're interviewing no, through the process here? Moscow, what do we got? Is it Bruce la- I don't we know. got one more. We got one more, yeah. so... Oh, darn. Sorry, Bruce. <laughs> your endorsement would carry through then to the end. So. <laughs> right. No, it's, yeah, you, you're going to get trumped next week by my next endorsement, unfortunately. Well, you, you don't know. Until we talk to them, and that's he, true. I might not endorse them, Bruce. Yeah. You don't know. He did say this oh, week. Okay. <laughs> you can go to homebrewersassociation.org uh, right now, and and actually, I, I think the voting has begun. Uh, at the very least, there's a profile of each of the candidates that are running all seven, and now we've spoken to six of them. Uh, and you can kind of go back there and remind yourself of who they are. Of course, you have to be a homebrewers association member to vote, and I think you should be a member. You can sign up for that through the Brewing Network by clicking the AHA logo, and that helps us out, too. Um, and anyway, uh, there you go. Bruce Berger, everybody, uh, from Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin, might make it to the board with with me this year. So uh, I'm, open. I'm open, guys. All right, good luck, Bruce, and thanks for spending time with us, man. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a good one. Talk to you later. All right, brother. Later. Bye-bye. There you go. Sounded like he said, no. fuck you later. <laughs> I thought so, which, too, but then I, which, I thought, I'm just paranoid. Okay, I later. wish that was his sign-off. Yeah, fuck you later. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, he really? probably did say that, but, yeah. you know, it's kind of mold. So, no, I, if he did, he's got my vote. That's it. <laughs> I, like that I, I, I joined the AHA just to, just to vote for him. That's a standard farewell in Milwaukee, apparently. Yeah, yeah that's All right. right. <laughs> fuck you later. Fuck you later. Uh-huh. I like that we interview all these guys. Yeah, I think, it's a good time. You know, and, it's and girl. Oh, it's really cool. And girl, and sorry, girl. sorry. Thank you, Susie. Thank you, Moscow. Makes wow. it seem important. That's good. I'm such a gender racist. You are otherwise known as a chauvinist, you know, but I prefer <laughs> gender. Yeah, you know, we're, we're still yeah. going to jump on the bandwagon of of the winner. So, oh yeah, and we'll say that it was all we, due we to, endorsed it. To, yeah, 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 everybody, yeah, so well, you can't is. lose. I can right. I can pull the clip of you endorsing them and the, right. the proofs in the pudding. This is my whole life, Susie. This is how I, I do everything. Every beer, every brewery is my favorite brewery, and that way when they win, see, I told you. I told <laughs> oh, a fan of theirs. So glad they won. I've been saying they're great since the day I interviewed them. Oh yeah, awesome beer, yeah. awesome <laughs> ideas. It's great. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, good luck to all the candidates, and we've got one more next week. So uh, if you want to hold out on your vote until the very end, you can listen to each one of them. And well, I think you should. There'll still be time to vote. Yep. You should hold out. Yeah. Because you don't know what these other people have to offer. You know, what's cool about this participation that we've had in these elections over the last three years, I think it is now, is that the 
uh, number of members voting has really skyrocketed. Oh, wow. And uh, and I love seeing that because it's a club, right? So you should get involved. Yeah. And so it's nice to see everybody getting out there and voting. And I hope we break the record of voters yet again. And I know that Gary uh, over at the AHA hopes for that, too. They really want you guys to be voting for the people you want to be there. Well, yeah. now, now we've actually talked to people. So it's not you just voting for some name. You don't know what he's about. But we, right. we've, we've heard him. Yeah. Do you think, is, can anybody be impeached from the board? Like, no, because uh, you, you there, haven't been. Is there uh, some offense you, I could do? Obviously not, because you're still on it. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. I mean, That's a good question. I've said the N-word. I've, uh, I'm a chauvinist. I'm a dog racist. Uh, I, I announced true. that last week that yeah. I don't like little dogs. Uh, you is that a, a racist You got a BJ dog? from that one intern. Right, you know? I am not an intern anymore, Scott. <laughs> right, but you at will the, always be at the right. time you were. The yeah. only difference between you and Anderson, you and the rest of the board members, is we all know it now. <laughs> They're just not, uh, you know, saying it. Sure, yeah. yeah, they're smarter than me. Exactly. They don't do the radio I think, show. Bullshit. I think uh, you know the little board meeting you guys have during NHC or whatever. If you walked into the room with your balls out, yeah, actually, no, you probably still would oh, get fired. I don't think okay, they fire okay. me. Okay. Walk in there naked. <laughs> I still don't think they fire. People me. would vomit. Granted, they granted, wouldn't get. It's, it's hard to fired. embarrass the. Uh, it's offensive. It is. I'm going to tell it, you right now. It's offensive, but is it impeachable? I don't think it is. And I'm going to tell you, I, this committee's pretty cool. Most of them would high five me for yeah. doing that. They're nice. I mean, there'll be a few. You know, the ones that also they, they don't like my language and what, things like that. What, which ones? There'll be Call a them few. Out. Those girl kind of guys. <laughs> I don't even know who they are. I just know that there, there's the occasional hum about my language. Well, there's but, there's got to be. If you take a, you know, you have 20 people in there, you know, your ratio of people who like you is very low anyway. Right. So you can apply that to any situation, and, and you're good. You know, Chris Graham's on the committee, and he's also. A sponsor, and I bet if I walked in there naked, he'd be one of the high fivers. Yeah, but then he'd be aggressively <laughs> purelling right after that. <laughs> yeah, his eyes. After you slapped Johnny, would he double his sponsorship? <laughs> right. well, it's- on the same token, there'd probably be Perel out at everybody's station before right. you walked in naked. I would be sure of it. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't do that to people without putting an adequate amount of Purell. You know, you, you got to. Is it adequate? Is it just a visual a thing? It's a tough. With, yeah. the per, with the with the Perel out there is now just a visual. <laughs> That's right. I would be. I'll. I'll put it to a vote this year. I will. When when we go to the committee, I'll waste everybody's time by oh, asking yeah. what does. What, how far does one have to go to be uh, impeached? Impeached. Well, f- screw the question. Just go in naked. <laughs> just Let's yeah, go right for it. Come on. Are we going to wait a year? Come on. Try to find I, out. I think Seattle total nakedness. What do you think? <laughs> you, from the get go, you just roll yeah. in. You set the precedent God. now. Listen, I, I don't even like myself naked. I don't want to do that. Just say you're people. Sasquatch. You're sitting with behind. You're sitting behind the booth. They don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah, brewing with Bigfoot. You're getting into the yeah. into the spirit. I don't think. I don't think just naked would do. I think I'd have to do the tuck. You know the silence. Of, I think I'd have to walk in naked with the with the silence of the lamb tuck. That might get me. Mm. No, and you have to talk. Funny that might do. Too. <laughs> that might do it. Yeah. They'll just think you didn't want to rub your balls against the chair. That's all. That's true. But I'm committed to that committee. I wouldn't do be. that during our. Or I would show up five minutes early for that. I wouldn't waste the committee's time. With, trying to get impeached. Trying to get impeached. Well, you're a good man. Though, Actually, right? it's better if you show up on, like one minute late. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Then I'm taking the the valuable time of our members nice. and our and our. <sighs> All right, go to homebrewersassociation.org and okay. vote and do things. All right, um, our Twitter game's out there. We're gonna have to push feedback back um, no. to the end. <laughs> and uh, we always do that. I know it has to happen yeah. because uh, we got to take a break right now. When we come back, we're gonna talk to uh, Jeff Brown, uh, who is the All right. president of Boulder Beer Company. 
And I'll tell you what. Why don't we just get out some Boulder beer and start tasting it? We'll, we'll get yeah. primed for Jeff and uh, talk all about Boulder beer when we come back. You're listening to the session. Hang in there. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, more beer social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your home brew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read Read your way to better homebrew. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now, it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams Malt Extract. 
Their new SnapLock stainless steel camlock fittings will make connecting your pump or heat exchanger quick and easy. Or check out their exclusive paintball tank-based draft beer equipment. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. This Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Brewing up our next batch of radio gold right now. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks for sticking with us through the break. Don't forget about our sponsor today, morebeer.com. You can go check them out and been supporting us for a long time. I should have Jeff Brown on the line. We were having some Skype issues earlier. Let's see if we sorted it out. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Justin. I am on the line. I can hear you. It sounds all right. It's a little... Okay, well... uh... Hello, everyone. Thanks for being on the show, Jeff. I'm sorry we had to reschedule you, but I appreciate you taking the time to come back. Yeah, that uh, little sketchy hotel that I was staying in, that uh, they, they kind of said they had an internet connection. Not really. <laughs> right. So I appreciate you rescheduling. No, apparently you travel like the Brewing Network. You stay in uh, really ghetto, sketchy hotels. Good job. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> if, it, if it's more than $50, $57 uh, a night, I, I can't say this. <laughs> this from the president of, uh, of Boulder Beer Company. That's a good man right there. You know, it's 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 always better to spend your money on beer than a hotel room. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, uh, of course. Your your family. Are, are you married, Jeff? I am married. Yeah. I, I've got a twenty twenty six year old son. Wow. All right. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff's been around for a while. I just was thinking that you know it's good for the company that you stay in those sleazy hotels, but your wife probably makes you shower before you uh, come. You know, get to bed. All or my clothes to door, have yeah. to get burned out back before I come <laughs> into the house. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, now, Jeff, how long have you been with Boulder uh, Beer Company? I have been with the brewery since 1990, although I've been drinking a beer since uh, just after they got started in 1979. The first beer I had was on a patio in uh, in Boulder. It was, uh, it was their porter. Um, that they had hand delivered in the back of uh, back of stick where the uh, one of the original brewers one of the one of the founders in the back of his truck in a wooden uh, crate with twenty four bottles of porter. Wow! So was, yeah. All right. Yeah. So the brewery's been around since seventy nine. Which I don't know if it's any kind of coincidence that the American Homebrewers Association started in Boulder in nineteen seventy nine. <laughs> were they friends with Charlie at that time? I imagine the founder. Yes, they were. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think it's a coincidence at all, is it? Yeah, no, it, I don't think so. I will be honest with you, Jeff. You know, it does surprise me. Uh, I've been in the craft beer industry for I don't know about seven years now, so I, I consider myself still relatively new. And when I hear about a craft brewery that's been around since '79, I feel even newer because I I, I honestly thought it was all just American light lager back then. You know. 
I it it, it was uh, you you really had to go a stretch. I owned a couple of restaurants uh, back in the early eighties, and and in fact, one of uh, the restaurants that I owned, we were the original one of the original sponsors of the Great American Beer Fest that started in Boulder in nineteen eighty two. Oh wow! Kind of had twenty breweries and you know. 50 some styles of beer and from there it's you know 680 breweries and i don't know how many different different beers they have but it's it's in the thousands so yeah it uh yeah boulder's boulder's kind of been a been a little hot spot for brewing since uh, way back uh, way back in the day so yeah we're pretty lucky um, yeah it's it probably has something to do with the water and yeah yeah, and and some other herbals that were here. You know, <laughs> That's what I was going to say. But <laughs> you beat me to it. Seasonings got their start here. So. Well, Boulder has has been known for their fresh lavender field, I think. <laughs> yes, and, and I think that's good that yeah. you attribute that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 all good. And yeah, we were actually uh, we were the forty third um, license in uh in the country 43rd brewery to be operating in 1979 so we're 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 the oldest operating brewery to open after prohibition okay oh that's pretty impressive yeah so yeah now now there's 1800 odd breweries out there today with a bunch more in the planning stages so that's great and it really has grown but that kind of brings me you know to my my next question and i know you weren't uh, with the company in 79 but uh it's it, it seems like a risky business to open i mean without another craft brewery around to be teaching people about what craft beer is uh you know your company was one of the first to do that and I'm just curious about the climate and if people, you know, was it as risky as I think it is or did, was it an instant success? Was it difficult? It, uh, it's as risky as you would think it was. Okay. Hmm. The, uh, you know, it, the, it, this, it wasn't rocket science and, and beer isn't rocket <laughs> science, but these right. two guys were actually rocket scientists. Oh, they, they they were they were professors at uh, at Colorado University. One was an astrophysicist. The other was uh, was a, was a physicist who um, has since gone on to do a lot of great things in in weather telemetry and other stuff. But um, no, it was risky. These guys got into it. They had mortgaged their houses. Yeah, wow. they were really really on the edge because they. they they were successful, but they had never planned to be successful, and financially, they'd never positioned themselves to have the the, albeit small growth, but still fairly significant growth, way beyond being homebrewers. Right, and so they um, uh, eventually needed an exit strategy because they wanted to keep their day jobs as, as professors. This was a hobby that just kind of took off, and, and they, they loved it. They, they still stop in the brewery every week. They, they, you know, they're just they're tremendous people. Uh, but they needed an exit strategy, so they got involved with a private equity group that then looked at taking them public and did so in 1982 in the uh, penny stock market um, and then built the brewery that we currently are in in 1984. And about 1985-86, David and Stick, 
the original founders stepped away from from ownership of the brewery. Okay. And it, was, it existed as a publicly held company until 1990 when we um, entered into the picture, and it's been privately held since then. Now, I don't. I'm not asking this question to pry. I more want to be proud of those two uh, those two uh, founders and and ho- and wish them well. Did they step away, wealthy men, uh, be after founding this great company and then and then getting that IPO to kind of fund them? Uh, they did not. Oh, bummer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It. Um, they. 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 They stepped away, but uh, they didn't. Didn't have anything following them after that. So. Okay. Well, you got to remember back in uh, seventy nine, eighty, eighty one. We were in. We were in uh, the recession. Still. Okay. Yeah. And. Oh yeah. It. It was. Business was tough. Uh, things were not looking up. Uh, you were lucky to have a job, just like now. Yeah, I well, see. even today, beer manufacturing is not like a real lucrative business. I mean, no, I just was thinking nobody's rushing the, to invest in that. That the IPO itself would have, been, because it was publicly traded, that there might be enough accumulation of. of they probably funds. had more debt than they had. If, if, if it was seven years later, yeah, in '97, they would just they would have walked away a lot more handsome than they were now, but. Uh, they they got it going and it was in a tough time and as, as Tasty said, yeah, there's not a lot of profit in beer anyway. Sure, but, but yeah, kind of they they got the forefront, they got the thing going. Well, it sounds like you fund Jeff. By the way, you got a room full of uh, co-hosts here, so you'll get lots of questions from guys tonight. Uh, well, excellent, excellent. But uh, you did say that they were able to fund the brewery expansion out of the IPO. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they were able to expand from essentially what was in a, a twenty by twenty room that was converted from an old goat shed. Hmm. They had one of the one of the partners in it who wasn't so much on the on the brewing side, uh, but he owned a ranch. Oh, in Hygiene, Colorado, which is about 15 miles north and a little bit east of Boulder, but mainly uh, mainly north. And that that's where they opened up the original production facility. And it was it was a goat shed. They just put up uh, put up paneling and, and just started <laughs> brewing in a, in a little five barrel system. Okay. And from there, then they expanded that to a larger facility before they moved into. Uh, to the 2880 Wilderness Spot where we currently reside. You know, one of the things I love about doing the show yeah. is, you know, we do interview a lot of brewers, and uh, we, we always get something uh, new out of it, mm-hmm. and I've never heard of a brewery that opened in a goat shed before today. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so this is and, new for and us. And you won't hear of too many. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, I've heard, certainly, of, you know, uh, dairy equipment yeah, and farm equipment, but not literally opening in a... Uh, in fact, I don't think I knew that goat sheds existed before this conversation. I didn't know you had to have a specific goat <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Was yeah. the town hygiene? I heard hygiene. Now yes. The, that's got to be the cleanest city in the world. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Hygiene, Colorado. Wow. Yeah. It's. Uh, I'm moving there. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's, it's in a bubble. If, if, when you're going through the town, it, I mean, it literally is one of those towns that, that can't be more than. Yeah, ten square blocks. Right. Wow. Imagine how embarrassing for the townspeople if it's filthy. It can't be filthy. Like they, it's not allowed to be filthy. Yeah. This section of the road sponsored by Hygiene Colorado. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like Pleasantville. <laughs> I like it. Makes me feel good. Uh, speaking of hygiene, Jeff, we're drinking this uh, sweaty Betty, uh, Betty Blonde of yours. It's a uh, 
See, it's a Hefweizen. Yeah, it's yeah. Really good. How, how do you like it? I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice little, it's a nice little Hefeweizen. German yeast, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Weinstefaner. Okay. Good job. You didn't puss out with these American wheat beer yeah, yeasts yeah, on yeah. your Hefeweizen. No, it's yes. a real Hef. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and you know probably most of the beers that uh, that Andy dropped off to you to uh, to sample this evening, they're a little bit a uh, little bit outside of what you would you would say that the norm is, and that's kind of how we've tried to tried to take a look at some of these beers is to say you know yeah okay here's a particular style, but do we really want to be an American wheat? No, we don't. So no. Let's, Let's go after this other. Okay. Good for you. Now, what were the beer styles back in, in 79? Back in the day, they um, had a, a, a stout, an ESB, a porter, and then a few, probably probably in 81, they developed an extra pale ale. So David and Stick had traveled to Europe. They're pretty much the styles that they had fallen in love with and, and mm-hmm. took up homebrewing were British style ales. Okay. So the original beers that they were brewing were, for the most part, influenced by their time in Europe and they were British style ales. Um, and and at, at that point in time, they were big assertive beers. Yeah. Oh, I, I believe it. It's kind there of this. Were a lot also, of this other things to go to go off of. I I did uh, in one of my restaurants. I did eighty beers from around the world in nineteen eighty three, and it was tough in Colorado finding eighty beers from around the world that weren't just all, you know, the same domestic lagers that were available in every restaurant in town. Sure. It's kind of this classic story that that we hear often, uh, where you get some travelers like your founders who taste. You know, kind of their eyes are opened about beer that they can get that has a lot of flavor, and then they come back to the states and they can't find it anymore. It doesn't exist, so they they do it themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, you know, and is your porter? I'm thank, reading in my thank notes. Jimmy Carter. Thank Jimmy Carter. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now I'm reading in my notes that your porter is the same recipe as it was back in '79. It was yes, yeah, and and yeah. So it's it. Other than there's one other porter that's been continuously brewed for as long as ours. Yingling, of course, has been brewing it for you know much much longer than we have. But it's uh, the second longest uh, brewed continuously brewed porter in the country. Got it. I want to interview some of these guys, not the brewers, because we've now we've talked to a couple of these brewers who have been around for for a long time. I want to talk to some of these drinkers that have been around. I want to talk to the guys who all of their buddies were drinking uh, American light lager. And these other guys, this, this obviously uh, decent-sized population of people were buying Yingling Porter and right. were buying Boulder beer and, and enough, buying enough of it to, to let these companies grow. Uh, but they were really yeah, now, especially in California. Yeah. Let's face it, we are no longer the exception. We're the rule. I mean, we're really. Uh, I mean, in our community, it's hard to find someone who doesn't drink craft beer. That's true. Back then, it was just so rare, right? Like you'd go, you'd yeah. show up with a porter, and people probably looked at you like you were an alien. Right. Oh yeah. Like oh, you need to have some special drink to nurture yourself yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah, what's that can of oil you're drinking over there? <laughs> yeah, I am a really robot. Strong. <laughs> yeah. What was your packaging back in '79? Tell us about your package, Jeff. Back in '79. Well, well, my, well, my package was was pretty big. Man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Big Tell us about that package. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, it was. Uh, it really was. It was a wooden crate. 
and Boy. Julius Hummer, who was David Hummer's son, yeah. would had a branding iron, a Boulder Beer branding iron, and he would brand Boulder Beer on all these wooden crates. <laughs> and these cool. guys would put them in 24 bottles at a time, hand label them, and then kind of just go around town and sell them. And the deposit on the, the crate was actually more expensive than the beer that they were selling. Okay. <laughs> what sounds funny about this to me the most, and it just really goes to show how narrow my view of the world is, mm. he, it sounds like he's describing the Old West. And I was alive during this time. It was 79. But it, it, to me, it just sounds like I'm watching a Western. They right? had a brand. <laughs> we had to wait for the Wells Fargo truck to come into town. Right. And distribute it all to the mining towns. Yeah, we're one, one of the one of the big kind of uh, summertime events up here in Boulder, and I and I have to admit, I was never there, but I've I've seen plenty of videos and plenty of pictures. It was an event by the homebrewers, and it was called Beer and Steer, and they would go up into uh, oh probably about 20 miles up into the hills outside of Boulder and for a three day weekend there would be music and the homebrewers were all there and drinking out of mason jars and, and just having a, having the time of their life and then there was a big cookout that's where the steer part came in okay <laughs> that would yeah it, sure. in terms of beef so right it, yeah <laughs> it, it was a beer and beef event Jeff we have to revive this event this sounds fantastic oh, pretty good yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like uh, it's like Woodstock for homebrewers. It sounds yes. Like. Oh, it was, it was. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It's pretty hilarious watching those videos. <laughs> that sounds great. And w- now, brown glass bottles back then. Is that brown glass bottles? Okay. Um, long necks. Okay. I'm yeah. um, very, you know, kind of almost, um, maybe maybe a half a wrap around the bottle. All right. Yeah. And very little. Um, in terms of government warning. Oh, right. You didn't have oh, yeah. to warn uh, pregnant ladies? almost or? nothing to do with government warning on the labels back then. Back in the, But then how did, preg- yeah, how did pregnant women... Not know. <laughs> or uh, how did... How was supposed to drink? Yeah, how else was I, am I supposed to know not to operate heavy machinery? I, know. I wouldn't yes. have known otherwise. Or that it might impair your vision. Right. right. Who said that? <laughs> uh, did you guys have a bottling line, or was it more by hand? Uh, oh no! It was uh, it, well. It, it was it was kind of the 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 um, old Mahine type of you know you set it up. It's hand bottling. There was okay. no bottling line. Our first bottling line that we acquired was uh, at, at, at the brewery. It actually, came out of the Coors Brewing Company pilot system. We had a very good relationship in in the early '80s, and and we still do. But had a very good relationship with Coors Brewing Company, and and they gave us a bottling line that existed probably till about nineteen from 1984 till 1995, um, and and then we upgraded from, from it was a, it was it was an old German line, it was an H and K. Uh, and then we've since upgraded to a, a much, much more state-of-the-art Crohn's bottling line. But, okay. Yeah. No, the original ones, it was hand-filling. All right. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, they, they, they would have to hand-wash the bottles. I mean, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it wasn't much more than um, 
a little bit more of an automated homebrewing system. Okay. I'm telling you, I'm such an idiot about this stuff. I picture some guy, like, in a stationary bicycle in the corner. Like, he's moving the belt that the bottles are moving on. <laughs> they don't even have electricity in my mind's eye. Like Lucy and, Lucy and Ethel. Kind of it might not be that much different, honestly. Well, and the, it, was a, it was a Coors Old bottling line that they were willing to give these guys who were, like, the brand new upstart brewery in town. Like, Sure. Know, they didn't necessarily, like, you know want to sabotage them, but at the same time, it was something that they weren't actively using anymore, it doesn't sound like. That's right. what I was going to say. Jeff describes it like a friendship. I think they were trying to fuck you guys, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, here, let's just coat it in Britannomyces before we send it over. Great. Yeah. You know. We're, we're going to give them this machine, and they're going to go broke before they can you know, before they can actually get anything in a bottle. No, I'm, I'm right. joking, but it's pretty amazing, because new breweries were kind of unprecedented, and for a big production brewery like Coors to kick down some some equipment like that is pretty awesome. Yeah, they must. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were great. They 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 actually brought their technicians in and they helped set the set the bottling line up and and they really wanted it to uh, to be successful. About that same time, the big brewers were starting to feel the uh, pressure from the feds on increasing excise tax. They started to see well, maybe if we help some of these small brewers out. Then that'll play into our favor, and the, the feds will see there's job creation, and they don't have to go after uh, after the big guys to continue to um, up the ante on the excise tax. So yeah, the little guys to go after early them. on. The the big brewers saw that there was a huge upside to having a local voice and local representation of small brewers and being able to to help fight the big government. You know, I like hearing things like this, too, and they, and they come out more often lately. Yeah. I think some of the big breweries are starting to work a little more with the smaller breweries. You know, it's easy to tell the story about how it's David and Goliath, and, and that's been helpful for craft beer. Sure, And sells, I think a lot of it is true on the distribution level. Yep. You know, we've all watched the movie Beer Wars, and we can kind of see the, the battle for shelf space. But more often, I, lately I'm hearing these stories of how, you know, there's been a lot of working together that doesn't get talked about. That's true, especially yeah, especially on the on the brewing side. Yeah, and, I mean you know more they, the brewers. Yeah. yeah, they came in and helped them set up their bottling line to this little upstart you know brewery. It's a win win for everybody. You, you don't think of a giant company coming in and doing that. And even now, you know, I, I know you know Coors. And I think A and B also they do a lot with home brewers and they 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 help small craft brewers and home brewers right. with a lot of research and they lean up. You know, it's a, it's very symbiotic. That yeah. Way. The Brewing Network, on the other hand, I make all of our guests sign a waiver. Jeff's not allowed to do any other beer shows for five years. Right. Uh, we don't We don't like to support anything except for ourselves. <laughs> and even then, we're kind of iffy <laughs> we're, on that. Yeah, sometimes yeah. we don't even do that. We're not, right, we yeah. don't even know how. Yeah. <laughs> right. Can you imagine shipping a bunch of equipment to like an upstart podcast? Like, hey, we want to do beer. Here's some mics. Here's oh, some I, headphones. I couldn't imagine. How bad? <laughs> I do hand out advice every now and then, but that's about Bad as far advice. As like, yeah. the, like, don't do it. Yeah, but you bill for consultant hours, right? That's right. Now, I wanted to... Ch- do we have this this uh, porter, this this old recipe we do. porter? We're pouring some hazen infused right now, but we can bust it out. Well, that's okay. We can stick with the haze. I just... Before Jeff goes, I want to talk about this uh, porter, too, that's been around. Uh, now, Jeff, what does your day-to-day look like being the president of a, of a brewing company? A lot of times we talk to the brewers, um, so I'm just curious, you know, what the business aspect is for you. Well, you know, for for me, it's um, there. There, there's a fair amount of travel involved. Um, yeah, I would say as a 
um, being somebody that's involved with a restaurant as part of a brewery, um, there's a fair amount of my time gets gets spent with working with the management staff of the pub. Okay. So that that sometimes can can kind of uh, you know take up a little bit of the day. But w- what I really enjoy being involved with is the the fact that I can kind of kind of work with the financial side of the business, spend some time there, work with sales and marketing, and then spend some time working with David Zuckerman, who's the brewmaster, okay. on brewing in the facilities. So you know, my it, it's uh, we. We everybody at the brewery wears a lot of a lot of hats. Very cross functional team. Okay, um, but uh, but I, yeah, I there there isn't a day that I um, could say is typical. Okay, well that's it, good for you. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it's a, it's a ton of fun. I mean, uh, the people that you get involved with. Uh, beer is. It, Beer is a fun beverage to be involved with. There's there's never a a, a, a day where yeah I kind of look at it and say oh, gosh wish I could be doing something else. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> right. Jeff, it's either this or bottled water, dude. So take your pick. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. You know how many how many you know how many jobs can you say? Oh, I got to drink beer at nine o'clock in the morning. Dang. I'll bet there's twice you've gone. Oh shit! Well, I think there's well, yeah. only two jobs. There's unemployment, right? That allows you to drink at nine o'clock <laughs> yeah. in the morning, and yeah. there's this yeah. industry or long haul yeah. truckers. <laughs> Either right. one. Yeah. Most of the time, it's yeah. And it's a couple times like, oh, I'll just do it. It's a good job that you have. It's, it's all good. Oh well, you know, it's, it's it's our drug policy at the brewery is you don't have to do them if you don't want. To. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Andy smelled funny when he showed up. <laughs> showed up here, Jeff. Why well, don't think he hasn't showered? I didn't want to say anything, but uh, <laughs> now, Jeff, were you a home brewer before you started working? Uh, not before I got involved with the brewery. Okay. Um, I, 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 you know, I've, I, I've, I've home brewed and I, I've, I've done a few recipes, but I find that it's much better left to the experts. Right. That's why I keep Tasty and Doc around over here in, in, the, in my <laughs> homebrew world. It's in case I need a beer, I leave it up to the experts. Keep you on track. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. I I just fell in love with uh, I fell in love with beer at an early age. Um, Twenty one. I'm sure. What's that? Twenty one. By early, you yeah, mean? I'm yeah, sure. Well, oh, yeah. actually, it was eighteen because I'm old enough to have been in that era that you could drink legally at oh, eighteen. Okay, nice. In, in Colorado, yeah. back, in, back Colorado, in the Wild yeah. West. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, back in Tombstone, Colorado, before the, before the telegraph. Oh, not in California. You had to go to Mexico. <laughs> I see, but not or, not or Arizona. Well, we had we had um, I, I, I spent a little bit of time in Illinois, and, and nineteen was the home rule for DeKalb, Illinois, just outside of Chicago. But I did, after graduating high school, specifically move to Florida because they were eighteen at that still at that point in time. So I traveled where you were able to consume uh, consume adult beverages. There you go. And so you fell in love with beer pretty early, then. Oh yeah, yeah. As as early as. Uh, you know, it's my first beer experience was six years old. Not that I tasted it, but I lived in Florida at that time, and my parents took us to Bush Gardens, which was an outdoor um, zoo. Okay. Oh yeah. 
but was part the brewery was part of the of Bush Gardens. So I said, "What is that? What what's that tremendous smell that I that I have?" My dad said, "Oh, that's where they're brewing the beer over there." So that I, was my first beer experience. I remember that as a kid too. It was uh, kind of a uh, a park for the kids kind of thing. Yeah, and they had yep. a beer garden. See, yep. what's interesting about that to me is now McDonald's catches a whole lot of shit from the documentaries and the the, the, the fast food uh, nation movement thing. Yeah. Because the reason they put the playground in the McDonald's is so that kids have positive associations to their products. Yes, sure. You know, and the smells, too. So that when you're older, every time you drive by a McDonald's, you're like, whoo, I, I feel happy. I really Ooh, need a big playground. Now. I'm going to play in the playground. Yeah. But really, Budweiser was doing it back in <laughs> before, you it's know, It's marketing McDonald's. 101, dude. Come on. Yeah. Budweiser was doing it in 1961. <laughs> Beautiful. <Yeah. laughs> positive associations for the kids. Future customers. So that by the time Jeff actually, you know, tasted a beer that he enjoyed, it was just stacking on top of his already positive beer association. I want Jeff to admit right now on the air that the only reason he moved to Florida was because the drinking age was 18 for the girls. (laughs) (laughs) Was it the girls, Jeff? You're dead on right with that one. (laughs) JP gets it right. I think it's it's weird that all the bushes have now been kind of shaved down. Because <laughs> they're not there anymore. Yeah, I see what you mean. <clears throat> I'm going to turn my mic off. <laughs> well done, sir. We're having your hazed and infused right now. Hazed and infused. It's yeah. It's 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 pretty unique. It's very sessionable beer. You know, five yeah. percent, thirty-eight IBUs. Um, that's right in know. my that's right in my sweet spot right there. Yeah, that's a yes, great, great yeah. Spot. yeah. But plenty uh, of hop hop flavor. Three or four yeah. of them, and you don't have to worry about uh, you know. Fallen off the bar stool. Right. Although, if you fell off the bar stool, that should be one of your cues for. All right. God, that's how you know you're drunk. You're, the early you're, part of the show. You're entering in the competition there. Jeff. All right. Yeah. yeah. Please write that down. Jeff yeah. has now Hello. entered the competition. Done. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> all right, Jeff. I have to take a quick break. Um, uh, pay, take care of some sponsors. Uh, I want to talk more about the beer when we come back because you you did make a switch at some point to these kind of hoppier, uh, some would say West Coast style beers. So I want to talk about that. And uh, we've got some uh, at least one one off barley wine I'd like to try too. So if you can stick with us for a few minutes, I got to take a break. You got it. All right. It's the session. We're talking to Jeff Brown. He's the president of Boulder Beer Company. And uh, they've been around for longer than most of your favorite craft breweries. And if you're from Boulder, it probably is one of your favorite craft breweries. So hang in there. If you got questions, 888-401-BEER. Or join Susie in the chat room by hitting the chat button on the homepage and you can ask questions. Hang in there. It's the session. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hey brewers, it's planting season. Have you ever dreamt of walking through your own hop garden? Well, look no further than Woodburn, Oregon and the Crosby Family Hop Farm. Blake Crosby and his family have been passionately growing hops for five generations. 
And right now, they're taking orders for 2012 rhizomes for all retail and wholesale customers. The Crosbys know how to grow hops and are here to help you establish your family's very own successful hop garden. In fact, when you plant a hop rhizome from the Crosbys, you're using the same plant your favorite professional brewer bought his hops from. Friendly professional service, fast shipment, and quality hops at competitive prices. The Crosby family brings all of this to you. Call 503-982-5166 or visit bcrosbyhops.com and let Blake Crosby and the Crosby Hop Farm help make your hop garden a reality. bcrosbyhops.com Hops from the Crosby family farm to yours. Northern Brewer presents What If Homebrewers Ruled the World. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'll follow me, I will lead you into the gallery area. Now, the first piece up for sale today is a Jamil Zena Chef original, a bottle of 1997 vintage Evil Twin. Oh, I see. A bidding for this one-of-a-kind piece will start at £7,000. And if you'll continue to follow me, ladies and gentlemen, I can sell you a rather abstract piece from Bay Area brewer Justin Crossley. It's a German Doppelbach entitled Justin's Giant Bach. The brewer's notes here indicate that this beer has... Excellent mouth food. That's just a crazy dream, or is it? With Northern Brewer, a thirsty nation can craft its own ale and lager for the greater good of mankind. Northern Brewer, the home of $7.99 Brew Saver Shipping, superior customer service, and the finest selection of home brewing goods for the future. What'd you get? More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is awesome. No, I'm... Yes, but... The cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. Oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And, and that brew builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah.
Jeff Brown from Boulder Beer Company. He's hanging out with us, and we're drinking his beer on top of that, and he's the president of uh, Boulder Beer. If you've got questions for Jeff, 888-401-BEER, or join the chat by hitting the chat button on the homepage, and Susie Q's over there taking your questions. And, in fact, I got some questions in front of me already, Jeff. So, uh, people are... Sounds good. People are paying attention. One thing, actually, not a question, but I got a big thank you from one of our listeners, uh, Bruiser's in our chat room, and he says, please thank Jeff for sending a couple beers to New York City American Craft Beer Fest yesterday. Excellent. Good, good. Uh, yeah, Marvin, who's our area sales manager out there, I think, t- attended the fest, so that's excellent. Perfect. All right, we're trying the Planet Porter now, and this is the one that's the original recipe, right? <coughs> oh, excuse me. Jeff's uh, dying. I've got a little cough going on here. So. Jeff, Jeff, did you take... Was that a bong hit? Were you taking bong rips at the break? Again, ripping. <laughs> I wish it was that much fun. <laughs> right. Uh, that cough's going around. All right. It is? <laughs> it's going around Boulder. You didn't, you didn't hear that in the news? Shit. I think Jeff died. He's not there anymore. Sure. Oh, he's coming no, back. No, I'm, I'm here. Okay. I'm just trying to get rid of that. Yeah, so Planet Porter, original recipe. It's a very sessionable beer these days, 5.5%. You know, kind of in that little 26 IBU range. Um, good style representation of a British style porter. Yeah, this which is was a, nice a category yeah, that almost yeah. disappeared. Yeah, they're all kind of bigger and, and more robust now, aren't they? Yes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can get into some 
some nice Baltic porters, get some Imperial porters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who has the time for that shit? <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. That's all right. We're going to talk about the beer for a second anyway. This is a, uh, I really like this porter. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's mild. And I say mild because I'm used to tasting these kind of, you know, big, robust ones. This is a very drinkable porter. It's real creamy. It has kind of almost like a, almost like a, a cocoa nib kind of thing going on. It, I wouldn't say it's like real chocolatey. Yeah. But it maybe cocoa it like. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I get that. It's uh, there's like a deep roasty quality too. It's almost like black patent malt. It's like the yeah, low hoppiness kind of lends it's like itself nicely. Covered black that. patent. It's weird. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. As a porter lover, I agree. But that that cocoa nib thing that comes through, it's it's kind of um, bitter. Uh, that black patent kind of thing. Exactly, which is why if it was had a lot bigger hop bitterness, it would be. A kind of a clash like this actually works because that bitterness is coming mm-hmm. at least halfway through the malt and not right. just the hops yeah, it's kind of cool that way this beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like the hazy confused this beer has lots of body in it I like that exactly yeah. lots I'll, of body. I'll tell you this porter reminds me that a porter can be a refreshing beer you know sometimes I'll avoid ordering a stout or a porter nowadays if it's a hot day or if I'm looking for something refreshing. Yeah. I'll order them more because I'm looking for big flavor and I want to sip on it. Right. But this is a porter that I would probably uh, drink as fast as a pale ale if you want to kind of take big gulps of it. And it's still, it's a re- it's light enough to be refreshing. It's finished dry enough for me that mm-hmm. uh, it reminds me that I could drink this on a 70 degree day. I don't have to avoid a porter just because it's warm outside. When yeah. it's real hot at 70 degrees? Yeah. Yeah, that's, California boy. Yeah. That's for me. Well, it's, de- it's definitely not like overly chewy. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm drinking blood. That's kind of what yeah. I mean. Yeah. There's yeah. no. There's no like the. I mean, Tasty's right that it has a good body to it, but it's not thick. It's not. No, uh, no, no, you know, no, not yeah. chewy. Mouthfeel. No, no, just yeah. mouthfeel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we don't want you to. You know. I think you're drinking blood. What the fuck is that reference? <laughs> well, well, that, that's the, oh, I want, I want something refreshing, or I want something. It's it's cold that's outside. Funny, as you were saying that, I was thinking like I can tell they have great water there in both. Yeah, but, oh yeah. This beer has a great water flavor. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's 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 light, kind of refreshing, but it's it's dark. Not the what you think great. of as a porter, right? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. instead of most people, that, oh, porter, I want something that's gonna like. Thick and stick with me. A lot of flavor that just kind yeah. of coats my mouth. And I don't want to think that the brewer went down and hung a pig upside down, cut his throat, <laughs> get the blood and put it. my uh, glass under it, and go, "Hey, this well, is right off the tap." Okay, in, when, in when your case, when, it would be a goat. When, when you, when you, okay, <laughs> that's true. Uh, when you're tailgating and someone hands you a nice uh, burgundy, and you're going, "I don't really want that," <laughs> right? But I, this reminds I, no. me that this style of beer could be could be done at a tailgate party. Sessionable. Yeah. yeah. Like you say, like you're saying. You know? Especially a football tailgate. And it's been around uh, since 79. So 79 and, you know, and no goats were tested in this process. <laughs> no goats were harmed, right? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah, but there's a little 40L in there. There's a little, little black malt. Uh, there's a little ADL caramel malt in there. So, yeah, it's very sessionable. And so is it, you guys like it? Is it just a uh, like an English two row base malt, or is it American two row? Uh, it's American two row. American, okay. American. Yep. Yep. I yep. only asked. That's a good Bale question. Malt's the biggest yeah. biggest chunk of the bill, then it drops to forty L caramel, and then it's black malt, and and then uh, the the final addition is the eighty caramel. 
It's not commonly enough to be an English two row. Okay, uh, but that kind of helps with that whole that clean that thing. Clean I'm thing, yeah, exactly. And which makes me wonder now about about the yeast. If I had to throw a guess out there, it's more like a Cal ale than it is an English ale. Uh, but I'm just throwing that out because I'm I, no. It's 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 an American ale yeast. Okay. Uh, it's Y yeast, I believe, 101, which is the primary yeast that we use in, yeah. in most of all of our beers. Oh, okay. So with, yeah. with, with him doing that non-English pale, uh, he can throw in a lot more caramels and a lot of other things that aren't going like, to cloy the whole uh, Oh, I see. Thing. Yeah. Seems because good. you're not already uh, kind of convoluting it with a lot of English malt right. flavors? Right. I see. All right. That yeast will attenuate much better. Okay. Oh, this is a good porter. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, it's nice. Andy, thanks for bringing this by. Yeah, man. Jeff, you should not fire Andy for at least another week. <laughs> no, wait, at, no, another year till we have him back on the show. Oh, that's true. If you keep Andy around for a year, then... Okay, you got it. <laughs> fire him and rehire him. Do that. Have you met Andy, Jeff? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I've been able to uh, spend uh, you know, um, a little bit of time with Andy, both in Colorado and California. Okay. I'm just curious because I'm not sure why you hired him. He's a scary-looking dude. Uh, and he's supposed to sell beer, but uh, if he walked into my brewery, I'd be thinking, man, where's my wallet? Well, I, yeah, I think what would help what would help me open up your, to your brand a little bit more is to have Andy put the knife down. <laughs> he just walks in flipping that butterfly knife, and I go, I don't know what's going on. He's scary. Uh, you guys are thinking way ahead. I'm thinking, am I bleeding? <laughs> Already. <laughs> Already. So he, he hasn't busted out the nunchucks yet? No, no, he hasn't. Uh, I guess that's not till the third segment. Yeah, Thanks well, for the heads up. I go yeah. off air, so he doesn't have to. <laughs> yeah, if you see those, he's, he's wavy on that. But he did, in Andy's defense, bring us the barley wine. Andy, what is that beer? that you, Now, you brought this for us last time uh, and, and told me it's kind of a, a special beer that you had been able to acquire for us. Yeah, so, uh, Jeff, I brought him the uh, 2010 vintage of our Killer Penguin barley wine. Oh, excellent! Oh, I had excellent. a I had That's a question great. in our chat about the killer penguin already too. Um, I don't know how. And, any- and again, no penguins were killed during the process. <laughs> Why of not? Were they at least <laughs> massaged? <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's see. Let me see if I can find that uh, penguin question here. I have it. You have it. What was it, Susie? It says any info on flashback or penguin would be great. Oh, just any information about the beer. I'm going to do a vertical tasting of penguin this week, 2007 to 2011. Thanks. Okay, I don't know if you heard that, Jeff, but basically it was just any kind of information about the penguin because someone's got a vertical Mm -hmm. tasting. Apparently, they bought a bunch of them. Five uh, uh, for five years. For five five years worth of them. That's so yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it really is. It, it's a beer that you could could sell her in the right conditions. Could lay it down and, and do a five year. I've actually um, let's see here. Now we got a seven year because the first year that we we um, we brewed it and packaged it in the current current um, form was in two thousand and five. So it it's a, it's an excellent uh, excellent barley wine. I mean it's it just it it starts to move from a very big raisiny caramely vanilla to almost by the time you get it going back to 2007 you're going to start picking up almost some some portish sherry notes to it. It has a lot of peach and plum yeah. and grape. There's a lot of like complex fruitiness to it. Really interesting. Yeah. I get a little goat. Goat? You get yeah, some a little penguin bit. and you guys goat? You get that? 
I wish I ended the goat. <laughs> was it the yeah the fur or the blood? It's more the blood. <laughs> the blood's the mouthfeel. Ah, right. Oh, that's a great barley wine aroma to it. That's like, exactly what you want. Cherry notes. I'm thinking classic. Hoof. Yeah, hoof. <laughs> cherry and apricot aroma. Yeah, and it's got that wow. kind of real English barley wine color to it. Also, I think yep. the, the SRM yeah. is uh, that. Kind of a pale color, not too dark, not too red. About a, about a 15-ish. Can I say that it, it smells uh, like a library in a good way? Like the, like like the a, like paper? A, that like kinda... leathery paper. Not papery as an oxidized, but like, yeah. like, a, like a mahogany deep. You, like... you, you can get that out of both times you've been in a library? Well, awesome. you know, I tell well, yeah, going in and coming out. <laughs> we need an online library. We need like, some good libraries. Like the kid. old book section? No, oh, no. Yeah. It smells I know. great. With, with the big leather chairs, people just sitting around. Yeah, it reminds, me of, it reminds me of the library in Livermore. I don't know why. You know what? That's And it's it's pretty tasty. It what year did you say wow. this was, Andy? 2010. 2010. 2010. It's already aged enough. Get, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Get some legs on the glass, too. some booze in here, for sure. Yep. It doesn't no, smell good. hot or anything, though. No, it doesn't even taste hot. Now, Jeff, I see that you distribute in, like, 34 states. Is this something? Is this a beer that makes it across the country, or is it pretty much just a Colorado thing? It makes it into about of the thirty-four. I think we've got of, of the sixty-five distributors we have. It makes it into about thirty of them. Okay. Wow. And a lot of them, they get five cases. Yeah, they sell yeah. them to two or three of their key retailers. Never makes it on the shelf, and probably of the uh, of those distributors I mentioned, probably never makes it on the shelves of the retailers. And in, in about fifty percent of those accounts, they just wow. keep it in the back. And if you're a special <laughs> right. customer, guess what we have? They email yeah. you, tell you they've got it. And you go in and ask for it, and that's cool. And away you go. Uh, the email oh. list, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I can sense. see that happening. Yeah. Make friends with your local uh, good beer shop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's coming in a week. I can't tell you when. And, and not just to be on the exclusive club. I don't mean it that way. I mean make yourself known that you're a beer geek, that you're really interested in all of the one-offs that that guy gets a hold of. And more often than not, he'll tell you. Yeah, the shop yeah. owners appreciate it. They want to be acknowledged for all the great beer they're buying. Because you're not, not yeah. going to go in there and buy well, one of the... <laughs> that's, exa- that's the other thing I was going to say. They know you're going to spend a little dough, so let oh, them know. Yeah. You know, I've gotten glasses like when in my my local in Livermore yes. when I was too young to buy. My mom would buy it, and we would get glasses. He's the guy's like, I don't know who else to give these to. So oh, yeah, you want some free shit? Nice. Yeah, only because we went in there kind of a little more yeah, than, than you we should. Eat your but, cereal out of so he right, was, but like yeah, he was giving away the stuff that you know the breweries and the distributors would give to him as promotional stuff. He would give it to his his good craft beer clients. So he was like Mrs. Petros. Uh, here's your reward <laughs> for contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Yeah. And I'm sitting there drooling on the chips, and you know, it was, it was weird. All right, you know, but, you know, you got Cheerios out of a tulip glass. Oh, it's it, that's the only way to right. honey, honey nut. By the way, this is a really nice uh, barley wow, wine. I is. hope that you enter this into some of the barley wine competitions around the country because uh, I think it would do well. Yeah, yeah, it, it it's done uh, it's done fairly uh, fairly well throughout the competition. So we're we're pretty happy with it. It's very uh, we we brew maybe eighty. Well, it's 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 a hundred hundred and um, fifty barrels. So we're we're actually yielding somewhere in the range of a couple of years ago about eighty barrels. You know, this last year was about one hundred and twenty. And because it's it's aged, 
we we really can't afford to to ramp up the production much more than what we have it. So if you're a distributor who is grandfathered in, we'll continue to honor the cases that you've bought in the past. New distributors that we open up say sorry. Maybe someday we'll we'll get you some, but for now it's a very limited production. You know, that's something we hear uh, kind of often now too with breweries that have become popular and especially yeah. with their small batch beers that uh, they would love to give every new account these beers, but they just can't. It's it's physically impossible yeah. uh, to do it. Well, what do you age this in? Uh, Jeff, did you hear that? What do you age this beer in? Do you know? Um, well, it's it, it simply, it, it's aged in, in our stainless stainless steel fermenters. Oh, so it's not even oak-aged or anything like that? No, it's not an oak-aged, it's not an oak-aged beer at all. You know, it's pretty complex to just, uh, yeah. you know, uh, to be in a stainless steel fermenter. Uh, that's that's pretty nice. And yeah, it, yeah, it, no, it's, it's very nice. We do a lot of, we on a very small scale, but we do a lot of barrel-aged beers. Okay. Uh, but this is not, this is not one of those barrel-aged beers. Right, even at 2010, this, uh, the, the hops... And the malt are really melding well again. It's not too hoppy, and the the, the malt is not too cloying. So it's 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 aging well. It's, I, think, yeah. I think it's kind of peaking right about now. You know, which is probably it's something we don't talk about enough. We talk about it when it's gone bad, but maybe we don't mention enough when it's gone well. I think your bottling line is doing something right. Your packaging department. Because here's a 2010 beer that could taste a little cardboardy. Right. It could start to show some some faults, and it's really not. So I think you guys must be spending some time on your packaging line. Well, good. Glad to hear that. Yeah. The I mean, brewers are going to be stoked about hearing that. Well, it's a challenge for everybody, isn't it? So it's uh, I think you guys are doing it right. You know, something right. Well, this one, this <laughs> one has to sit down for a while. To get the, the flavors to mellow, and yeah, you think a barley wine should age? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but but if your bottling line lets a lot, a lot of uh, oxygen, yeah, that it's, it's going to get cardboardy before it gets good. Yeah, yeah, and there's some age, but not any harsh oxidation. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. Jeff, you do the wax top on this bottle. Is that for design, or is that something that the brewers think is a is also a component of keeping it fresh? Well, it uh, both. Okay. It, it makes it it makes it jump off the shelf when you put it up there, but the the fact that you 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 have the wax on it allows you to feel me personally feel comfortable about a beer laying down for three or four years and you're not going to get any oxygen uptake through the cap. Okay. Question yep. question for you, Jeff. I noticed on the side of the bottle it says January thirty first, two thousand twelve. I'm assuming, you know, of course, barley wine can age, so that's a recommended, you know, drink-by date, or? Yeah, it's a recommended drink-by date. Got it. Cool. We passed it, and it's yeah. still good. I think you should still push, good. Yeah. I think you should push the, uh, that date back two months, my friend. <laughs> you know what? My wife would have just thrown it out. <laughs> right, she would have been worried about it. Oh, you know, I, we can't drink that. We'll get sick. Well, this is the other good thing about having local reps, all right, in, in, in that you have Andy here. And I'm actually I'm being serious here. Uh, some breweries will send Spiders us... knives. Well, they'll send us beer in a box, right? And I'm... Well, I'm lazy. So I, I get the box, and it goes, and it sits in the corner of my room, uh, you know, in the living room or something, and it doesn't go into the refrigerator until the show. And, like, the day of the show, I remember, oh, yeah, they, they sent us that beer, so I go put it in the fridge. Andy hand-delivered this beer, and so it's been in my, you know, probably went from Andy's fridge to my fridge, 
uh, and it's really been kept well the whole time. So there's a cooler here. I assume that's Andy. It's a, and it came, <laughs> yeah. no, the, the, the cooler was the other small, the twelve ounce. Yeah, one. exactly. This oh, cool. beer, this beer showed up at the first appearance when when we we had to reschedule. Right. It. So it's been here a month or so in my cooler, a couple months now. Oh, probably. that was November. Was it really yeah. November? I'm just I'm only I'm just saying it's the value of having local reps because this kind of hand delivery thing works for you. <laughs> oh hell yeah! You know? It teaches us not to be douchebag. <laughs> All right, a couple questions from the chat for you. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Jeff, I'm not sure uh, how involved you are in the brewing process, so I'm going to throw these out there, and if you know uh, about the beer enough, then we'll just do it. How about that? All right, that sounds good, and if I can't answer it, I'll tell you so. All right, good enough. Uh, one of our chat members wrote in, uh, he wants to know about the cold hop beer. The cold hop beer. He didn't give me a name. Um, but I well, guess... Well, that actually is the name of a beer that we produced originally back uh for our 20 for the um great america beer great american beer fest 25th anniversary we did it as a collaboration with charlie papazian oh yeah beautiful yeah and it was a recipe that he had had um, come across in his travels in new zealand okay and so we developed that recipe, and it was the Great American Beer Fest 25th anniversary. We, after that, then we said, Charlie, can we now just commercially produce this beer and um, call it Cold Hop? Uh, and at the time when we developed it, Nelson Savan was not readily available in this country. Now there's numerous beers that are um, brewed with Nelson Savan. But Cold Hop was that beer. It was a, we kind of said it's more of a British style um, pale ale, a little bit underneath an IPA. But it, Nelson Savan was the, was the aroma hop that we used and tremendously successful. Okay. And that was the specific question from the listener. He wanted to know. Uh, why didn't you use Nelson Savan in the boil at all? He says it looks like you only used it in the dry hop, and he just wanted to know if that was a flavor uh, issue. Was it too aggressive to put in the boil, uh, or why that decision? It was too aggressive of a hop profile for what we thought. Plus, when we originally brought that hop into the U.S., we consumed... 80 to 90 percent of what was available Um, in fact we they asked us how much do you want because next year that's how much we're going to plant so (laughs) we were the kind of the 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 originators of bringing nelson savan from a commercial standpoint into the u.s based on charlie's recipe so had we put it in 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 a bittering position we wouldn't have had enough to do it as a, an aroma okay now is it is it a hop that you'll use in other beers do you do you guys like the profile enough to try it in other things love the profile in other things but it's it really is very limited production i see okay so we we will not use it um th- this year because you have to for the most part you have to with New Zealand you have to position your your hop purchase uh, a year forward than you normally do for the US crop okay we, we have not um, we have not contracted for more to come in all right okay back to the the penguin 
Can you tell us anything about the recipe in that beer? You know, I really uh, I, I, I should have pulled up the uh, the brew sheet for that, but I, I I I I can't tell you much about it. Okay, no worries. That happens. You suck, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sorry. No, no, that's, that's fine. Is it carbonated? <laughs> uh, I was so going to say that, but you, you beat me to it. Uh, well, I'll, Jeff, Jeff, do you, do you you know what's in the haze and confused? I, I uh, I'm still uh, enamored by the the uh, mouthfeel in that beer. Uh, what sort of specialty malts are in that beer? Uh, no, I can't tell you that. You don't have the. Uh, I have the sheet. Is it on here? Let's see. No, no, it's, it's not on there either. It doesn't have the brew sheet. So. It was the 2008 Best of the Rockies Pale Ale, though, in the U.S. Beer Tasting Championship. It is a nice beer. You know, the interesting thing about it, too, Tasty, and and maybe that's what you like about it also with with those kind of big flavors, is how low alcohol uh, that Jeff said That's what I'm saying. The low alcohol with the mouthfeel is, to me, a big deal. Kind of like a Pale 31. I think it's one of the reasons we like that Firestone beer, because it's such a big-tasting beer, but not not, not too big in the alcohol department. Exactly. A 5% beer that's beer-satisfying, and to me, that's like a beer with body. Yeah. It's just the beer of the future, as far as I'm concerned. But these are the freshest Boulder beers I've had outside of Colorado, too. They're in really, really good shape, exceptional shape, especially Hazen Infused. Really came across so nicely that way. I've had great bottles of it before, but you usually have to be in Colorado to get it. So, so pretty cool. So, speaking of that freshness, Andy, is, is this beer available in Northern California now, or are you just still tr- like working on getting it here? Uh, it's available uh, everywhere above the bay area okay and definitely east uh we've opened up in uh northern nevada and uh we're working on idaho we're open uh, montana now too so and and washington and oregon are already already up and going but your job essentially is to get it to us here too right yeah that's 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 my major focus for uh for the next couple months is, okay uh, I mean, to, forget to northern nevada yeah. No yeah. one wants to. Be, the beer doesn't want to be in Nevada. <laughs> People don't even want to be there. <laughs> right? Those, they have goats. They, they can though. buy it and dump it down the drain for all I care, man. Andy. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Those, those yeah. twelve people don't care. <laughs> That's true. Those twelve people might not care. <laughs> but so, will we see it here soon? Do you think? I mean, are you just out hitting the? I'm, I'm trying. I'm more asking about the process. Are you hitting yeah. the streets trying to get it sold here? Are you interviewing me? What are you a cop? <laughs> <laughs> right. He, he wants to go out on Monday and, and buy look for your beer. beer and have it. Yeah, exactly. Um, right now, the closest that you can get it is probably Fairfield or Vacaville. Okay. Yes, to answer your question, I have an interview next week with a uh, with a distributor that's supposed to carry us for. Uh, all of Northern California, with the exception of our current ter- uh, distribution territory. Okay. I've also met with a few Southern California distributors, including Stone. So cool. We're waiting to hear back, but things are looking well. So Boulder Beer is prepared to send beer to California. It's just, it's just now. Yeah, it's we've, just the we've process increased our of- capacity enough to where we can, we can feel like we can really hit the market and sustain that uh, that growth uh, cool. without having any hiccups. So, so at least, at least Northern California to start. Yeah, at least Northern California, okay, start. Uh, specifically the Bay Area. I live in Campbell, which is uh, in the South yeah. Bay, so yeah. I wanted my home market, man. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then uh, to answer that question about the Hazen Infused, um, so we're using a uh, – uh, Jeff, is this okay for me to, to go ahead? Before you I, keep going, dude. All right, rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't think we had any secrets, man, but <laughs> – Right. Uh, all right, so uh, it's uh, the same pale malt, um, you know, American Turo. Uh, we're also doing uh, uh, C40 in this. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, that's that's basically the the malt character there. Uh, we're mashing it at about one fifty four. Okay, a little higher. Uh huh. And we're finishing out um, at around uh, ten eleven original gravity. Uh, okay. If, if my math is right from uh, 
you know, from converting to play, you know, from Play-Doh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main hop aroma that you're going to get is a combination of Centennial and Cascade hops. There you um, go. Classic. Right, exactly. We, lo- we love And this, yeah. this beer is now, what is it, Jeff, over 10 years old? Yes, 10 years. Yeah, we developed it to, to really kind of hit that wheelhouse of where the most of all the really craft beer drinkers are moving. Exactly. And, um, mm. you know, I, I just in working the market, uh, I was a distributor, actually, <laughs> before I worked for Boulder, selling Boulder beer. And before that, I worked for a restaurant that sold Boulder beer. Okay. So, um, you know, back eight years ago when I was first introduced to it, uh, my college roommate, uh, you know, I handed him a bottle. I said, hey, I think this beer is pretty good. And uh, he took one sip and turned around and licked the wall because it was way too intense and bitter for him. I see. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so at this point now, like Jeff had kind of alluded to, we, we call it more of a, of a hoppy, unfiltered session beer. You know, it's, uh, it's, the industry has kind of evolved around it, but it still has its, uh, you know, like, like you were talking about, that, uh, that drinkability factor, that, that quaffable factor. Right. That, um, you know, it's well-made, it's got that great flavor, but you don't need to necessarily sacrifice your sobriety. Now, if you don't want to sacrifice your sobriety, we have those other beers. But, have, sure. Or you could have several of the haze and infused. Right. Yes. You know. But, uh, in, in fact, we, so, we just started canning the haze and infused as well to kind of hit those markets where, you know, you can go out and... Oh, I want that on the golf course. That's yeah, a fantastic yeah. can of beer to take to take golfing. Exactly. You know what nice bothers work. me though about that is I don't know if I can trust anyone who has who's had three jobs in eight years. That's too many. <laughs> See, you don't That's, trust Andy either. No, it's too much turnaround. I can't. I, I can't you. trust. You've you. had no jobs in eight <laughs> years. I've, I'm, I have a job. I'm at it right now. That's true. Uh, yeah, right. Okay. Now, well, you already kind of determined that I was untrustworthy. You know. That's, That's right. right. That's true. Is the focus heavy on late edition hops, including uh, dry hops? Because that's the care. That's yes. why I compared it to like Pale Thirty One too. Right. So I don't have the uh, the conversion for a five gallon batch or anything like that. That's but, okay. uh, per, per barrel, it's about uh, a pound and a half per barrel for okay. uh, about two weeks. That's the dry hop for the dry hop. Again, it's about a fifty fifty blend of that Cascade and Centennial character. If if my information is correct, and then, but even in the boil, it mm-hmm. it, it it tastes to me, and, and Tasty knows better than I do. Of course, he does. But it, it tastes to me like still the focus is on late edition hops, not so much middle or or bittering edition. Right, you know. and 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 yes, you know, at, at, uh, at for this particular beer, that's exactly it. Okay, so your palate is good. Yeah, all right, because it's well, it's just that. Now, when I taste a, uh, an IPA or a pale ale that I really li- that I really enjoy, it's almost guaranteed to, to have that profile. That's yeah, what it is. Exactly. Right. It just sets know. off all the triggers for us. That's why we went back to the haze and confused. Yeah. Because we that's what we like. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's not, it's not make, making all the bitterness in the forefront. Yeah. Right. Not to knock the, the porter and the half and the uh, no and this IPA we're drinking now. They're all really good. And the, of course, the barley wine we're all uh, got a little flushed about that. Really good. But uh, the other kind of cool notable thing about haze infused with that dry hop bill is uh it's done at around 60 degrees fahrenheit so it's done for an extended period of time at a cooler temperature oh so yeah we're not pulling out that tea like astringency um i know nate you've you've done a lot of research yeah. on, on uh, things like that but um there's a good counterbalance to jeff who's on the show last week uh dry hops at 70 degrees yeah also making great hoppy beer so it shows you there's a range maybe based on hop variety yeah. or other techniques yeast profile um but wait, you, you there, there's you another hops like, There's one other Jeff. That's yeah. yeah. You <laughs> ferment Jeff Jeff Irway, that was actually, yeah. Did you say dry hop at sixty or ferment at sixty? Dry hop. Dry hop at sixty. Yeah. Okay. All right. Which is a little cooler so than that, the normal. That means convention. you're fermenting higher than that, but you just cold crash, then you dry hop, is that what's going on? Uh typically, yeah. It's okay. uh you know, they, they they amp up towards the end to, to dry it out a little bit and mm-hmm. then um uh as you can tell, you know it's 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 in the name, it's hazed because uh, that unfiltered yeast sure. it, you know, we, we have a very active lab. 
And uh, they've selected over a certain period of time for this yeast in particular, this pitch, uh, to be a little bit less flocculent. Okay. So um, it also carries in more of that astringency factor uh, because those residual you know, characteristics from yeah. the hops aren't dropping out with the yeast. And they hang on to the yeast. Mm-hmm. So, so we, do, we, we, we hop it a little bit cooler so that uh, it, it does achieve that balance. And that's kind of where you're getting that creamier mouthfeel. Yeah. I think with a little bit of training, you can you can calm that lab down a little bit. You know, <laughs> that's dominant. Some, you were the dominant male. That's some smart brewing I'm hearing. Thank from you. Over yeah, there. I really cool. appreciate. Oh, yeah, it's no, like you're driving the train, so the train driving you. Yeah, well, right. some people complain about Cascade as being grassy or harsh in the dry hop, and that might be one way to kind of tame it, tone it Fuck down. Fuck those guys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that says it all. All right, Jeff and and Andy, both of you could could chime in if you want to. Another question from the chat room asks about your small batch beers. And the listener, um, whose name is Rackinoff, uh, <laughs> wants to know, uh, you're, he's curious what drives the small batch beers and how often you try to, to do them, Jeff. Well, um, what, what really drives the small batch beers is the brewers. They, they, they love experimenting with beers they they love to say yeah this is this kind of right now this is what i want to do and we allow them to be able to do that we we have no guidelines um on what what they can brew and and what envelopes they can start to try to push outside of the boundaries and so it, it's really up to them okay so that that's that's the primary can that that's a primary reason for the small batch beers. Um, the the second reason is is because we like small batch beers so that people can come into the pub, experiment with them, and see what they like, what they don't like. Um, so it, it's it's a little bit of um, you know getting your staff to say this is what i want to do and i'm going to go do it the other side is if you know you, you got to be successful doing it. we're in you know brewing is brewing's fun but you still have to at the end of the day do it because there's somewhat of a at, at least a break even so we look at it they come in the it, it drives people into our pub um, and it's it's how we develop new beer styles every beer style that we have come up with over the last 20 years has been developed from that small batch mentality to say let's try it you guys want to brew it we want to sell it so let's see if there's something where both can come together to then move outside of the pub to be a commercially brewed beer. Yeah, it makes Hazen Infused is that. Uh, Mojo was that. Sweaty Betty Blonde. Flashback. Those were all small batch beers that we first exper- experimented with in our pub and then took, once that was successful there, took it into a 22-ounce in a drafts format to then take it to the distributors and the retailers and then move on to it being maybe a successful year-round beer for us. Okay. By the way, Sweaty Betty Blonde is a fantastic beer name. It's a classic. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, how, how, you know if, if you see it and you say, wow. <laughs> yeah. So Really? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, uh, 
Jeff, I don't know if I told you this or not, but uh, in northern Nevada, in uh, in the Sparks area, there's a uh, a bar called Bloody Betty's. No. And they they do they make a red beer called Bloody Betty. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> one of one of the bartenders came up with a shirt. With uh, it was a calendar with every day of the month marked out in a red X. Okay. Oh, yeah. back it said it's always this day of the month oh. or that time of the month. Yeah. I like that Susie Q over there was like, uh, okay, that's funny. This <laughs> <laughs> is kind of a laugh. Uh, all right, I, I, I got to well, get Susie. Through. I'm glad you have a good sense of humor. <laughs> of course she does. You, you have to to be on this show. Oh right, yeah. Too. All right, let me get through just a couple more questions because it's getting a little late. I want to let you go, Jeff, and uh, make sure we can get through all this. Um, let's see. Uh, another question was about, uh, and, and maybe Andy could help here too, either one of you. Uh, someone w- wants to know a little more about flashback ale. And the listener says that it's an all-cascade hopped brown ale. Um, and interestingly, whoa, whoa, whoa. so 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 tasty here at one of our co-hosts. He's famous for his. Uh, it's a it's a really great brown ale that Russian River now brews. Also, what was the name of that called Janet's Brown? Oh, really? It's and the listener says that this that your flashback would be an interesting kind of a comparison yeah. between the two beers. A good conversation. Um, oh, we have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. I, I I've only got one. Oh, perfect. That's yeah. all I well, need. Let Tasty try it for sure. Um, so what do you guys know about this beer? Uh, Jeff, do you know about the, the your flashback ale? Well, I, I can tell you from a beer standpoint, we developed this recipe for our 30th anniversary. Okay. And the, the reason why we kind of went with the Cascade Hops is because we said, let's, let's go back to the brewing roots in 1979. Cascade was the predominant hop available to any small brewer. Um, and we said, let's, let's do a brown ale with one hop through five additions. So we start out with it in the mash tun. Then we move into three in the brew vessel. And then we do a fifth uh, in the whirlpool. Okay. So it's kind of a different process for us. We'd never done a, a we'd never done a hop in the mash tun before, and we'd never really done a hop in the whirlpool. So for us, it was kind of a it was kind of a cool little little twist on how to do things. But it really moved back to saying, okay, here's a brown ale. We wanted it was a stipulation, a guideline. Let's do a brown ale. And somebody said, okay, let's go with this process, five edition Cascade Hops. We'll call it an India Brown style ale. And, you know, moderate in terms of alcohol percentage. Uh, And somebody came out, so we're kind of flashing back to 1979. Okay. And so that's where the name Flashback came from. Gotcha. I'll tell you, aroma-wise, Tasty... I'm uh, I'm smelling a little Janet's brown. Oh yeah, it's in got there. the great uh, cascade finish on it. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And of course, uh, the the mash hopping uh, one might contend uh, actually helps in that aroma. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm, I don't know. You got three additions between there between the mash hop and the dry hop. So what what's the late what you have what's the late hop what about what late it's how all late the is same it? it's all one, oh how late how late is it like it flame out or is it five minutes or um yeah in terms of the the third in the uh in the brew vessel it's a 10 minute all right 
Okay. Okay. So that's in the in the brew vessel, the third. But then the 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 final hop addition is in the whirlpool. So it's in there for maybe maybe five minutes. So it's only in the whirlpool rest for five minutes. Yes. Yeah. Now the SRM is a little lighter. Than the taste, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's on the lighter side. I don't of the call brown this oil. an American brown. I think to me, American brown is going to be a little bit darker than this, more yeah. cho- more chocolatey. I'll t- but, but it's definitely a well-made beer, very clean. I like the pH in it; it's really good. You know, Nate, help me out here. You know what it really reminds me of? Yeah, is that uh, that chocolate porter? I think it was a cho- chocolate something that um, Triple Rock did. But it was oh, pale yeah. in color. Yes. It yeah. was a pale ale color. Oh, that white but, chocolate. White but chocolate. you white ordered it as stout. a white chocolate stout. And yep. then you got the beer and you thought that I'm they brought that. you the wrong beer. The The flavor kind of reminds me of that because it's got a little, like, a chocolatey. Well, it does have, like, a, a cold, yeah. steep, dark malt. It, it, or almost like cold, steep coffee or licorice type yeah, of thing it, without it being roasty or right. stringent at yeah, all. It's a no-roast beer. I like that. Exactly. It's got that, that uh, chocolate astringent characteristic to it like i don't get the astringent i just get the no, chocolate no is that it's that chocolate kind of sharpness yeah to it. and but with a pale ale like cocoa powder yeah almost exactly. you know that's like, what i meant like, exactly. like you open that can of cocoa powder and it's, it smells yeah. and tastes a little bit like yep. that and that's why it reminds me of that right. triple rock beer yep oh, it's i like really this cool. beer a lot really yeah, nice. triple it's, rock very unique beer it's this a badass cool. uh barbecue beer as well Oh, yeah? Like cooking with or just drinking while you're barbecuing? All of the above, man. All of the... (laughs) (laughs) Honest answer. I could see that. What state would that be in? All right, let's make sure I got all these done here. Uh, Questions. Uh, Yeah, I think think I've got all the bolder questions out there, other than we covered a few of them already without having to ask their questions. There's one uh, more coming in right now. Oh, you got another one? Okay. All right, fantastic. Well, in the meantime, uh, I just want to say, Jeff, that I appreciate your time with us, and... uh, Man, you, you've made a fan out of me, uh, and so oh, yeah, did Andy definitely. by bringing your beer uh, yeah. because it's just it's great stuff. Yep. Well, yeah, guys, thank you so much. Uh, it, it, I'm sorry that Andy scares you guys a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully, I can tone him down. But you, you're you're doing a fantastic job out there. I really, really appreciate it. The, the Brewing Network is uh, tops on my list right now. Well, thanks very much. And in fact, <laughs> until you know, I hang up, now that you mentioned this beer. I believe it that the event that I did with you guys at GABF was your 30th anniversary. I kind of I moderated that panel, which was really me introducing you and Charlie, and then getting the hell out of the way so that people could talk about the history of beer in Colorado. And it was a fantastic panel, and definitely a reason to celebrate. I mean, being around for for 30 years in this industry is uh, a round of applause for that because it's it's very impressive. And uh, thank you for doing it. True pioneer. Yeah, absolutely. We expect good things, good beer out of Colorado, and you know what? You you brought it strong. Absolutely. Good. Well, we'll keep we'll keep doing it. You guys keep talking. We'll keep brewing. <laughs> Perfect. That sounds like a that sounds like a good thing to me. I'll do both of those. How often do you have to reject someone inventing uh, you know wanting a name for your beer called Over the Shoulder Boulder Holder? <laughs> Just kind of like, I mean, it's got to be a nat. Thank you. It's got to be a natural, you know. Because it's in a folder to hold colder boulders. Oh, shit. Jeff? (laughs) Jeff? Now, now you just because you said that doesn't mean you've trademarked that name. That's true. <laughs> well, I don't know. In California, I think it is. Yeah. JP's pretty generous. If that hasn't been offered to you already, I would venture to say you can go for it. I just ask ten okay. percent of sales. That. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Or a twelve pack, whichever so you'll have comes three dollars. Yeah. 
<laughs> or if you invent like a beer cozy sling. Right. Oh, yeah. You can sling it over, over your, your back. Shoulder. Over the shoulder. <laughs> then it's and an over the shoulder holder holder. That's true. It's, it's pretty really good, right? It could, just shoulder be, boulders. it could just be swag, Jeff. It doesn't even have to be a beer. It yeah. could be like a backpack oh, yeah. that you hold your boulder beer in. You know, I like yeah. that. You guys are marketing geniuses. <laughs> we pretty much are. <laughs> just be a cozy right. kind of thing. We do. Zip up thing. We're just here to help. We do two things well. Uh, drink the beer that's been given to us for free. And think about tits. And give away ideas. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 We give away a lot of ideas. We don't we care. Do. Yeah. One day we'll monetize that. All right. The last question from the chat was a, was a recipe question. It was a recipe off between the, the Janet's Brown and this one. But uh, obviously, since Jeff already said he didn't bring the materials in front of him, we will. Yeah. it'll give us reason to interview Jeff again. Yeah, uh, and that way, we'll, So we'll come back to that question next time. Uh, you got it. And then we can I'll do bring some. all the brew sheets. All right. Oh, perfect. I really appreciate your time, Jeff. Have a good night, and thanks very much. Hey, everybody. I really appreciate it. Have take, a good night. Take care. Thanks, bud. Later, Jeff. Dude, your boss is a good guy, Andy. Yeah, he's a he's a cool dude. He's also a uh, a competitive cyclist. So oh. he was. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah he's, well, that makes sense. Probably why he was wheezing and, and heaving all you know the, the whole <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, he sounded less healthy <laughs> yeah. than I am. I barely moved. He hasn't raced in forty years, uh, but he, he was on a bike right then. <laughs> yeah, he was he was probably like on the bike training. He was the guy on the stationary bike in my mind that was running the bottling line. I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, but I pick. I pictured him as Mexican, but apparently it was Jeff. You know, I don't know why it just happened. Yeah, they don't go to Colorado. It's cold there. <laughs> it's far. It's far. It's far. All right. Enough racism for one night. Oh no, it's not. Since when? <laughs> it's only seven ten. We, we have more. Yeah. I like Jeff. You know, I, I didn't... Don't bottle re- me up. I didn't remember meeting Jeff so much uh, until he mentioned the 30th anniversary. And I remember him there. And he kind of... Like I said, I just introduced them and let them go. And uh, as you can kind of tell from the beginning of his interview, Jeff doesn't really care. He doesn't no. give a shit. He's no. there to present the company. He's been doing it for too long. But he also doesn't... Right. He's happy to say anything. And I remember at the panel, he's showing fucked up pictures of people. <laughs> like it was a slideshow of just... Like Charlie Papazi and all fucked up looking, you know, weird mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> like 1982 was, pictures. Yeah, he was just yeah, having yeah. fun with it. That's uh, awesome. He's a good dude. So a uh, good bot. Now, were you in Colorado, Andy, and and got uh, shipped out here, or or did you apply for the job from California? Yeah, I, uh, like I said, I uh, I work for a distributor, um, actually in Florida. Okay. And uh, Jeff has a second home in Florida, so lo and behold, he's the Florida sales representative. I see. Got it. So we had a good relationship, and uh, when I moved out to California. This job, uh, you know, they were looking to wait about a year, but we had talked about it, and uh, they went ahead and pulled the trigger early, so I'm very thankful for that. Okay. Well, good good for you, man. So you have a job when you got here. Dude's got a job in the yep. beer industry. Nice. Yeah, How And you got out of Florida. That's pretty good. <laughs> and you got out of yeah. Two birds with one stone. <laughs> what do you think about that? We're not going to have any or, bugs. See any bugs around here? It's pretty cool. Isn't or, it? or, <laughs> or, or two birds with one boulder. Oh, oh yes! Zing! He's on a roll. Let's write that all this yeah! shit down. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Paul Sangster about his collaboration with Widmer. Gangsta. Plus, plus i got to grill him about his Ninkasi aspirations. Ooh. All right, hang in there. 888-401-BEER or hit the chat now button. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Brewcasters, the Brewcasters. on The Brewing Network. Have you 
Have you ever dreamed about attending the World Brewing Academy? This year, thanks to Lalamond and Danstar, one lucky brewer will make that dream a reality for free. Lalamond and Danstar invite you to enter the Beer School 2012 contest. One lucky grand prize winner will receive fully paid tuition in the 2012 World Brewing Academy web-based concise course in brewing technology worth more than $3,000. From now until April 12, 2012, every Danstar yeast package you use is your ticket to enter. Visit danstaryeast.com for the details and to print your official entry form. There's no limit on the number of times you can enter, so get brewing with Danstar and get your entries in to the Danstar 2012 Beer School Contest. Whether you want to build your home brewing skills or build a career as a professional brewer, this course will change the way you think of beer and brewing. Enter at danstaryeast.com and get the dry yeast advantage with Danstar and Lalamond Premium Brewing Yeast and enter to win. By popular vote from the Northwest Brewing News, HopTech has been voted the best homebrew shop in Northern California. Serving homebrewers for nearly 30 years in Dublin, California, HopTech carries more than 40 different kinds of hops and more than 60 different grains. Malt extract, spices and sugars, hop oils and extracts. Open every day except Wednesday or shop online anytime at HopTech.com or call 1-800-DRY-HOPS, 1-800-379-4677. With in-store classes almost every Saturday, huge selection and a dedicated commitment to their customers, HopTech is one of the longest-running and passionate homebrew stores, period. And now, by popular vote, the best homebrew shop in Northern California. And don't forget their 15% military discount. HopTech. Visit today at HopTech.com. When you hear Blickman Engineering, think innovation, passion, quality, and customer service. Blickman Gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the Intuitive Beer Gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer, a brilliant weld thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The auto sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a home brew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special secret elite bare-bones club where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W NicoBrew, your bare-bones buddy in the brewing business. 
me your 100 grain amber recipe and I'm going to eat it. And then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Welcome back to the program. Thanks to Jeff Brown from Boulder Beer Company for hanging out with us. Good dude. Andy's a good dude. Jeff's a good dude. Their beer's good. So uh, go check them out. There are 34 states they distribute in. You can probably go to boulderbeer.com or whatever it is and uh, find out if they distribute in your state. Makes you wonder what's up with the other 16. Yeah. Sleeping. They're just pissed off at those states. No, it's difficult. I'm actually surprised to hear that they distribute in 34 states. It's a tough thing to do. I'm going to tell you right now, and I I probably don't even have to say this because listeners know how we operate around here. If the BN was a beer company, or if it were to become a beer company, we would operate in like one county, and we would up a county every four or five years because it's difficult. And you have to, it's not only keeping up with demand, but making sure that you get the, I mean, think about it. Uh, here Andy is coming to Northern California, yeah. um, representing a very reputable beer company. Yeah, and escaping Florida. Escaping Florida, uh, which is the same as escaping Germany, uh, according to Adam Carolla. Uh, so he's come here, a, a very reputable beer company with, with amazing beer, and it still takes a hell of a lot of legwork even to get into a, a beer-centric state like, yeah. Cal- like who's just like, we just want more beer. Well, you got to find so the people. Beer, you got to uh, so uh, you know, thirty-four states is pretty goddamn impressive yeah. for any craft brewery to be distributing in. It ain't easy. Now, how they select those thirty-four states, Moscow? Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's an interesting. That would be an interesting conversation of why why the sixteen are left out. You know, uh, I, I would think that Florida would be the first one to leave out. Well, because it's Florida. Yeah, just pull out of Florida and go into Utah. <laughs> right. Is there a craft brewery that distributes in all 50? Like the Sierra? The Sam Adams? Sam Adams. Sam Adams. That's a good, yeah, Adams. maybe they're the only ones. Probably Sam. Probably and maybe, asking the wrong people, though. You are, yeah. Yeah, Sam's probably the only one. Sam Adams, I would... Uh, I think they're the only one. Yeah. And I'd even have to look that up, see if they're in every state. Well, they, when they made my beer, they said it'd be in every state. So. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, right. That was their selling point for Tasty. Where, Tasty's like, listen, I said, wait a minute. If I, it's not in every state, I'm, I'm out. out. I'm out. You That's where I maximize my I'm image. Out. I'm backing up. I'm the out. Tasty Rider had that as a stipulation. I like it. All right, we got Paul Sangster on the line. He's going to talk to us about his collaboration with Widmer. Hey, Paul, what's happening, man? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing all right. Just getting through a nice interview with Boulder Beer. And uh, now, Paul, more uh, importantly, are you making a gun for your second Ninkasi run yeah. or what? What's this announcement, bro? No, no, hang on. Oh, the oh sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I want to know if I you're making know. a gun for Ninkasi. Yeah, it's actually related to the announcement, but I'm, I'm actually not going to make a run for it. Um, I'm kind of ramping down on doing competitions and kind of focusing more on the judging side. I see. So uh, no beers to first round, which is a, probably a good thing for a lot of people around the country because I usually submit a lot, and I don't know if you guys saw that, but... The regions filled up right. within like eight hours. Was yeah, we, we were talking about that. Hang on, Paul. Hang on, Paul. Just one second. 
So Nathan, there's oh, a chance. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> I got my shot now. <laughs> I got Jamil out. We got McDole out. <laughs> we got Sangster out. Wow. Too bad, too bad. We're knowing when all the regions are fucking. Man. Flying. Well, and how? I heard you take the air out of the award, though. I know that's what I'm saying. How much? How much are we diluting poor, Nate, poor Nate's award when he finally wins? I'm going to say to him things like, "Well, look at everybody died who is. <laughs> yeah. You won yeah. by process of elimination. <laughs> it's easy to win when no one plays. That's fucked up because Nate's a good brewer. But I have a feeling that the, the, the it's just going to be coincidence. But the year that he wins, I'm going to be able to be the asshole who goes. Well, yeah. come on, Nate. I mean, hey, look. I mean, you were competing against like me and ten other meats. Yeah, there was no Gordon Strong's real Zeta Chef. Yeah, yeah, Gordon is out now too. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, all these assholes have retired, and then it's like, oh well, Nate can win now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna take you off because it didn't mean anything this time. Yeah. See what 89 have- IPAs can win you. <laughs> Great. Who gives we have a to shit? have another four-time winner before I'll, I'll do it again. I think, Nate, that if Paul's out and fucking Jamil's out and goddamn Tate, everybody's out. I'm out. Gordon's out. You should wait until, uh, you know, uh, because I would hate to see, I would hate to have to sit here every week and rub it in. That you only won because <laughs> that's like that's like saying you go to ladies' night and there's no dudes, uh, but all broads, and you score. It's like, are you really gonna wait for more guys? No, fuck yeah. that. This is Nate's future. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah, you gotta well, wait to unseat a champion. Right, uh, he's retiring. Yeah. He's not unseeing anybody. Oh. Well, it's gonna be a hell of an interview with whoever does win <laughs> when right. it comes around this time. I'm telling you, because there's no like. Yeah, favorite. There's Nate, no shoe in person. That's true. You're just building a legacy right now. Don't worry about it. Don't <laughs> let these out. You don't need to take it from someone. It can be given to you. <laughs> you see that's this? All. I'll wait for the letter. Okay, that's um, all. Paul, do you see what you're doing? You're fucking up yeah. my man Nate's reputation. Yeah, actually, Nate owes me that check for hundred bucks for dropping out. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's in the mail. Uh, it's a cashier's check. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm from Oakland. You can't trust me. See, it's Paul- made out to PG and E, but just trust me, you can cash it. <laughs> all right. But when you got to just have the most, which could be a gold and a bronze. Yeah. Yay! Right, dude, yeah. you, you could win off of a goal. That's exactly. true. If, if there's no other dominating force, so many people yeah. enter now. It might be like two awards. Whoever wins like two medals might might win yeah. the whole thing now. I mean, it could be, be really honest. interesting. I feel bad for whoever that is. Somebody win like two meads, and and that will be their new home brewer of the year. <laughs> Yay! Oh man, what a legacy! It's gonna be a good year. All right. See, well, Paul's smart though. This is what I would do and go out on top because if oh, you yeah. win the next year. There's nowhere to go but down. What, you win again? It's just, it's a wash. Yes, no, because... Uh, you got to defend. The, and not only that, there's still more to do. There's only one, what is it, three-time Ninkasi winner? Or is it four-time? Uh, what did, three, what did yeah. Strong do? Three times? Three, three, yeah, three, three times. Okay, so you could, you're competing to beat that. There's another record to beat. You know? Well, if or I had two, four? I might go for three. Right. Or three going for four, but... But if you don't even have one... <laughs> You can do anything you want. Yeah. If I got two. My money's on Doc, I think. Hang on. Paul, are you telling me that you didn't enter at all? Uh, I'm entering no beers in the first round. Zero. But what about Meads and Ciders? Paul, you can't can't win the competition and then retire. Uh, Retire champion. So what do you got in the second round? Last year, right? Gordon won and retired. But he won for the third time in return. So what? He could have gone for four. Oh, didn't realize that was a rule. <laughs> it is a rule. Yeah. It's a it's a competitive rule. It's a hell of a lot of work. Paul's looking for a year off, I think. Yeah, Paul's just... Yeah. I, I don't blame like me. him. Fuck this. Yeah, he's like, I had enough of the bottling mechanism and the bubble wrap and all that stuff. Right. <laughs> he had to ship it all the way to St. Paul. 
Well, what's the what's the big announcement, Paul? Well, it's something that I've been working on for a while. Um, kind of like what you wanted to talk about. Ever since uh, I went to Nkasi, the first thing everyone wants to know is, okay, now what are you going to do? Right. And it took me a while. I was like, how do you answer that? I mean, there's really nowhere to go except for to try to do it again. So I gave wimpy answers like, I'm going to keep brewing homebrew and enjoying it and see where that goes. But uh, I've got a, a few opportunities came along, and uh, I decided to go with one of them with a good friend of mine, uh, Guy Shobe, who's a, an active home brewer as well. And he and I, with, along with a couple other partners, are going are gonna to go pro, and we're going to open a place down in San Diego area. Right. All right! Sangster going pro. Nice. Are you Hell gonna, yeah. Are you going to call it Sangsters? <laughs> gangsters. Call it Gangsters. You know, we had we had a really, really hard time coming up with a name, and that's probably a whole episode, and we don't even want to talk about that. But um, after a lot of work, um, we came up with a name, Rip Current Brewing. We're going to be playing up sort of surf, surfing and beaches and you know, kind of the whole San Diego lifestyle. And ripping bong loads, brah! <laughs> rip current. Yeah, it just rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? Well, rip current. Rip that bong. I like it. Yeah. But I gotta say, it's edgy. You know, JP called you the gangster earlier, and Tasty just said you should call the brewery gangsters. I like gangsters a lot better. I think you ought to reconsider. <laughs> All right, I'll bring it up with my partners. How's that? Bring it up. If they take it. But here's the thing bring it up and think about the marketing value in gang. Oh, We're giving yeah. away some good things here. In Gangster's <laughs> Brewery, there are so many labels, so many names. Your 12 you packs do. will be dressed up like Ammo King. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could do like Frankie Nine Toes Pale Ale, <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Gun Barley Wine, yeah, something like yeah. I'm telling you that Tasty just handed, Tasty and JP yeah. just handed you the marketing name of the century yeah. for a craft oh, yeah. brewery. B A R Brown. All those free graphics out there that are in the public domain, it'd be great. Paul Sangster Brewing for Gangsters Brewery. I mean, just think of the name being called out at the GABF. Please welcome Paul Sangster from Gangster Brewery. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? All right. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not in your business department, Paul. But uh, <laughs> Hey, we're just throwing out million-dollar ideas. <laughs> yeah. No can, problem. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. We're like a think tank. Except we don't think very well. Yeah, except that occasionally we stop thinking. We've and got the tank part, and now. we're tanked. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, Dan, well, I wish I'd, I wish we'd heard this one a little bit earlier. Everything. We went through all the logo stuff and websites oh, and all that man. stuff. So that's good news, uh, though, Paul. Good idea. Right. Well, that is fantastic news. Congratulations, and uh, that's really that's a big deal, man. Yeah. Uh, good step. Uh, good job. What's your first nice. beer going to be? Uh, I make a hoppy West Coast style red and an American IPA, and those are such popular styles down here. Those will probably be two of the early ones that we'll be making, but we're really going to try to focus on basically turning my garage into a professional brewery, which if you've ever been in my garage, which I guess I think you guys haven't, you just find like there's 18 beers on tap, and they're styles from light lagers all the way through double IPAs. Okay. So we're going to try to provide a lot of variety. Not that you know. So wait for that invitation. I know, we, I know you hate remotes, Justin. We should go and do a remote from Paul's garage. Yeah, I think so. You know, if by remote you mean hang out until I pass out, sure. <laughs> I'm up for we, it. we could bring all the, the radio equipment as if we're going to use it. Right. Just set it in the corner. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's all a lie. Say, Moscow, use that stuff over there. <laughs> and things. Take some yeah. videos, please. Oh, uh, if he doesn't have the upload, yeah, well, then we just got to sit and drink. Sorry, no show. Oh, right. oh. Now, when are we gonna? When should we expect this brewery, Paul? Well, it's been in the works for a little while. Um, 
while we struggled with the name, we actually bought our brew house right away because you know we knew there was a long lag. So we bought a 15 barrel uh, Premier stainless system, which is uh, we're going to be lo- located in San Marcos, California, not too far from like Lost Abbey. If your listeners know where that is, and that's actually where Premier's located too. So uh, we bought the system from them with an eye towards trying to be open or right around the time that the Craft Brewers Conference was in San Diego. And that was kind of a tall order, so I'm not really sure if we're going to quite make that, but we'll, we'll be mostly along the way. It's it kind of up to whether the TTB gives us a permit or not in that time. Okay. Yeah, that can be tricky. That can take quite There's a while. There's like one person for the whole state of California that works on that paperwork. Sure. And it takes a while. <laughs> yeah, and if and if Paul, like, burps wrong, right? you know, there's something wrong to paperwork yeah. then, and it, it, it can get very tricky. Yeah, don't call us. Yeah. If you do... <laughs> Sorry, it's gonna it's gonna knock it back three weeks. Right, it was a furlough day when you tried to call. Anyways, so you can't get through. Oh yeah, it's state. What the heck? Well, Paul, keep us up to date. Congratulations, man. That's a that's really fantastic news. Cool. Thanks a lot. You guys I feel are like welcome into my garage, but it's going to be closing down pretty soon with the brewery opening. So you better get on it. Well, look, we'll oh, just we come go to the, the brewery. Yeah, then, we'll guess. come to yeah. the brewery. I think that's fine. Uh, with as much as we drink, you probably have to have be you know brewing a few more barrels anyway. So you know, we'll just come Not to the brewery. Now, I feel like we've trumped the uh, the Widmer story. Do you want to tell us about your Widmer collaboration? I mean, Absolutely. All right. So, so what was that? Did you win that? Yeah. What happened was um, Widmer, had they have this uh, rotating series of IPAs that they make. Uh, I think they come out about once a quarter. And one of their brewers used to live in San Diego and uh, became aware of Quaff as a pretty, pretty uh, powerhouse uh, homebrew club. And so... Th- for whatever reason, about a year ago, he proposed inside of Widmer, why don't we do a collaboration with Quaff? And the way they did it was they held a, um, a homebrew competition where the only style was sort of one, one-off IPAs, where you kind of took IPA in a direction that they had never gone before. And so uh, 20, 20 members of Quaff brought beers in. I, I, I brought one to it. Uh, there was a tasting. They picked up, mm, I think, five or six, and then they had a second round where beers were sent up to, to Portland, and they had a tasting panel uh, go through each one, and they picked the one that was sort of unusual, and the concept worked and was different. And my, uh, my crazy spiced IPA, which I called Chai PA, um, was the one that was the winner. And actually, I brewed it with a, a really good friend of mine, Chris Stani. So the two of us were co-brewers on it. That was a really good beer. I happened to catch a pint of that at uh, Church Key in San Francisco when it, they had had... Oh, yeah. Kegs of that beer floating around for a little while when it was a one-off. That was a really nice beer. The so they distributed it around. Yeah, it wasn't definitely. just a, Okay. But it's out of distribution now? I mean, it's-, it's out in distribution. It's uh, all over the country. Um, I've been receiving word from friends back east. They're getting it now. Oh. Uh, we certainly have had it down here for a while. Beautiful. See, so you have this little taste of professional brewing, and then you just go bonkers and decide, well, fuck it, I'm going to open a brewery. <laughs> That's right. Little success. Yeah. I mean, had Tasty done that, he'd open up a brewery uh, about four years ago, I think, by now. Or you, and six, he, or and you he, six years ago. And he'd be bankrupt. It's sort of like home brewery. Be yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. We'd both be sleeping in Doc's brew house, I think, Tasty. Oh, yeah, or in the Hummer. <laughs> okay. Let's move around that way. There's room. Yeah, well, one of us in the Hummer, one in the brew house. Yeah, you can move around a little bit. <laughs> right. Especially since I'm a night raper, but that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, Paul, uh, congrats! It's, it sounds like you're really experiencing some success. It's, I love hearing about the home brewers who just kind of capitalize on the whole thing, and you, 
uh, it's great when when craft breweries kind of make these programs where where homebrewers can come in and and brew a big batch of beer that gets distributed nationally or you know just really labeled as their beer. And I think it's not only encouraging for homebrewers. It like, elevates the hobby, like Paul, but it elevates the hobby. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And and it, you know clearly it makes it you know it makes you kind of believe. Well, shit, I can do this. My beer is good. You exactly. Know? And my, so many homebrewers do make this this I think world class beer. It happens on occasion. And uh, <laughs> and it's nice to see the ones that do it like really get recognized like that, and and that's how all the other bre- you know all of our favorite breweries started that way. You know, some guy making a great batch of homebrew and just going, well, shit, I'm just going to do this for my job. And yeah, here's, and here's the latest one, Paul. Yeah. Now, Paul, you sure you don't want to talk to Jamil about this first and make sure it's not a stupid idea? <laughs> I already know it's a stupid idea, <laughs> <laughs> and I've been talking to Jamil as well. That's what makes it so much fun, <laughs> right? No, Jamil's doing great, and, and I'm sure he does. I, I think that Jamil is is quite happy with the direction his brewery's going. But boy, do I know that that guy is working harder. Oh, he's, than, not, oh, yeah. he's not even thinking about beer and beer recipes. He's thinking Poor about but uh, distribution, you know, distribution, and sourcing hops. Exactly. You know, and the whole time I've known him, uh, and, and he's, he's he's been a hard worker in general. Yeah. I had never seen him so tired and just oh, yeah, working yeah. his ass off. But you know, when when I see two of his beers holding its own in in a, in a slot in in uh, my local uh, liquor store. Oh yeah, which is one of the top liquor stores around. Sure, there's two of them right there. Uh, Monument, and then the one near you. Yeah, yeah, and it, they're they're right there. Yeah. Well, Chad was telling me just uh, yesterday that uh, I think Chad? I think the cousin and um, evil twin and the twin are like in his top five down at Handles selling wise. They, yeah, he, they, awesome. they sell a shitload of those two beers. Just tastes good. So, Paul, there is light at the end of the tunnel, but you it know, could, could life life as you know it is over, my friend. Well, the cool thing about it is I'm doing a different kind of a different business model than Jamil did, where he was he's focusing on volume and bottles. We're really going to focus more on the tasting room and having variety. Mm. So it's almost like we're scaling up from home brewing, and at some point we'll we'll start bottling. But for for the initial part, I'll just be taking my you know four brew sessions a month and just turning those into pro brew sessions. Right. So you're, I rationalize it. You're a tap room that that brews their own beer, basically. Yeah, basically. That's yeah. a cool idea. How big That's is the brew one. system you picked up? Uh, we bought a 15 barrel from uh, Premier. Oh and boy. I'm also doing something really odd. I don't know many people that are doing is I upgraded my more beer system to uh, to be the 20 gallon. So I'm going to do a lot of parallel 20 gallon batches that are going to be one off, you know, nice. sours, barrel ages, and not just oddball styles that we don't know if people really will like or not. Very so I think cool. that's going to keep it fresh. I think you'll have enough people that will like them. Maybe not everybody will like them, but you'll have enough people that it will keep you doing that one-off thing. They'll be gone so quick. It'll yes. be amazing. Well, that's the beauty of the tap room, too, isn't it? Just uh, <clears throat> brew 20 gallons and put it on tap. If they like it, great. If they don't, all right. Gone, yeah, it's, in, it's, gone it's, in two days. We're, ha- we're having X again on Tuesday. You know, yeah. By Tuesday night, it's all gone. Right. Paul, did you quit your job yet? No, that's the one difference, uh I'm not quitting my job. I actually like it, and it pays money. Oh, um, so it's nice. Um, I don't get peanut shells. But the um, the way I'm, the way we're going to make this work is my my partner is also going to be brewing on the side, and then we have two other partners. So we're going to get a lot of help. Plus, we're going to hire an assistant brewer. So anyone out there is looking to be an assistant brewer, hmm, I'm not sure where I want to have you call me right away. But we're going to be looking for <laughs> someone at some point. Right, Susie, do you want to be an assistant brewer? What do you think? I'll come down and. Play around in the brewery. <laughs> Rubber boots and leather, you'd be good. I have really awesome pink brewing boots. You do? Mm-hmm. I'd say you're hired based on that. 
Big I mean, boots, if, yeah. If oh, I yeah. were in the hiring, pr- this is why. This is why I'm a terrible business person. What do you have? Do you have pink boots? Yes, you're hired. Yeah. <laughs> you want to work for nothing? Great. You don't even need pants otherwise. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so, I like San so, Diego. Let's do it. So, Paul, how many 15-barrel fermenters do you have there? What are you, you going to be doing there in the fermentation side? Um, so, initially, we bought four, and we're going to be – we're already planning on buying our next two, like, shortly after we open. Still seeing it 15 barrels? Are you going to get a 30 or something? 30s. We're, uh, 30s. We, we actually uh, – we, we got we bought – a 15 and a 30 bright tank, and then a 230 barrel fermenters. I see. And so one fifteen and 230 fermenters. And then are you going to keg your beer for serving, or are you going to have serving tanks as well, like some Grundy's or something? No, we're going to keg everything. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah you got to free up the fermenters. I think it's cool he's keeping his day job, too, and just sort of doing it that way. I mean, it can be a big leap for people a lot of times financially, especially San Diego is not necessarily a cheap area of the country, so he probably doesn't yeah. want to give that one up. Right Paul, away, or maybe not at all, you know. What do you do for a living, Paul? I do computer software. Um, I'm a distinguished engineer doing computer security stuff. So you're in porn? Uh, no, but uh, sounds like it. <laughs> right. he, he, he designed the backbone of the porn. No, yeah, if, you, if you've ever if you ever used a firewall, some of uh, Paul's yeah. technology is probably in there somewhere. Uh, he's I worked see. on somewhere. He's along the way. life lock yeah. guy, so it does get he does get paid well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he knows what he's doing there. I get the impression that he doesn't want to give up that. You know that side of his life so quickly, even though he loves brewing. You is know? Paul married? Right. Yep. There, he, and, the wife and, doesn't and, want you to give that up. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Doc's projecting my, again. My, my yep. kid's coming up on college too, so keep an eye on that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, Doc's right though. I can hear right. how that conversation went. Okay. I think I will keep an eye on that. Thank you. So, honey, I, you know, I'm thinking. You know, I've done well. <laughs> I just, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I just won Ninkasi. And uh, what's Ninkasi? Who's Ninkasi? Is that that homebrew thing? Paul, is that that fucking homebrew thing? Yeah, it, it was. Bring that up again. Uh, and also, you know, I just I just brewed with with Whitmer. Wit Wit who? Whitmer. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe I'll go pro. My fucking ass, you go. You better keep your job if yeah. you're gonna. Hey, keep typing, monkey. You can go all the pro you want as long as you go nine to five, baby. <laughs> right. Sorry, Paul. Now I'm projecting. I think that's that's a conversation I heard in my head. Is this gonna cut into? Your normal work week? <laughs> That's the question, right? <laughs> you're going to take on another job. Because this that? hobby thing, you're talking about it way too much. <laughs> How many kids do you have, Paul? I just have one. Just one kid. How old is that kid? She's 16, so she's got two years until college time. Right. So you are, it's it's knocking at your door. Yeah. That's probably That's mean. Okay. I think it's I me think knocking at his door. <laughs> so she'll, wa- she'll waste two years at college, and then you got to pay for four more? <laughs> Life lessons with Doc. It's pretty much every Sunday session. But these ones are pretty spot. On, <laughs> tell you that. Uh, hey, real quick. Speaking of advancing your life and your brewing career, uh, don't forget about Better Beer Scores, now known as CraftBeerU.com. If you go to CraftBeerU.com, the letter uh, U. These are guys who do the uh, the online seminars to help you pass the BJCP exam. Yes. And in fact, they have one coming up on March eighth. And the deal right now that they're doing, they're extending a deal to AHA members. And as of this week, they're also extending it to BN Army members. No way. So if you're a home, uh, a member of the American Homebrewers Association or you're a listener of the BN, which is pretty much what makes you a member of the BN Army, you can get a 20% discount right now on the new class that's beginning March 8th. So it's coming up quick, and I think that the BJCP is like adding another exam or something to make these things happen quicker. Yeah, it kind of happens by region, I think. If I 
if I'm right about it, but they're trying to get more people through the program because there's obviously a lot more interest these days. As the right. Grows, and, there's a, so. and there's a deficit. And we need yeah. the judges, exactly. So you can go to craftbeeru.com right now for details or email info at craftbeeru.com to find out how to get your 20% discount to the March 8th class that's starting. And uh, maybe there'll be another discount, but I would jump right in there now and take that class. If you're looking to pass the BJCP, it's a difficult exam, and you need a study group. And if you don't have a local study group, in fact, even if you do have a local study group, stack the deck, and you can sit at home at your laptop, just like when you listen to this program, and take the classes with the guys at at Better Beer Scores and be able to, to, you know, they're all certified beer judges. They've been through the exam. They know what it takes, and they'll help you do it, too. And it's a really good deal. And it's guaranteed, by the way. If you don't pass the BJCP exam, they'll let you take it again. And uh, within a certain amount of time, if you don't uh, feel the classes are right for you, they'll actually give you a refund. It's, I think it's after two courses. Before you start the third course, if you say, hey, uh, this isn't my thing, then they'll give you a refund anyway. But it's a 12-week series, live interactive, web- uh, interactive webinars, and uh, I think it's worth it. So go check out craftbeeru.com. All right. Paul, you're a BJCP judge, right? Are you certified? Mm-hmm. I am going to be a master judge next weekend after I get one more point. Wow, congrats, man. judge. I like seeing uh, craft brewers, uh, now that he's a craft brewer, who are master judges. Yes. You know? Well, that's how you make good beer. You know good beer. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Nice. You're the first person to call me a craft brewer. Hey, how about that? All right. You're breaking ground, buddy. You're so so are united. I lie a lot. (laughs) You're a (laughs) knight. Over and over. Right. So, Paul, are we never going to hear from you again now that you're kind of a big deal? You know, we don't get to, we don't get to hang out with Paul anymore and see him at the National Homebrewers Conference. Yeah, you know, it's going to be tough being so important as I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll hang out with him at the Craft Brewers Conference. Yeah, right there, you go. That's true. I'm going to, I'm going to NHC. So I'll see be. you guys at NHC. Awesome. All right, I'm just good. Sending forward to that. Well, and just keep us up to date, because this is fantastic news, and I can't wait to try your beer. So uh, let us know what's happening, Paul, and you're always welcome here. Great. Thanks. I appreciate you guys. All right, brother. Take care. All right. Take it easy. Paul Sangster, everybody. From uh, Rip Current Brewing. Rip Current Brewing, yeah. Yeah. Gangster Brewing. Just sucked right in. Gangsta. At least he should have a gangster. Sangster series. the gangster. I'm a gangster. Yeah. Just a line. He should have a, the gangster line of like special beers there or something. You know, just another reason why uh, all you listeners who are thinking about going pro ought to run your ideas behind, uh, you know, by us before you go filing for paperwork. Because, yeah, yep. you know, we can only make it better. We'll charge you some a- beer. We'll start thinking in our think tank. Yeah. We'll charge you a small fee. Yeah. $5,000. It's not like we don't have these ideas in our head already. We're yeah. just it's a right powerhouse at this table. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. There's nothing like a few beers to yeah. generate good ideas. That's right. Paul was saying, too, that uh, lots of the media was asking him questions, especially after he won the Ninkasi, and he's known about this, you know, the the brewery for a while, but uh, he saved it for us. He wanted to give the BN the exclusive because Sweet. of the role we played in his Unlike Jamil. How about that? Yeah. Unlike that, <laughs> Unlike Jamil. Jamil. Yeah, I made that guy, and he what does he do? He goes on, on the brewing TV. Some TV thing. Brewing yeah. Dot TV, the TV. brewing TV, brewing TV, like what we're on, Justin. TV, like that, but different. I don't understand. But with a better name, oh, we, it's like better we don't video have video, yeah, but with better video, but with <laughs> better video, yeah, but with yeah. better reach. Uh, he goes on something different, something marketable. Paul, he's got no allegiance to us. You know, uh, I haven't made his career nor any fame. He has, he has makes poor business decisions. But he comes on here, really? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. 
He's going to get enough pub- publicity to uh, sell to his wife now. Right. His wife right. will be oh, Yeah, he could probably quit his job. Right. Now. All right. Now what? Well, we have a few more things to do. Uh, you guys heard of this Adam and Eve? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I knew you were going to bring that You're up spice again. spice things up in the brew house. Uh, yeah. What's this apple thing? <laughs> if you want to get all gangsta in the brew house. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Go to adamandeve.com right now if you're looking to spice things up in the bedroom. You get an adventurous new toy or an adult movie. Adamandeve.com. And when you select one item at 50% off, you'll also get three free adult DVDs for a little Sweet. inspiration. I, I have that. Uh, what, do, what, do you, what do you have? Come on, share with us. Uh, I, I have a, I have you, a story. you got to pay it off now, Jay. Yeah, yeah. come yeah, on. I don't want to discredit this part. I, just haven't, I haven't watched an adult DVD in a long time. Like, Why? Because uh, there's the internet? Yeah. 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 It's on the, I'm not saying I haven't watched porn. I'm saying... But, I'm, well, you, there's, there's that segment that, that like it. So I think people yeah. maybe under 30... And then us people who are trying to be young are have grown up with clips <laughs> right. on the internet. But I guess everybody also, over has their DVDs are the thing. That's man. the thing. I guess also if, if you're hitched, like and and you share like a family computer, <laughs> yeah, you can't put in myfistingplace.com. <laughs> you can't be whacking it, and then ten minutes later, your little kid wants to go on, you know, disneyjr.com. <laughs> right. So well, you have yeah, to do yeah, just wipe that it, mouse down, sweetheart. Because if they put, because if the kid punches in the first two letters, right. di. <laughs> It, yeah. like the first, it doesn't. Disney doesn't come by. It comes yeah. like dildo. It, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Dicks in multiple broads. dot com yeah. comes up. It'll be like dildos in my urethra. dot org. <laughs> so you have to. So I, I guess that's the the value of yeah. the DVD. Oh, for sure. And then you can okay. hide them, and nobody will ever know. Well, no, you, yeah, you're yeah. gonna order the toy. When right. it comes, y'all, you get so these, do you. You get the DVD. <laughs> yeah. But the, are these DVDs going to just sit there? Hell no. You're going to watch. You're right. You're going to yeah. put them in the in the uh, top left drawer of your toolbox with the screwdrivers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when finally, when when finally your whole family leaves the house to go to whatever, Chuck E. Cheese, I don't know what happens, uh, but finally all Mount, the kids Mount, are gone. Mount Rushmore. things up. You know, and you've got about 13 minutes before. <laughs> you already know chapter one, two minutes in. <laughs> yeah, you got. You have enough time to, throw scissoring. It in the, to, to put the TV on, on video two, throw yep. the DVD in the fucking thing. Right, instead of booting that computer <laughs> up, that old workhorse of yours. You, know, you throw your headphones on because you don't want the neighbor to hear, you're, you're paranoid. <laughs> but you don't hear him come back in early, and you just got to quickly shut it down, and you left the damn thing in there. And you're like, oh, I was just trying to get a nap. Sweetie, and then, what are you doing? In and bed? Why three, are your pants down? Just getting a nap. They just <laughs> fell. The elastic broke. I don't and, know. And, you know, three days later, you forgot. All you did was like hit the off button. You didn't take the goddamn CD out of there. <laughs> so that when the kids are like, "Mommy, can we watch the television in your room? We want to watch the Disney." DVD. Oh yeah, no, because the two brothers are fighting, and you send the other one in the other room. <laughs> and mom's like, "Sure, just go turn it on." Yeah. Just turns it on. What's this, Pinoch Poco? <laughs> Pinocchio. Oh, that must be Pinocchio. I'll get it. <laughs> Pinocchio. <laughs> All right. Poker in the Pinocchio. <laughs> If you go to adamandeve.com right now, use coupon code BNARMY, you get uh, one item at 50% off plus three free adult DVDs. Uh, and then also a free extra gift so sensual we can't even mention it on the Brewing Network. We could mention it. Top it all off, you get free shipping. And uh, I think they send it in like discreet, discreet boxes too. Moscow, yeah. when you got a As box, a, yeah. like did it say Adam and Eve on it? or It was actually shaped like a cock. <laughs> It was, it was, it was like a, a, a black paper. It was black paper. Right. And little cocks all over the outside. This guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It also says pervert. Yeah, this the, guy's a pervert. This guy's right? a pervert. On the outside, it said 
Batteries not included. Yeah, the mail lady lectured me when she dropped it off. Uh, no, yeah, very. It's uh, you know. And she said, "I got one of package. those." It's an right? unmarked package. All right. She can yeah. tell from the outside. She said, "I got one of those." All right. Go to adamandeve.com right now. Use coupon code BNARMY. And uh, all joking aside, it helps us out. Buy some wieners, and it helps us out. All right. How about this? Let's take a break. We got things to get to when we get back. We yeah. still have to do feedback. We yeah, can we do. We have to do our Twitter game. That's uh, true. You name it. We've got a lot of things to do. Twitter. So we we're going to take a, a quick break, and uh, we're going to make Andy order us some pizza on Boulder Beer Company. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Let's do it. Sorry, Jim. All right. I was actually hoping it was already here. That's how we roll. All, All right. right. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeast, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's super yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. Here's a bite for beer lovers. Soft caramel made with real craft brew and coated in chocolate. And hop drops. Hard candies made with real hop oil. Introducing Beer Candy from BeerCandy.com. Beer Candy's amazing caramels come in four mouth-watering flavors. IPA, bitter gold wrapped in smooth white chocolate. Lager made with a familiar beer from Boston and coated in milk chocolate. Lambic, soury Belgian goodness full of fresh raspberry and dipped in dark chocolate chocolate and stout roasty cocoa chocolate insanity hop drops are made with fuggles or cascade hops and are known as the candy that bites you back choose from sampler and full sizes of both and make your mouth jump to life all at beercandy.com hop drops and beer caramels satisfy your sweet tooth as only a beer lover could with beer candy visit beercandy.com today when Israel had sin and God was trying to decide who he going to send down to save the earth, they was around. Somebody had, had suggested that he sent Abraham. He told Pharaoh that Sarah was his sister, not his wife. Then he said, no, he can't send Noah. said, strictly illegal. Noah was a little, little, little wino. I had a fellow live next door to me who brewed homebrew in the bathtub. The beer we selling now not good enough. Good enough. But it was strictly illegal. 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 I don't think you want to do this to your children, do you? Man, you gonna make everybody up there wild. I don't think you want to do this to your children, do you? Strictly, you gonna make you know, we have people that live on the street that go into your local Dollar General store and buy shaving lotion for a high. 
starting don't be discouraged by all this stuff it's exactly. so easy just throw it yeah. together dude. put some I sugar and some water and some yeast in there yeah. <laughs> hey everybody these are the brewing network's announcements it's sunday march 4th first up this week is a new brewery opening soon that's going to be very near and dear to the brewcaster hearts as everyone knows by now, Northern California is rich in brewing tradition and is home to some of the best breweries in the world. Hoping to add to this proud history, I'm pleased to announce that there will be an all-sour, all-barrel-aged gypsy brewery launching in the San Francisco Bay Area named the Rare Barrel. What do they mean by Gypsy Brewery? Well, they plan to partner with the great breweries of the Bay Area for their brewing needs, and they'll be building their own barrel warehouse for fermentation, packaging, and serving of beers to the public. The team is made up of people committed to producing the highest quality sour beer, including Jay Goodwin, who's the former brewer and head of barrel aging at the brewery down in Orange County, Alex Walosh, who's a home brewer and a sales rep in biotechnology, and Brad Goodwin, entrepreneur in the pharmaceutical industry. They hope to release more details of their plan over the next few months, and they look forward to producing beer with experimental methods, with a singular focus on quality sours and a commitment to the craft beer community. If you're looking for more details, feel free to contact them at info at the rarebarrel.com with any questions or comments. 
visit their website, therarebarrel.com, and do the Facebook and uh, Twitter thing there. Facebook.com slash therarebarrel and Twitter.com slash therarebarrel. Next up, the Fort George Brewery of Astoria, Oregon, has brought back their homebrewers dinner competition for 2012 after canceling last year due to the Oregon liquor law problem prohibiting the transport of homebrew. But I guess that's solved now, so a two-bottle sample is due at the brewery by 5 p.m. on Friday, March 23rd. Label bottles in the customary manner for competitions, and there is no entry fee. You can enter as often as you like, but each brewer may only win once. Winners will be notified by Sunday, April 1st, and must be able to provide 35 12-ounce bottles or the equivalent volume of the winning beer for the dinner to be held on Wednesday, April 18th. Winners will be awarded a pair of seats at the dinner where the winning beers will be paired by the pub chef. This is not a BJCP competition, and beers will be judged solely on quality, variety, creativity, and compatibility with food pairing. No homebrew will be bought or sold. For more info, visit fortgeorgebrewery.blogspot.com or give them a call, 503-325-PINE. Finally this week, New Zealand is calling all craft beer geniuses. Applications are now being sought by a New Zealand brew house to travel down under and create a world-class range of brews for the Kiwi Nation to fall in love with. The Boundary Road Brewery, they're called. They're seeking applications for the position of the resident. The role will entail a qualified brewer traveling to Auckland for a month on an all-expenses-paid sabbatical to create three bespoke beers, which will undoubtedly take the small island nation of four million by storm. As well as the opportunity to create a new range of craft beer and become a national hero, the brewer who makes the cut will also get the chance to explore New Zealand during their stay and check out what it has to offer. Accommodations for the month and a food and travel allowance is included to ensure the brewer has the experience of a lifetime in the country known for its bungee jumps, sheeps, and hobbits. That actually sounds a little sketchy, but it sounds like a fantastic opportunity. The recruitment process will be open until March 16, 2012, and those interested can tell the brewery why by emailing brewmaster at boundaryroadbrewery.co.nz. Best of luck if you guys apply for that gig. It seems like it would be a sweet experience. All right, that's it for this week. As always, send your announcements over to scott at thebrewingnetwork.com for a spot in this segment. And until next time, this is Scott the Jew saying, L'chaim. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us. We got a few things left to do. We got our Twitter game. We got some drunk of the week. Uh, Chad Mosher's back in the studio. Oh, uh, producer Chad. Ex producer Chad uh, hanging out in the studio. Got a little golf in with Chat yesterday. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. I stunk it up. I guess he has Chat. I'll drive you. Jesus, that kid can drive. He can hammer that thing. Huh? He can't hit it in a straight line. It doesn't. It's not that it hooks or slices. It's just that it. Uh, it, it I guess it, it's that it does go in a straight line, just not always where he hopes it goes. That's true. But Chad, Jesus, you can hit that ball once in a while. I think you hit. Like three twenty yesterday. What? No. Yes, it was some enormous amount of yardage. It was ridiculous. Where, Where? on the little Muni course? Here? I had my my no, Wheaties at the at the the, the, the the Muni, the Concord Muni. Yeah, uh, Diablo Creek. Oh, that one. All right. All right. I mean, when Chad gets a hold of it, puts all that Chad behind it. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, does it go! He puts a little Chad ass. He puts a little Chad on it. I mean, the, pro- the only, his only problem is that it sometimes ends up on the other fairway. Yeah, that's true. But it's a long ways down. Right? But ends. I mean, one time he hit from our tee box to the 
opposite tee box of the one next to us, and the tee, <laughs> and it was, you know what I mean? Like he it was, was pin, at the other. He was end. pin high. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like me, but two hundred yards more. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Did he hit anybody? That boy can. No, it didn't hit anybody. No. You can. How long you been golfing, Chad? Long time since you're a kid. right? Oh yeah, yeah. Your old man golfs. Yeah, yeah. Like he, crazy. He's a big golfer. Just go out and shag all his balls for him. You know, yeah. <laughs> go get those. Right. Yeah. I can't bend down. So what? Since, would you, like since you were eight or yeah, seven, eight years old. Sure. No shit. Oh yeah. Really that long? Oh yeah. Do you ever like do the the high school golf team or anything? Never. No. Got into sports like uh, football and baseball and basketball. Yeah, got into right. sports, golf? not not games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, but you know what I used to have that I thought was cool as a kid was one of those little uh, shag bag um, yeah. things, the shag ball bags. Picks the balls you up. pick them up. Oh, you remember yeah. those things? Sure. Yeah. You just like poof, suck them right up. Oh, yeah. That was kind of fun yeah. as a kid. Did you used to make money on, like, sell them back the No. no you didn't really. do that. No. No? Listen. Mowing lawns. I'm telling you, if you take a little... <laughs> In the summer. If you would take a little time off from this handles... And golf once a week, you'd be a hell of a golfer. Yeah, I mean, I could. You must have been good at one point if you're playing a lot. Not bad, you know, because you can get a hold of that ball. It just, uh, but it's all over the place, isn't it? Consistent. Yeah, you got to be consistent. <laughs> yeah. That's a problem with golf. That is, man. Uh, you know, golf is for schmoozing. It so is. You might as well just. You, you're an owner now. Yeah, that's go, right. Go, go, out, schmooze. go out and schmooze. <laughs> Are you an owner now? Yeah, you're part owner and yeah. handles. You yeah. have equity. I do. Sweat equity. Chad, nice yeah. work. Hell yeah. yeah. Yep. And you're kind of like the, you're kind of running the show down there. Uh, you know, beverage side, absolutely. Yeah. Um, doing it, some of the restaurant stuff as well. Um, just wherever we can help out, you know? Okay. It's one of these startup type deals and you're just working long hours and making it happen and it's, it's been yeah. a lot of fun. Long and hard. Learning a lot. See, Doc's right. It's the perfect opportunity for, you know, listen, it's not taking a day off. You've got to go talk to this distributor. And, you might as well uh, talk over golf. Right. Impress him with your golfness. Good idea. There's some nice courses down around Pleasanton. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you get all the Ruby Hills. Get I get out there. Yeah, yeah. Work yeah. that. Shit. I don't. Maybe you have to talk to the owner of the Brewing Network to see if you could kind of you know get in yeah. a few more plugs and Ooh. take him out golfing down in Pleasanton. Well, that sounds like a plan. Do yeah. doubles with the owner of Very Social Media. Do you know how to get right. a hold of these guys? Yes, I oh, can. Oh, okay. Say. Yeah. Just go I'm, to any bathhouse really around. You'll find them. <laughs> I'm obsessed with any the sport right now, Tasty. It's a game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm obsessed. Fun. I'm watching the golf channel all day. Oh, it's on. No. You got the hook. You got the bug. I, I'm obsessed um, with it. Would you hit one good shot? And that's yeah, what it's not gonna, that's all it takes. <laughs> it's not going to help oh, your I, game. Oh, I'm terrible. No, I know. I'm horrible. How but horrible. I'm How horrible. horrible. You have hope, though. <clears throat> but you, you shot... Like, I'm horrible. You shot like nine more than, uh, less than I did. I'm horrible. Actually, You're that right. was the best I've ever shot, JP. Yeah. I'm not that good. That was a fluke. You I were w- good. When I went, sa- I shot a 126 on Saturday. <laughs> I, I'm bad at this game, but I love it. It takes like a half of a good shot, and, I, and I'm back the next right. day. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Like, oh, I feel good now. I'm real obsessed with it. You did some good shots. You have those new clubs you're getting used to, Yeah. Uh, new shoes, new pants. I had new shoes and new pants. shirt. <laughs> pants? What you were looking about? sharp. Here's so, my thing. Oh, how, about, pants. how about that? <laughs> on my game. How about yeah. that chip putter? The That's thing my, that he has. Oh, the cheater. Yeah, cheater. Oh, cheater. My cheater. cheater. Oh, that thing's awesome. My cheater chipper. I love my cheater oh, chipper. Oh man, it's like it's shaped like a putter, but it has the loft of a chipper. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. And you, so you don't have to do a full swing. You just you do a tap, like you putt. And the ball gets up, but in it the gets air. up in the air. Yeah. It's, it's my cheater chipper, and oh, it, it, uh, perfectly it, legal, by the way. <laughs> perfectly label, it, legal. It gets you out of the rough. Yeah, it gets you out of the rough and right onto the green. And uh, Cause you're, you're, I'm, you're not on the green right away. 
<laughs> Jesus, I'm lucky I ever make it to the green. I'm telling you, I'm terrible. At I've never been so into something that I'm so bad at. You know, Beer. I, home brewing. I'm I've, I've only ever played golf really, than I am at home. I've brewing. only ever played scramble, which means that your your partner just. The best ball. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, your partner pulls you out. Yeah. So, yeah. I need that. I, 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 do, I need that. Well, and then I thought you were, like, Facebooking and tweeting all day, but you have, like, this golf app on I your phone. I have an app. Yeah, I can it tells you how far away you are from the pin, you know, tells you how to putt. As if it fucking matters yeah. to me. I can barely get it off of, like, <laughs> like every day. I go 10 feet at a time. That's how you uh, break 130. Oh. Hey, yeah. but really cool. I love getting that email with my scores and everything. Oh, that was send great. It to you? Yeah. Yeah. And you so can look cool. at your statistics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm telling you. That's so, really so, cool. So is Justin the worst player you've ever known that owns his own club? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That, that owns his own club? He's fine. Yeah. He's just, you know. Yeah. I'm getting there. He hasn't played with me yet. It's uh, it's repetition. But here's my thing about, like, I am into the clothes and everything. Because here's what I think. <laughs> Fashionista. You look good. Here's what I think. It's, it's it's two things. I think two things. For one, look like the golfer you want to be. No, yeah, right. Yeah. So you dre- dress for success. All right. Right. Then why don't you shower? But that way, when you go to the other fairway and get the ball off the guy's head, you hit. <laughs> That's right. You, you look like he you know thinks what it was a mistake. Yeah, because right. I look good. Exactly. He's like, well, clearly it was a mistake. Everyone has a bad oh, shot. Yeah, yeah. You let <laughs> right. one go. Yeah. But the other, the other thing is, I figure if you're going to play shitty golf, you might as well look good. My final thing is, you can always tell who the worst golfer in the group is. It's the best dressed. <laughs> so clearly, like I'm out there, you know, Chad, and we get some other people, and, and you can look at us, and you could know who the worst golfer was, and it was me with my fucking pants, my stupid golf pants, my stupid golf shoes. Uh, and you can just look, go, well, he sucks. Because otherwise, why would you wear all that? But you're very hip. Like, you're the, the new, like, young golfer kind of yeah. outfit. You know, like the young guys on the tour. I'm into the it. shiny, like, gray pants. He's shiny. And, you know, like, he was looking good, man. He's I shiny. like hipster golfer. The big belt buckle. Like, you were if, rocking it. If I'm going to do it, I, I'm telling you, it's my oh. thing. I'm, I'm, I'm diving in. Head first, yeah, good uh, or bad. Don't hit the shallow end. Boy, do I so. The uh. thing is, I'm showing up at the, at the nine hole Muni over here. You know where it's like every homeless person who likes to, who owns a golf club is playing this thing, yeah. and I'm showing up in these clothes, and so I just look like a retard. Yeah, if I'm homeless, I'm going to own some golf clubs. But it's my thing. Are you ready for the avalanche of emails from listeners like I donate every month and it all now you're just going golfing every day? Look, it cost me eleven dollars to go <laughs> golfing, and my clothes, my fancy clothes. I'm such a like shot like I'm scouring the internet for the cheapest fucking things I could find. Right. I just wait for the deal. Well, then you buy them on Amazon, and you get money back. Wait for the deal, and I, I go through my own Amazon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm just. I'm but you're all you're doing business deals as well. The whites like to go out and golf. You get stuff with, done. You that's know? true. In fact, I did. I started brokering a new deal with the whites, and in fact, uh, we were with Chris Graham the other day. I, we we're talking business. It's all business. It's that's all it. work. That's it. Oh, it's absolutely. business time. All right, speaking of work, if you want to be a better brewer than I am, you can go to beersmith.com right now and download your free 21-day trial of their brewing software, and uh, it will improve your brewing process because you can keep track of everything. You can keep track of the ingredients and every bit of the process. You obviously want to take down your gravities and things like that, but everything is recordable. If you want to rebrew that fantastic beer, I know that when Tasty enters the National Homebrew Competition, sometimes he has to rebrew his batch of beer if he makes it to the second round well the only way you can rebrew that beer is if you have all the information about it and brewing software like beersmith.com uh can do that for you so you don't have to take our word for it you get a free 21 day trial version and check it out you can convert recipes automatically from all grain to extract if you so 
uh, wish to do that. Over 300 recipes available online. Equipment profiles. So, uh, you know, Tasty talks about knowing his efficiency and everything about his brew system. You can punch all that into Beersmith so that the, the program you're using knows everything about your brew system as well. Search and sort recipes by ingredient or even pick recipes to match the ingredients that you have in stock. All sorts of different things and a free 21-day trial. Go to Beersmith.com right now and check it out. Check it out. All right, I think I paid all our sponsors. Today. Hey, yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, so I got a phone call. Yeah. Drunk of the week already. He also says that he wrote a song for me, uh, and you guys never played it. Wrote a song for you? Yeah. I never got a song for you. He said he sent it to you guys about my seven point fives. He's probably drunk. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Sugar Valley Brewer, what's happening? He fell asleep. Probably. Come on, Barday. I, th- I, re- I think I can hear him sleeping, actually. Well, he's sleeping. A 7.5. I don't know, like 36D, 36WD. No, no. It's because um, Justin said my boobs are only 7.5. Oh, I rated them a 7.5? Yeah. Out of, out of uh, how many? I must not have been drinking, because today I'd rate them an 8.5. Yay. Uh, Sugar Valley, are you asleep? Hey, let's just listen to him sleep. Oh, hey, buddy. Uh, he, he dropped. Yeah. 888-401-BEER. If you want to call in for Drunk of the Week right now, you can do that. Uh, let's do our Twitter game, JP. Do you have time for that? I uh, sure do. Uh, let me get to the right tab. I can do our feedback if you need a moment. <laughs> no, no, no. I got, uh, I got it. Cool. So the Twitter game of the night was, tell me uh, some of the things that you say that identifies you as too drunk to be in public. Not just that you're drunk, but that you need to go home and go to bed. You shouldn't even think about you know staying out another minute. What have right. your, your friends told you twice? That kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Let, yeah, yeah, let me get back to you when I decipher that. So, yeah. um, Matt McGee says, I tell my girlfriend that I love her. Brad says, I'll have a Miller Lite. Okay. <laughs> um, and then actually, uh, this goes against my rules, but Brad has entered twice. Uh, his second one was a lot funnier. I wish there was a new episode of Lunch Meat. <laughs> You would say that only would, when you're drunk. Yeah. Right, and then people take you home. Yeah. Um, Evan says, I start to speak Spanish with a fake Irish accent. I like that. It's not bad. Uh, it's a thinking one. Uh, PD uh, says, let's go ask that cop if he'll tase us. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Uh, he must be hanging out with the Schumans. Yeah. Fat on the inside says, who wants to see my dick? <laughs> I think I've done that. <laughs> I'm drinking too much. Yeah. Uh, Chris says, let's do sake bombs. Yeah, Doc's done that. I know that. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Brewing Report says, let me tell you why you're wrong, which I think is what also Doc has done. Ah, and and a lot of us who are argumentative, I think, have done that. Let I know that Moscow's done wrong. that before. He does that he when he's have. sober. He's argumentative. Yeah, he he must have, that's sober. because I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're wrong. Right. Therefore, you've said So that. that's it. Those okay. are the best ones. What, was oh. the, what were the first two again? Uh, I, t- I tell my girlfriend that I love her, and I will have a Miller Lite. Uh, those are my top two. Um, I like the ask a cop if he'll tase us. It's pretty funny. Uh, let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we have four that we all like, right? Yeah. yeah. Any, uh, anything else that we liked in there? Just those four, right? All right. Uh, uh, raise your hand if it's I tell my girlfriend uh, that I love her. Yeah, a couple of those. I, I'm kind of tempted. That That's might be my good, vote, too. Right? I'm still thinking about it. Uh, no, because you wouldn't do it. <laughs> even when I'm drunk. <laughs> Ever. Call her a bitch. Why'd you burn this bacon, bitch? <laughs> That's just what I do. <laughs> All right. Uh, raise your hand if it's... Uh, let's have a Miller Lite. I, I don't know how drunk I would have to be to say that. <laughs> All right. What was the third one? Uh, let's go ask that cop if he'll tase us. I think that's yeah, I like that good, one. Right? That, I like yeah. that one. 
All right, that one's in the lead right now. And what's the final uh, one? Let me tell you why you're wrong. What have the Spanish Irish? Uh, one, two. Oh, well, we have that one too. Oh. Um, we, so, yeah. Uh, you already I, voted, though, Tasty. No, no, I, no I'm not. Take your twice. I'm just, I, just, <laughs> I just pulled them out, just kind of what, what the room right, was reading. So, I didn't see Suzy Q vote. I voted for Liz, um, Liz have the, the cop if he'll tase us. Okay, so that was four for oh, that one. Chad, did you vote? What are you no, going to vote for? What was the last one? The let me let, let me tell show you, you my balls or something. Oh, or um, who wants to I see did, my? I, dick? I had deleted that, but who wants dick? to see my? I dick? like that one. That's yeah, bad. you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I'd taken that off the table since we only needed four, I suppose. Right, or what do we do? I don't know. Uh, that was good a, question. I, There's a lot of good ones. It's hard to pick right when well, but the one. only one with four votes right now is uh, the taser. Thing. The taser. All right, so uh, ask the cop. Gator will Beard. You, will you tase me? Taser. Twitter Game of the Week winner. Yeah, Gator Beard, uh, send me an email at jp at com and give me your shirt size as well, you tubby jerk. There you go. Thank you. All right, Sugar Valley Brewers back on the line. Sugar. Hey, Sugar. Sugar. <laughs> Come on. Oh. Hey, Sugar Valley Brewer. Come on, give me some hey, sugar. y'all. What yeah. is up? Bourbon Network. <laughs> Burnt Network. Sounds Bourbon. Like a, sounds like a drunk Kermit. <laughs> What's up, man? Well, man, not too much. How y'all doing? We're doing pretty good. You been drinking? Oh, fuck yeah. I, I, are you sitting, are you sitting vertical or are you laying down? It's about 2 o'clock today. Where are you from? I live in Calhoun, Georgia, Sugar Valley, Georgia. What's your address? <laughs> it's about my big eyes, Sugar Valley, Georgia. That's where my address is at. <laughs> now, I'm I'm worried about a couple of things. Uh-oh. Okay. Sugar Valley, how much do you weigh? I weigh about 225. How much do you weigh? Not quite that much. I only ask for this reason. I'm already afraid of running into Sugar Valley Brewer at a homebrew event. I don't want to fuck with him too much because I feel like he can beat all of our asses. This is why I'm asking you about this. Uh, Dude. No, I'd, I'd be helping you drink a beer is all I'd be doing. There he is. He's a peaceful big dude. How long you been homebrewing? Uh, a couple of years now. How long you been drinking today? Uh, about six hours, man. A couple of years now. Fucked up. <laughs> is that all you've been doing is drinking? Uh, damn. Are you still sitting up well, vertically or are you laying down horizontally? Since the old lady finally let me up, I'm, I mean, you know, other than that, I'm, I've been drinking. <laughs> what do you mean she had a bunch of chores for you in the beginning of the day? Yeah, she had some chores for me, all right. But, you know, it's uh, it not bad. Not bad, everybody. I did a little song about Susie's boobies. Did y'all get that? I don't think I did. Uh, yeah. Let me find it. What would I search for? Do you remember what you named it? Susie's boobies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about, you you got my naming scheme down. I don't know how you did it. It's like you're in my head. That's, much, that's, that's fucking pretty much it, man. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta find it. Can you can you sing it for us while we're looking for it? I wrote a song, but my town is called it Sugar up, Valley. I don't know if it'll come through. I'll, let me see if it'll come. Yeah, through. just do do your best. Come on. I'm like searching my email for the Are words boobies. Get a bunch of weird yeah. shit coming up. Are you getting it, man? No, brother-in-law, we ain't no, getting it. I don't hear it. What's your name? 
What's your full name? That's uh, my email is sugarvalleybrewer at gmail.com, dude. All right, hang on, I'll find it. What if there's more than one brewer in Sugar Valley? Did, did this end up in the feedback, JP? No. Maybe? Nope. I sent it, I sent it to... Oh, here we go. I see it. Oh, oh, uh, oh, all right. oh, oh. All right, here we go. All oh. right, hang in there. Oh. Crack her up there, fellas. You'll like it. <laughs> there you go. Sounds like a Wesley Willis song. Uh, the Eagles. Taste God I <laughs> thought the ranking was a bit too high it really was a 6.5 <laughs> Little pointy, really not that big Said dark in between two swigs I need to see them both real close up Feel around them underneath them cuffs Inspect the nipples with a liquor too See how firm they are. Wow. How firm they are. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Susie's boobies give us all a heart on. JP dreams about them all night long. Now, people surely got some great big tins. Sam loves to play with them. The coals are smaller, but that's okay. More than a mouthful is a waste anyway. That's bullshit. I, I disagree. Susie pushed the thing way up high. You got some 7.5. I gotta make you a shirt that says 7.5. <laughs> I will make myself a shirt that says 7.5 on it. Now, tasty I think you did already. Was a bit too low. There had to be at least a nine or so. <laughs> The shape is perfect, so nice and round. A few nicer fits could be found. If tasty, try do not to glow. Susie had let him do the motor motorboat. <laughs> right between them all over the sides. Tasty motorboated <laughs> The great chorus. Give us all a heart on <laughs> JP dreams about them all night long Now people surely got some great big tins Sam loves to play with them The toes are smaller but that's okay More than a mouthful is a waste anyway Susie pushed the titties way up high Got some 7.5. 7.5. 7.5. Wow. Sure, Valley Brewer, everybody. That's a fantastic song you wrote there. 
I mean, it totally fucking creeps me out, but it's a damn good song. It made me real uncomfortable in the middle there, and uh, I have a feeling Sugar Valley doesn't get out of Sugar Valley. I think it touched you in a lot of ways, didn't it? I don't know how you knew about my motorboating fe- I love fetish. I love the network, good. dude. I did it for y'all. I hope you enjoy. I did. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm being serious right now. That's one of the best songs we've ever been sent. That's a real... The chorus is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Are you going to Seattle, Sugar Valley? Are you going to go to the NHC in Seattle? I'm going to try. I'm going to very well try. Because I'll tell you what. I might have a spot on stage for you to perform that very fantastic song right there. That's, that was well done. Oh. Well, I, it very, at the very least, I hope you'll play it for the crowd there. I'm sure they'll enjoy it. I think you're right. All right, my brother. You are now in the running for Drunk of the Week. Cheers. Thank you. Great song. Have, have a good night. good night. You too, brother. Wow. I'm not See, and you just threw that email away. That's one of the. No I don't know idea. what. I don't know how I didn't listen. <laughs> Look what to happened. It. I know how you didn't listen to it. You're too busy golfing. <laughs> I think I thought it was a photo. And it came through as Susie's boobies, and I was like, I don't know if she works here, and I'm feeling <laughs> creeped out about that. Like, I didn't know if it was going to be some weird thing. I never open links that people I don't know send me, <laughs> or attachments or anything. You just never do it. That song's goddamn fantastic, Pretty good. Susie. I don't know what you think about it. I think it, it's but, awesome. Uh, <laughs> the last time someone wrote a song about me, we were in high school, and it was a bass solo. Uh, see, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bass solo. Ah, that's not very, that's not very uh, the flattering. Co- yeah, the coolest <laughs> bass player in high school. I mean, <laughs> I think 7.5s is my new favorite song. <laughs> we have to make Susie a shirt. That's great. Uh, you know, can you have 7.5 on each boob or just one? <laughs> just one. All right, Jason's on the line calling him for maybe Drunk of the Week. Jason, yeah. what's hey, happening? Hey, Not Sue. much, man. How you guys doing? The other Jason. Hello. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Hey, buddy. What's going on, man? I don't know. You tell us. I don't know. I I sent you guys like 12 sour beers at NCHF and I haven't got a response. Oh, I still have them. Oh. I'm saving them. What? You haven't even tried you haven't even tried them yet? Well, we're going to drink them at our bad beer party. I thought they were special. I've been saving them <laughs> for a special. I, I fucking tried to get you to drink them at Bernie Man and you didn't well, there. Now well, you're a... ditching the ones I sent you at NCHF. Uh, well, I didn't ditch them at Bernie Man. I was high. And uh, but and I uh, at, at home I, I I I I forgive the Bernie Man one because I understand that. <laughs> right, but the home one I'm with you. That's fucked up. I I, I have them yeah. there. I even I have the picture of them in my mind. They're they're right there in the kegerator. I just haven't busted them out. Are they the ones with the duct tape you on them? Ser- yeah. You serious have that twelve pack still in your fucking cater- kegerator? I do. It's, it's in a Deschutes it's porter C- pack, right? JP with duct tape uh-huh. on it. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's the one that the dogs take a shit. But on. The, w- the reason is like sours they age well. There's no big deal. I just there's no rush. I figure they're all sour. Oh, yeah. they're, they're 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 fine. They're, yeah. They're good to go. And in oh. fact, some of them are great. But uh, uh, question is, how many great. how many sours is Nate Nate entering this year? Mm, two. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Have I Don't tried these it? sours, Nate? Uh, I think so. One is uh, lambic with cherries, and one is uh, Flanders. Okay. Oh, I don't think yeah, I've had I'll, your Flanders. I haven't you had Flanders. I'll, I'll bring. I'll bring Flanders more. red or Flanders brown. <laughs> red. Good. Well, yeah. well, let Nate know I have all categories entered this year, and I took second and third last year. You'll probably lock three, it up then. So. Did yep. you enter under the BN so. Army? Under the Brewing Network? Last year, no. This year, yes. Yeah, buddy. I'm representing you this year. Let's not even let's not even talk about last year. That's uh, that shit was in the past, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Are you drunk of the week uh, this week so, too, or what? I'm not. I'm calling more on a rant to give you shit for not <laughs> drinking my fucking sour beers. That's that's fair. I the, accept it. The drunken rant. I, I, I'm drunk, but I'm not drunk of the week. Okay. But. All right, I accept your ridicule. You're absolutely right. I've been, I've been slacking, and uh, I'll tell you what, Moscow, put it in your notes. We're going to do his beers next week. Don't just thumbs up me. Write it down oh. on on something. <laughs> I don't know where you write things, but we're doing this next week. Okay, I need to do right. this for my man. He did. He you tried. Know. He did. Fi- Doc and I hung out with him for a few minutes yeah. and uh, and tried uh, some other beer, and it was not. And he said, hey, "Come by later for the sour beer." And you know, Doc and I, uh, I'm not sure what happened. We snouted out. Something yeah. happened. Well, but yeah. then the man Bernie sent man us a whole 12-pack of happen. sour beer, and we got to get to it next week. So, Are you guys going to NCHF next year? NCHF. Oh, the NorCal Homer Festival. Uh, this year NorCal. or next year? I am. Next year. Well, the, the one next right after in September, October. I'll be there. So that's this year. Yeah. We'll probably be there. My, my yeah. plan is to be there, yeah. like last year. I like I to be dashed, there. dashed, but... As long well, as they don't book it I'm on go. GABF weekend. Or my, or my, or my kid's birthday. September 20th? 20, yeah. 21st, 22nd. Are the oh. For, um, oh, yeah, my kid's birthday. Oh. Weekend. All right, I'll probably be there. Bring your kid. I'm, I'm not going to Burning Man this year because how fucked up the ticket. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, Me neither. We could do a whole show on that but, uh, one. It'll be real interesting. But I'm going to NCHF, so if you guys go there next year, I'll bring a bunch of sour beer. Me and Icky, you got you guys know Icky. No, yeah, no, Icky who? I've Icky. never heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know Jeff. All right, so I'm, I'm good friends with Icky, but we're going to come down with a shitload we'll of sour beer. All right. Sweet. I can't wait to try yeah. it, and we're going to try the sour beer you sent next week, my friend. Yeah, it's, it's on the calendar. It's official, right, Jason. Buddy. Thanks, brother. All right. I don't care. He said his beers did really well. I think I'll just steal those and enter those in the first round instead. <laughs> yeah, just repurpose those. All right, Bruiser is on line one. Bruiser, what's happening? What's up, buddy? <laughs> what's going on, man? You drinking? I'm drinking a lot. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Where are you from, Bruiser? Fuck yeah, I'm from Jersey City, New Jersey. Represent, motherfucker. Is that New Jersey? <laughs> New Jersey, that's so right. Jersey. I said it. What? <laughs> I was just wondering. <laughs> are you uh, are you born and raised in New Jersey? No. Fuck yes, I what? am. What? He kind of sounds like yeah. California, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 Jersey accent no. at all. Who's no, the, no, motherfucker, I'm not from California. You've been watching... I lived there. I lived in, I lived in Oakland, motherfuckers. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. That's For the like ghetto. 20 years. You on, Raiders all the way, I'll stab you. I don't care. <laughs> You sound very... You have a California accent. Who's the better New Jersey band, nah, the Misfits or Bon Jovi? Nah. <laughs> Good I question. In, Thank uh, you. Fuck you. Oh, bon Jovi, fuck you. <laughs> I, lived, I, I lived in Oakland over 10 years ago. It was cool. I lived there for a couple of years. It was fine. Please note that he didn't answer Whatever. the question. He, d- he, said, he said Bon Jovi, fuck you. I think yeah. that's an answer. Is yeah, it? that's oh, an yeah. answer. No. Oh, yeah. It no. means Bon Jovi, oh, fuck you. I think it's yeah. half an answer. <laughs> Uh, well, exactly. Bon Jovi, fuck you. <laughs> I, on the my other, answer. I, on the other hand, think that Bon Jovi won. <laughs> <laughs> he won nothing. Yeah, they got out, I guess. you telling me that... He, 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 he loses on every level. <laughs> Except in his pocketbook. <laughs> That's evil. <laughs> you telling me that this doesn't win? Right <laughs> I don't over, know. Over the misfits? Well, I mean, you know, Where Eagles Dare is a pretty epic song. Sand. Come on. A little bit of butt rock never hurt anybody <laughs> from New Jersey. I think it actually keeps people in New Jersey.
Man, if he made it, I can make it. I don't need to leave. Let's do it here. I think Nate's actually catching fire right now. I'm <laughs> <laughs> making him listen to Bon Jovi's. Literally catching fire. Okay, I don't have enough dollar bills to listen to Bon Jovi. <laughs> As Susie starts dancing, you do. Okay. I, again, I don't have enough dollar bills. <laughs> it's, it's a very good soundtrack for that event. Yeah. Yes, it is. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're, you're curling thank up you. in the sorry, corner. Thank you. My fault. Thank you. My fault. Yeah, you want me to get thank, to the chorus there, don't you? Everybody, everybody loves thank the chorus. You. It's a sing-along. Thanks, all right, Bruiser. Uh, how long you been drinking today? Uh, Just today. Uh, what, what fucking time is it? I don't even know. At your time, it's uh, 1130. Oh, so, all right. Um, it's 11 probably, probably about 5 o'clock your time. Wow. All right. And how would your maybe, friends know that maybe, you're drunk? So, three hours? Um, well, I would... Uh, you told them you loved them, didn't you? Well, I sound like I'm from California, for one. <laughs> My Oakland comes out. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> when God I drink, I sound no. like I'm from Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> Berkeley, God damn it, no! Hey man, what fucking no what more. fucking filter do you have on there? Jesus, I get four beers in me, and fucking I've I've just Berkeley, Jesus, I, I've been I'm, walking down Telegraph Avenue all day long. Uh, my, no. my accent comes out. I sound like I'm right. No, right, I'm, right, I'm no, Telegraph. No, Justin, I Justin, get, I'm fucking I'm straight. I, su- I support Planned Parenthood. <laughs> I, I get four beers in me, and I can understand the benefits of plastic bags. I'm so crazy. <laughs> I'm so nuts. You really got to control me. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you fucking asshats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how do your friends know you're drunk? Uh... They know I'm drunk when I stand in the corner quietly and I and I and I curl my glass up into my my chest. Yeah, you're part of the they, Occupy they, movement. <laughs> yeah, well, sure, no, fuck them, <laughs> fucking asshole. Uh, how about you say fuck Occup- you, New Jersey? I'm moving Occupy. back to the West Coast. What? <laughs> That's where he got his name from. Bruiser, he's tough. Well, you, you should be moving back to the East Coast, goddammit. No. I'm going to be on the East Coast Fuck in East Coast. Uh, late, what? This, late what? this month. East Coast sucks. Going to Florida. For what? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're going to Disney World without me, by the way. East Coast sucks. Don't worry about it. You're going to Disney World without me. Yeah. That pisses me off. That would just fuck you up anyway. Bruiser's going to kill some. Now you sound Jersey, finally. And Oakland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking kill. I'll fucking kill him. The there. white trash capital of both world, the uh, both coasts. <laughs> All right, Bruiser, you're in the running for drug of the week, my friend. You didn't even get my fucking resume, Justin. Goddamn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, what have you had? Jesus Christ! What kind of fucking shit show are you running? <laughs> All right, give fucking me fucking kangaroo court, man. You just give me your resume. Go. God, <laughs> go ahead. Damn it! All right, let me open my fucking refrigerator. Hold See, you're on. not even you're not even ready for it. Some dogfish head, I'm some Sam ready. Adams. I got oh, I had ten beers. I got three fucking triple bags. To what we got It doesn't make a difference If we make it or not Well, 
all these people yeah, pretending they don't want to sing. Even Nate knows. Yeah, okay. And an IPA, yeah, I got it. Fucking Bon Jovi. And a, and a pale right. ale, yeah. No, no, no. I no, didn't say no. pale fucking oh. ale. I oh, said three triple bags. Oh, Jesus. don't know what that means. Triple bags? Long trail. Jesus Christ, where Long are you guys trail. from? We're from Oakland. We're not from Jersey, tell you that shit right now. I don't even know where Long. you guys are from. I'm from Berkeley. <laughs> Long trail. School us, Triple New Jersey. Bag. School us. You know, I really wish it's they would a, make the crosswalk uh, you know, a lot longer. All right, all right, Twelve all right. seconds just a, isn't enough a, for me to walk in Birkenstocks across the street. It, it's a fucking nine point <laughs> two percent. Nine point two. I got three of them. It's nine point two. Two. I jot down some dummy words. Nick and I do a quick head arrangement. Then we call the studio and sing it to crew, and the whole world exploded. The fuck is this? It's the Jersey Boys. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> what is Jersey Boys? <laughs> Come on, it's a play. It's Frankie Valley. Come yeah. on. Four seasons. You gonna diss them too, and 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 diss everybody from Jersey? No. Hell no. I had a lot more than that. Jesus Christ! I had, a, I had brother David. That's not me, dude. I didn't do I anything. I said Anderson Valley, for fuck's sake, if you would listen to what I'm telling you, what I drank. Jesus Christ. He kind of does sound like uh, Frankie Valley to me. Could we be done with this guy? Hey, you're not even listening to all the beers I've had. Look at me, 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 look at me. IPA. For Junk of the Week, my friend. Thank you. Whether you like it or not. All right. Man, what a resume. <clears throat> Damn. Pretty impressive. Damn. <sighs> if you can take all that shit, you ought to be in the running. The number one stunner is on the line right now. <laughs> stunner Shade. Who the fuck is that, Usher? I don't know. The number one stunner. What's happening? Uh, what's up, bro? <laughs> bro. Not much, guy. Uh, what the shit? You been drinking? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Keep talking. Keep talking. Where, do you, where are you? Are you hanging out outside? Uh, just fucking cleaning up my equipment for my brew day. Just fucking smelting some iron over here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm just making a sword. Leave yeah. me alone. I'm just working on my chain mail for my LARP session, bro. <laughs> Fuck off. And, you know, I just thought I'd call in because, you know, the metal's cooling yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No, no, fold it! Fuck fold it over! Man. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, okay. okay. Where, <laughs> where, 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 uh, where are you calling uh, from? Uh, Temecula. Oh. oh well. That explains a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, we know that way too well. Is it, is it uh, around this time that you wish you could teleport through the phone and just get the fuck out of Temecula? What's wrong with Temecula? It's like fucking Belgium, dude. Uh, <laughs> Temecula's like, like uh, Belgium? I huh? Gotta give you a no. Except for all the culture. Hang on a second. <laughs> Listen. Plus the meth. Uh, the number one brewer. Uh, 
I was going to stop everybody from fucking with you until yeah. you just said that Temecula <laughs> is like Belgium. <laughs> Same place. He's not the number one brewer. He's the number one stunner. Oh, whatever. Sorry. Uh, what? 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 <laughs> Homeless stunless. Wow. <laughs> what? Uh, that ain't right. <laughs> that ain't wrong either, though. Ain't even right. Uh, I guess. I guess. All right. Come on. Keep talking. Keep oh, talking. I can't clean this Terminator. Oh, why am I on the phone with <laughs> hey, Dustin? Hey, what the JP, fuck? Where's JP at? No, we're here, JP buddy. At? What's, what's <laughs> up, buddy? He's here. Yeah, he's looking hey, for a lifeline hey, there, man. JP. Throw him one. Hey, how did, how did you enjoy Star Tours, bro? I, I liked it very much. Thank you. It was very exhilarating and a, and a wonderful time. <laughs> I, I, I was a dude in front of you. You talked to my daughter about Chinese and Oh, that was you! This yeah, was the dude it. I saw in the old school B and Army shirt. Yeah, it was rad. In line at Star Tours. Right. Yeah. And then he bothered the poor fucker. Well, then I rapped with his and little his girl. Huh. Why didn't you leave his little girl alone? Because she was looking at me, and I said, "Hey." Or actually, my girlfriend started talking to her, and then we were talking. We were having a conversation. Isn't that you... what you want me to do? Is talk to people in public? Not their little girls. Uh, well, he wasn't talking to me. Little boys, yes, it but little be, girls. Of course, you shouldn't be at Disneyland, man. That's why JP goes to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, my my wife hasn't been born yet. <laughs> Oh, okay, your second wife hasn't been born yet. Uh, no, it was cool. It was cool running into you, man. It's a good time, even though you live in Tomato. Do you want to? Do you want to give your resume or what? Okay, sure. Uh, I drank a uh, growler of uh, uh, Julian Frago's um, from Long Beach uh, Beachwood Barbecue's. Uh, his, yeah, I get uh, it. Yeah. Extra Palo. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, you got it. Yep. And then uh, I had uh, about eight or nine uh, uh Tasty's recipe with a galaxy and cascade. Eight or nine tasty. Wow. That's pretty good. Wow. It's yeah. a session. It's sessionable, but 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 he's, he's trying to brew too. It's a good session. Yeah. Yeah, I've been brewing since about one o'clock. For uh, my NHC, yeah. When you wake up in the morning and you wonder if you pitched your yeast, I'm there with you. I pitch my yeast like two times oh, today. Hey, I always go looking for it. <laughs> oh, I do. I go. I go look. Yeah, once in the oh. morning and once before the show. Yeah. I was not on the stir plate. Hey, I must have done the show, it. I think I saw him back there one time doing it. <laughs> I just got to do it. You know, just leave me alone, Tasty. Just look the other way when it happens. That's all I ask. Believe me, I will. All right, you're in the running for Drug of the Week. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Okay, uh, congratulations. All right, so here we have uh, Sugar Valley Brewer uh, in for Drug of the Week. We had Bruiser from Jersey. You know, you remember him. The Bon Jovi Bruiser. And then we had, what's his name, Susie? No more calls. I busied everything. What okay, did, cool. What'd you do? I don't know if this one dude was on the line. The gangster like, guy. Number back? one stunner? The number the stunner. one. Number one stunner is also in for Drunk. He had eight or nine of Tasty's beers plus other things. And he, he also allowed uh, JP's, JP to talk to his young daughter. So. His, his family was very nice. I'm, sure I'm voting for him because he, he goes to Disneyland and be in army shirts. That's pretty cool. That is kind of rad. That is plus points. Plus so one. did you like see him there and you were like, oh, hey, no, actually, I'm JP. No, Taryn was in her wearing her hoodie. Uh-huh. And then he saw the the hoodie first and then said hi to her and then looked over and goes, oh, there's JP. And I go, hey, what's going on, man? And then he's like, cool. And then he turned around and, and, and I didn't know what to do. 
And then he said, take my girls looking at me, and I'm like, can you take my little daughter on the next ride? I'm like, hi, how you doing? She's these big blinking eyes, like. She was like five or whatever. Right. And then so, you know, we go, how many times have you been on this ride? Four times. And then the first time, you know how little kids talk. Yeah, and then this thing you. happened. And then, um, uh, and then. Everything's um, a noun. Um, um, I've seen that guy in the, the robot guy. And then JP interrupted um, her and said, suck a dick. <laughs> suck a dick, little girl. <laughs> and, Get um, to the point. Yeah, it was cool. All right. That sounds cool. Yeah, it was a good time. Can you imagine how disappointed the guy was when he like saw the blonde chick in the sweatshirt? Like, oh hey, be it, and then some bald dude is like, oh, oh hey, I'm the guy you really should be talking to. Like, oh man, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. But it's oh, like there's JP. our like oh, first fuck. run B and Army shirts with a giant hop grenade on it. It was cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's, cool. that's good. All right, so those are your uh, nominees: Sugar Valley Brewer, Andy. I expect you to uh, vote tonight too. <clears throat> Bruiser and. What's his name? The number one stunner. The yeah. number one stunner. All right, raise your hand if it's, if it's Sugar Valley Brewer right now. Uh, virtually Do unanimous. It has to be unanimous right uh, now, right? Oh, that's right. It does have yeah. to be unanimous. Uh, raise yeah. your hand if it's Bruiser. Uh, raise your hand if it's the number one stunner. Yeah. All right, JP. So we now have to bring JP yeah. over to our side. I have to bring you over to mine. Or you have to bring us over to your side. Now... The uh, number one stunner, mm-hmm. I think, was drunk. Yes. And clearly likable because you met him. Yeah. Yes. However, before we even knew Sugar Valley made that fantastic song, yeah. he was a big fat mess. Like, uh, I thought that he was a drunken mess that would yeah. kill me if I, I fucked with him too much. I actually, I actually thought he was laying on the floor on the tile in the bathroom. <laughs> That's with, true. You did ask if he was laying with, down. With, with the with and the a pile of drool. We can <laughs> hear <laughs> Exactly. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what. All right. We don't have a base to go off of. We never got his his um, beers that he drank. Yeah, but we, we've eliminated that from the process in the no. In the, you asked. In the past. You asked. It, it everybody happens every else. now and they, then, they, but it's no longer yeah. the standard. Well, I'm just saying that yeah. that's he could have some mental disorder. He could have a, a, a <laughs> metal it, yeah. plate that's been dented one too many times, and that's, that's how he talks. He could just be retarded. Him. So we don't know. We didn't talk to him about his beard. Well, he writes good lyrics. I think he's saying. That. However, yeah. I I do think that you can't hold that against him because in general <laughs> we've eliminated that from the because I'm not. Holding it against complained him, no. and, He can't and, and, sing a song like that and then go back to being but retarded. He did, that wasn't him singing. You know that, right? That was a, a MP3 of the song. Like, he wasn't singing live. <laughs> it wasn't a live performance. <laughs> no, that was him before he was drunk, saying that he was... Well, he could have been he, drunker, actually. Oh, he's normal? Right. I don't know. And then he was drinking, not brain-impaired right. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're okay. saying. Yeah. Yeah, somehow, both. somehow... I, I figured so out what you're saying. So that does kind of make sense. It so, does kind of make sense. Yeah. So we've seen which him in both, we, in both things. We saw him doing the song. Yeah. Which is fine. Normal, not retarded. And Well, some of those were on. Uh, drunk and retarded, although we don't know what he drank, but we're pretty sure he's drunk and retarded. Correct. So. I don't know. And, and I don't know. Uh, uh, what took away from personality in, in the song. Yeah. He got a little... Cre- if I got creeped out by something, it's a little creepy. Right. And so I thought his song and parts were a little creepy. Which... And I think why, he's a creep. Because he knew too much about you? No, he only mentioned me once. But that is... Uh, which is another reason why yeah, I don't like okay. it. But whether or not... He thinks he gets like 85 mentions and I get one. But whether or not he's a creep has nothing to do with his drunk of the weakness. I'm just saying. Yeah. Would just you saying. like to present your argument for the number one stunner? His daughter before, was hot. Before we go on, <laughs> um, I think uh, I, I 
I don't know. All right, I'll switch. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. The Valley Brewer, our drunk of the week. Uh, when we can just beat him down <laughs> into submission. Send me your uh, address uh, to uh, Justin at thebrewingnetwork.com and we'll send you your cha, uh, cha, cha. your medal. All right, we can't go yet. Uh, I know you want to. Because uh, we have feedback, uh, baby. We still have to do feedback. That's right. Yeah. All right, feedback is brought to you today by B. Crosby Hop Farm. You can go to bcrosbyhops.com. And if you remember from last year, they're, they're a family farm up there in Washington that you can buy your rhizomes from. They're the same rhizomes uh, that, that the brewers are, are buying their hops from. Your, your professional true. breweries are buying their hops from. So go to bcrosbyhops.com right now, and you can buy uh, hops, uh, hop rhizomes directly from them and, and grow them in your own Because now's the time of year. Backyard. Actually. Yeah, it is. That's right. Oh, my God. You've got mail. Kick ass. <laughs> All right, a couple quick ones. Uh, oh, this one's good. I forgot to uh, load this up earlier. I'll do it real quick here. Can real, you? Real quick, like. <laughs> real quick, like. Oh, I've seen this guy. I have to skip the ad. Yeah, dude. That's how you know when you got a lot of views, man, is when they're playing ads in front of your stupid face. Yeah, have a nice day. All right, basically, the email came through and it said, let me just get out of the way here. Bruce Sater wrote this in, and he said, I'm writing to warn you guys. I think that Nate is trying to break away from the BN. He seems to have another gig. It's called the <laughs> Vegan Black Metal. Yeah, the vegan, vegan Black Metal Chef, yeah. Yeah, the Vegan Black Metal <laughs> Chef. This is my new gig. You can YouTube. You can YouTube this. Vegan Black Metal. Black Metal Chef. And it's not metal, it's metal. He like, he like cuts tofu oh, yeah, with like yeah. a big, giant, like scary looking metal. knife while he's wearing yeah. like... <laughs> but the whole thing is also done in uh, angry metal. Yeah. Like no, he no, doesn't... No. Right, right. He has the metal. scary metal voice metal. the whole time. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't yeah. like just... He doesn't like... It's not just an intro song. Yeah. Well, listen. Here he's about to give you the ingredients of, of this week's recipe. Oh, it's number one pod chai. Is actually really from. It's, it's kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. He had enough views that he had ads in front of his stuff. Now, last time I saw this, like a year and a half ago, he didn't. Dude, he's got, like, he's got 1.8 million views. Wow. And he's meat tarted like you are. Yeah. I think that I Nate, have not been able to monetize this nearly as well as this guy. <laughs> I'm actually thinking. Yeah. Nate's really playing coy right now. It might actually be. I am not fucking convinced that this is not Nate. Right? Because Nate's a pretty goddamn good guitar player and a and a grumbler. And, and he has and he has a sense of humor. And a meat that knife is my favorite part, actually. It's yeah. a pretty gnarly knife. It's yeah. a, that's a zombie killing knife, yeah. right there, dude. It's like eight points on it. He's like cutting cheese with this fucking gnarly. That's tofu. 
No, oh, yeah, tofu. tofu's vegan, because, so it can't be cheesy. Yeah, keep in mind, we're, we're, we're point, making Nate. bad guy. I'm glad you're here to no, help that, me. That's a Klingon ritual death sword. You have to boil but it in blood first before every meal. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, he's really describing it. Like, just listen. He's got black nail polish on. It's pretty awesome. Form the triangles into the ancients of plates. You will create the sacred sign. Oh, does he make a pentagram with it? I hope so. Yeah. Cover with two paper towels. Put a pot on top. Or anything with a. It's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. This guy's a fucking genius. Go through the whole instruction. I should do. I should uh, the next one. I'm still planning it out. Learn how to brew. Listen, yeah. do a brew video. I'll do with a brew that. one like that. Oh, yeah. that'd be great. Do you yeah. need a producer? The man's a genius. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. One point eight million views. The man's a fucking genius. You never see his face either, so you never know. It could be me. All right. He also Bruce Sader also says, "Suck it, Jipper." Thank you, Bruce Sader. No. Thank you. All right. Les writes in, "Hey, uh, will you be offering no yeah. autographed copies of Brewing Classic Styles again? I've lost my original copy and tried to find it on the Brewing Network website, but no luck. Yeah, I'll get some more in there. I've got some copies now that are not signed. Next time uh, Jay Z is in in the studio to do some shows, I'll have him sign some more. Hey, you, what, know, what, you, what, know, you know what? the fucked up thing? I lost my signed copy. Oh, oh. that was a personalized. Signed I know, copy. big time. And you I know, have, I'll sell you mine." Ain't the same, man. Dude, sure you know is. what I love about YouTube? You know how they do all the recommendations on the side? Yeah. When you pull up a, there's a bunch of broads with big boobies on, wow. the, on the right. Look at this one right there with the, what is, what is. Wow. Hey. What is Jinxie? Go, go ahead. Click on it. You'll be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. How did you find out, Doc? <laughs> yeah, Doc. Doc's like, in YouTube. He's like, listen, they're, they're never good. I tried. There was like 10 of them. None of them worked. Hey, you know what? They promise you things. <laughs> All right, Ben the Brewer writes in, uh, hey, BN, uh, over about a year and a half, I've listened to every podcast on Brew Strong, Jameel Show, and the Sunday Session, and most of the Homebrew Chef. So I decided today that I'd listen to another podcast from a different site. Holy shit. Those poor guys were trying way too hard with their randomly placed radio sound effects and horrible morning show banter. I'm sure the information is good and their hearts are in the right place, but... I didn't get that far before I had to turn it off. Probably guess, just another episode of the session he was listening to. It could have been, yeah. <laughs> He's just drunk. I guess all in all, what I'm saying is that thanks to the BN for providing me with awesome brewing knowledge <laughs> without boring me to death and only rarely annoying me. <laughs> rarely. Wow. Yeah. Also, thanks for letting me mooch for so long on your beery knowledge. I finally decided to become a recurring donor Yay. and give you all Lazy right. Hippie some money. Yeah. Yeah, we'll Thank give you, you. As long as they, as long as it pays for green fees, dude. Hey, we're gonna give you a seven point five. <laughs> Don't take any more money than I've signed up for, or I will piss in your fermenters. From Ben the Brewer. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, listen, uh, you know, people think you just kind of throw together this kind of show, but you sort of have to know what you're doing. Sort of, and uh, <laughs> you pay really. top dollar. You know, there's some yeah. good shows out there. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, you don't just go from your garage. To, oh, wait, that is to your spare bedroom. You know, that just doesn't happen. That's uh, a well-crafted, formulated, nonsensical yeah. thing. All right, never mind. Yeah. It's just luck. <laughs> just throw a bunch of microphones up and invite brewers in. It's mainly like, me, yeah. and I'm waiting for that those accolades <laughs> right. in monetary form. All right, Warren writes in, hey, the Brewing Network team... It's very formal. Team. Like I don't think we've ever team. been called that. This guy's in middle management somewhere. Actually, he said... <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted to include everybody. Seven habits of highly effective people. I think this is Bruiser, because he probably, writes in, oh. Hello, the Brewing Network team. 
Just dropping a line to let you know that I love your podcast and greatly appreciate your contribution to the homebrewing community. Your shows, combined with Brewing Classic Styles and How to Brew, have basically taught me everything I know about homebrewing. As a little bit of uh, payback on my part, I've attached... Oh, I see. With it. This guy's a writer, and he, he sent us his book. I'm never going to read that. Yeah, I sent it to you. I didn't know if you wanted to check it out or not. Did you look at it yourself? No, absolutely not. Is, I, it, a, is it a brewing book? I'm not going to open a no, link if it's, someone he's a, sends it's, it. a, it's a work of fiction. He's a writer, and he's just saying, hey, I, I'm sending you my book because I've read your... So, I don't, I'll, Warren, I'll try. Should we plug it? Hey, come on. Just plug think, the of title? It, think of it as your life. Is there a title? Fiction. Yeah. Where is it? I don't know. Fiction. You didn't put it in the email. Oh, no, that's right. I'm sorry. I, I forwarded you the email uh, with the attachment. Put it in the fucking thing. Sorry. I took it out. So I can't even give the guy a plug yeah, now. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Couldn't you guys have done this before? Uh, you could go My to malum.org. You're bored me to death. M-A-L-U-M, malum.org, and check out Warren's book. I did put the email address in there, or the website address in there for you. Is it about going on quests? I don't know. No, it's not that good. It's not that good. Come on. <clears throat> I do right. need new armor. Yeah, sorry, man. I just, I don't know, reading and everything. Uh, okay, let's see. Brian writes in, hey, Justin and crew, I just wanted to send a quick email and let you know that you can add me to the growing list of BN Army homebrewers turned pro. All right. I started brewing in 2006 and did only two extract batches before going to All Grain and brewing nearly every weekend. With the help of info from the BN and Palmer's How to Brew, I began doing well in competitions and was able to secure an internship at a local production brewery. Fast forward to last summer when I was presented an opportunity to become the head brewer at a brew pub, wow. uh, Tully Cross Tavern, Tully Cross Tavern in Manchester, Connecticut. Oh, he's from my home state. Nice. There you go. I've heard you talk about occasionally visiting the East Coast and wanted to say if you're ever in the area, I'll buy you a beer. Thanks for everything you do. Cheers from Brian. Yeah, congratulations, man. You're getting to the point where you can do a festival now of all brewers from the BN that have gone pro. Yeah, I like it. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. This is an interesting one. I read Brewing, this man. I, I read this one before the show. Um, I, I, that's the one thing you're talking about. I edited it out. I, I was going to say, it it's, a, it's a little incomplete, but yeah. you get the idea. Your editing was good. I'm glad you did it. Thank you. But you guys will get the idea. Um, Clayton writes in, and he says, uh, My wife and I are in a church congregation close to Laguna Woods Village, a.k.a. Leisure World. Yeah, I know where it yeah. is. My grandma lives in one of those in Seal Beach. He calls it yeah. Seizure World. Yeah. Oh, so this is California? <laughs> uh, no, I think they have them all over the place. No, I know exactly <laughs> where it is. But, yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> all right, so he says... Uh, yeah, so the congregation has a lot of old folks in it. Some elder sisters, about 60, have been taking care of their invalid mother for several years. And the mom finally died. So okay. they had us over. Why? I don't really understand what one has to do with the other. But uh, maybe they could clear out our closets? It, 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 the full version is they go, they, we go over there a lot or something like that. And they were, they're like friends with these sisters. Okay. So this isn't the one I was thinking about, but sorry. So he says... Wait, they're elderly and they're 60? Well, no. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. So, Doc, you're, you're getting... Tasty and I are thinking about asking out on dates. She's like, it's the first time I've ever been elderly. Jesus Christ. If you have an AARP card, that's when you... That's at 50. Tasty. Tasty. Joni's got one of those. Yeah. I got one of those. I was just going to ask you, too. Do you both have AARP cards? They keep sending me the crap for it. There's no way. Those go right. They send it to me. Let's go right in the trash. <laughs> exactly. It goes right in the trash. All right. So he says... Uh, but it's there. 
So we finally got invited over. So while 20 of us or so were laughing, joking, complaining about getting older, I proceed to tell one guy in front of the whole room, so yeah, but their mom just died. And he says one of the sisters, that's what I said, it's a bit incomplete. So so yeah, but their mom just died. Yeah. I think is what the, the joke was. Okay. I don't get it. Which you don't know because there's no lead up to it. Right. Anyhow, apparently he's talking about the host of the party and he's yelling out in a fairly quiet room, but their mom just died. And then crickets. He says, one of the sisters was sitting closest to me, got up, changed seats, and didn't say much for the next hour that we were all there. It was uncomfortable, and this this was just last night, he says, so I'm still super embarrassed and regretting saying it. Uh, did I mention that I was about 19 ounces through a bomber, a double bastard ale? Uh, that explains everything. So he says, like that commercial that the BN used to play about tequila, increasing your chances of getting pregnant and getting your ass kicked, this is my commercial for double bastard ale. Thanks for reading. Love all you guys from Clayton. P.S. Suck it, Nicole, just because I want to be the first one to say it. <laughs> so I guess the whole point was that, yeah, we all say stupid things, and uh, try yeah. not to do that in the future. Actually, I know right where he's talking about, what town, no. and every, everything right there. And that yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, Have it, you said that before? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah right there. Um, no, the, I, I edited that one for story because I think he was still drunk when he wrote it. I see. <laughs> but the next one I, I edited. Also. I'm not going to read the next long one. I'm no? going to save it for next week. Put it okay. in next week's, will you? Uh, it's too yes. long because it's a question about... It's too much. Okay. Uh, and then... In but the I, thing. Did, I did want to read this one. This one got sent to my personal email and it's it's from Australia and... Uh, it's come a long way. I Maybe. have to... Uh, I think I have to read it in the voice that I hear it the guy's oh, absolutely. Very, he's very excited. He's I, a very excited young man, or not young man. I don't know. Elderly man. Surely. Justin, are you one of those people 45. that when you read it, you hear it in their voice? Well, not always, but there are certain emails that you're like, there's a voice that you can hear. And and I will say that, that from Australia, it's usually not the case. They're very laid back people. They're very calm, yeah. collected. This person, not somebody, he's a little spastic. This guy's hyper, huh? All right. He's from Australia. I haven't practiced this. It's just, I'm, I'm now about to put the voice from my head All to All right, the, make it happen for us. But uh, he's very excited, uh, and, and uh, my, my throat's, uh, there's going to be a lot of cracking, but uh, so it goes. Okay. What up, my network niggas? <laughs> wow. First time caller, long time listener here from Down Under. Down Under your mama's skirt, yeah, oh! JP! <laughs> That's all written there. I don't doubt it. Wow. Just want to say thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, or Terrence, if he's unavailable. <laughs> wow. For all the hard work you guys do and have done for giving me life, this kick-ass hobby that homebrewing is. Woo-hoo! Woo! Woo! I'm addicted to malt, goddammit, and I love it! Just finished listening to every single Sunday session. And I'm now up to date live, which is kind of weird. Now when you guys start talking about current issues instead of the shit that happened years ago, fuck everyone that this is the session and its content. It's fucking rad plus cats times tasty. <laughs> That's a good equation. <laughs> Equals the session. FYI, got the app. Both! Bought the books. Now I just can't live without giving you my monthly coin. I today can now hold my head up high and stand to attention as Corporal Hobson! <laughs> That's actually written. Wow. Both of them? That's awesome. yeah. Both woos. Brew fucking strong, boys. I love you all. P.S. I brew fresh wort kits. Five gallons of pre-hopped all-grain wort. Why? Can't afford an all-grain setup. 
And <laughs> I stand with Mufasa and the Germans and say extract is like fucking a blow-up doll. Peace, gents. Regards! Bryce. <laughs> wow. Bryce. Is this supposed to be a bad thing, fucking a blow-up doll? You come, don't well, you? Well, what's the problem? I mean, I don't even it, think it, I did this email It could be so classic. much more. No, that's pretty... Uh, what, like it could be telling you not to come to the Sunday session every be, week? Yeah. We need to have no, pies. He's, no, he's talking about pies. We should have pies read that. This is the most excited yeah. email I have ever read. Yeah. I mean, here's the here's the, here's the email stoked. version. stoked. Here's the email okay, version. Can yeah. you do it again with the Australian accent? No, I can't. But oh. here's, here's the regular email version. And you tell me if I got, you know... Cl- what up, my network niggas? First time caller, long time listener here from Down Under. Down Under Ya Mama's Skirt. Yeah, Jip. <laughs> Just wanted to say thank the Lord Jesus Christ, or Terrence if he's unavailable, for all the hard work you guys do and have done for giving me, uh, for, giving me for this life's kick-ass hobbies and homebrewing is. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is what it would sound like if he moved from Australia to Berkeley. I'm addicted, <sighs> I'm addicted to malt, God damn it, and I love it. Just finished listening to every single Sunday session, and I'm now up to date live. Yeah. Can, can That's you, not as good. Can yeah. you stop for a yeah. second while I stir my coffee and get all that white milk to kind of dissolve into it? Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Like, uh, I just I had to try to do the guy. He's an. Ex- I don't even know how you write like that and not jump around. Jump around. <laughs> get up. Get up and get down. Maybe it was one of those like uh, you know speech text. Yeah, uh, it's like dictation dragon yeah. software. Yeah. Maybe I should try it to the tune of Jump Around. Yeah, nigga! Uh, you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. <laughs> I don't think you do. You picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah, and then I have to wash my hands. Let's try it again. This email from Bryce. What up, my network niggas? First time caller, long time listener here from Down Under. Down Under your mama's skirt. Yeah, Jim! Just wanted to say thank you to the Lord Jesus or Terrence if he's unavailable for all the hard work you guys do. Done for getting this life kick-ass hobby and homebrewing that it is. I'm addicted to malt, goddammit, and I love it. Just finished listening to every single Sunday session. I'm now up to date live. Which is kind of weird now that you guys are talking about current issues instead of shit that happened six years ago. Fuck everyone that dissed the session and its content. It's fucking rad plus cats times tasty. <laughs> Give me something. Oh, I don't know what. Some kind of backup rap, you fucking asshole. Why am I the asshole? FYI, got the Shit. app. Both bought the books. Fucking sh- balls. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> the fuck? You're running the train, and you, then you look at me to suddenly conduct. I don't know what to do. I froze. Just give me some backup. <laughs> now Shit. I just can't live without giving you my monthly coin. I today can hold my head up high and stand attention as Corporal Hudson. Up your the- balls in your face. Just repeat the last fucking word I say. <laughs> say, bro. Up your balls. Woo! Brew <laughs> fucking strong, boys. Boys. I love you all. Oh. P.S. I brew fresh work kits, five gallons, pre-hopped, all-grain work. Why? Can't afford an all-grain setup, and I stand with Mufasa. And see Germans when I say extracts like fucking a blow-up doll. Doll. You suck. I'm good. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm real good. Peace, gents. Gents. Yeah, I should have done that in the beginning. Yeah. Should have done that in the beginning. <sighs> Uh, this makes me tired. Anyway. I right. didn't know. I think we're done. We so get out of here? 
No, let's stay and do it again. Ow! Let's do it again, let's but do it, to, let's uh, do it break, it, break it down again by JP Pierce. gets it right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, either Kim Wood or uh, or Pie should read that. True that. Pie, pies. But a lot of it was like a Kim Wood. You know, when she goes wow for yeah. like no real reason. That's true. <laughs> All right, uh, let me look. Did I do everything we're supposed to you do? You did everything. Blah, blah, blah. Everything. We did it. All right, uh, next uh, week, Flying Dog yeah. Brewing Company's on here, Flying Dog Brewery. Oh, and, uh, we, we got some uh, JBF tickets to give away. Oh, which wow. Is? Actually, they've already been given away, right? We're just doing the announcement? Absolutely. What was it? Uh, Boulder Beer JBF giveaway? Yeah, for the most part. So uh, in order to gain some more attention, I wanted to uh, you know get people out to, uh, to GBF. And um, everywhere except for California. Because it's against the law in California to participate. Oh, really? Yeah. To give oh. away beer festival tickets? To give away anything over the value of three dollars. What? If yeah. you're a brewery, or for anybody? Yes. Now I looked into it. You you can actually sell your soul for less than three dollars. <laughs> you can't give away a GABF ticket. Wow. If you're a brewery, you can't. I wonder if we violate. Or is that. it everybody? If if you're a brewery, anybody who works in the distribution network, uh, if you have three testicles, you can't do it. Oh. All right. So yeah. many laws in California. Oh, but if you have four, Susie's you can probably out. do anything you want. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So you did it for everybody but California, right? So at uh, you know certain beer festivals, um, you know we just had people sign up and uh, we picked a random winner. And uh, congratulations, Jeffrey Reynolds from Sparks, Nevada. Yeah. All right. No, you like Sparks. That's your that's your uh, that's your hood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're a big Sparks guy. That's where I hang around three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, where are you going this weekend, Andy? Fucking Sparks. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Wander around the streets at three in the morning like everybody else in Sparks does? <laughs> it's like, also his drink of choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drinking Sparks and Sparks, son. I, I think I can. I think I'm ready to do the email again. I think I'm ready for it. <laughs> I, I think you need a Sparks to do the email again. <laughs> but I just needed. I needed to get. I needed to know. I did. Sometimes we have to do these things spontaneously, JP, and you got to be ready to do. Well, that. I'm, I'm, I'm preparing my plugs. I'm like making sure all that's you know dialed in. So that's if you want to do it again, word document that you have to read. I'm talking about art here. If you JP. wanted to do it again, I'm just saying I, I'm 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 appropriately um, ready for it. I can't do it again. Then. Yeah. Well, now who's falling apart with it? It's if we were on vaudeville, you would have gotten that little cane hook. It's not funny the third time. The third it, well, time, it wasn't it, funny the second time, it, but we did it three times anyway. Well, <laughs> Let's it was. Do the fourth. It was funny that I got to make fun of you for sucking. That was funny. So it made it fun. Well, let's do it four times. I can redeem myself. <laughs> I, I am the like, redeemer. He's like, no, this, this one's going to be good. I yeah, promise. I promise. <sighs> All right, here's JP doing the email. No, that's not what I mean. Oh. You got to do the email. All right, I can't do it. We're done. Shit. This, this uh, is see? You hold me down. You hold me down. I do. White man be bringing you down. I'm start calling you Nick Petros. All right, we're done. my dad's name. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna He's an asshole. Yeah. It's great. JP can't get away from his dad. First his dad, and now the guy that he has to fucking hang out with half the week. Yeah. Oh Jesus. All right, are we done? Yeah, we're done. Bro. Oh. Bra. All right, I want to yeah, thank uh, Jeff Brown from Boulder Beer Company and Andy for hanging out yeah. and bringing the spirit. Yeah, really good job. Uh, thanks for being with us. Thanks to Susie for coming and working in the chat room for us tonight. No problem. Otherwise known as Miss 7.5. Good old 7.5. Yeah. Got her own song now. You know you've made it in the show, Susie, when you get your own song. Woo!
Should we call it just 750? <laughs> 750. That's not bad. I can't confuse with 50G. Actually, consider your name change, Susie. You're now uh, heretofore known as 750. Uh, work in the chat room. We got Bevo in the chat next week. No, uh, nice. I'm actually gone the week after that. That's uh, true. Off to Disney World. I, why can't I go with you? Tomorrow. I That's thought you bullshit. were banned from there. No, I've never. I went once with my asshole dad. Oh, you know, oh, it just fucks with uh, you because it kind of looks like Disneyland and it ain't Disneyland. It's, it's Yeah, but it's bigger and they have like a whole section of just with booze. It's supposed to be better, yeah. Yeah, I want to go. go but they're bringing my nephew, but so... But I can't afford it. I think the only like adult... I'm going golfing in the morning. You're they got such some, an asshole. They got like really good... They have like five world-class golf courses right there on the property. So you're going to suck, oh, suck five you times over. With you. Yeah, exactly. Wear your new pants. But yeah. I will be the best dressed on the course. <laughs> Fuck the show. Take worst, me with you. Worst score. No one else can run the show, Jip. It's all Fuck you, that. man. You got to run Is this the show. like Carpool Showdown where you're not yeah. going to take me with you again? <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> the second thing that you're not going to take me with you on? Uh, you motherfucker. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you left out, left out in the cold. Stuck here in the hot seat. I gotta watch the kids. <laughs> yeah, you have to stay home with the kids. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> right. But Someone's I want to go to the prom. The now, kids, behave for Uncle JP. <laughs> All right, he's a little unstable. <laughs> you know, behave. And you know, he's oh, no less pissed than he has to stay <laughs> with you. But he keeps you. walking yeah. into my room at night. <laughs> yeah, I'm like the creepy Uncle Buck. He's 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 angry all the time. All right, we've got pizza, courtesy of Boulder Beer Company. Sweet. So uh, we're getting uh, we're getting out of here. JP, do your thing. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Speaking of Carpool Showdown, the new season of Carpool Showdown begins tonight. It's probably already on, uh, but if you are local, watch it on Coffee TV 20, or you can go to online at coffeetv20.com. The Trophy Fire's new album entitled Modern Hearts is available now at graydayrecords.com. Picked it up and support our friend and yours, Mr. Adam I'm Going Bald Schumann. Moscow has some paintings for sale or something. I don't know. Check out the beer art thread and the BN forum because he doesn't have Twitter or Facebook like human beings. Get all the latest information on Nate's band, Brain Oil, by going to brainoil.com and check out Nate on Twitter at Nathan Homebrew. And while you're there, why not start following Nicole at beer underscore muse for some great beer information. Follow JP on Twitter at Major Jip if you like trivial complaints about life in general. And be sure to read about his shitty life at moderndaymerrick.blogspot.com. Be sure to find the Brewing Network on Facebook and Twitter. Just losing my sky and winning the race, JP.